Welcome to the Pulp MX Show, presented by BTOSports.com. Coming to you live from Las Vegas, right outside the Lions Den, with your hosts, Steve Mathis and Chris Kiefer. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah. Welcome, everybody. The Pulp Mech Show presented by BTOSports.com. Fly Racing. Coming at you. It's 6 o'clock p.m. Pacific. There's no races, but we're still going, man. We're still rolling through this thing on the show. So thank you, everybody, for listening. 702-586-7857. If you have a question, a comment, or a concern, we'll, we'll handle it there. Looking forward to the show tonight. Zach Osmond will be in or on, calling from Holland, getting ready for MXDN. Team USA captain. We'll have Zach Osborne on. The Seven Deuce Deuce, a.k.a. Adam Knapp, will be on. Friend of the show. Really looking forward to talking to Seven Deuce Deuce. Just went to his wedding this weekend. So we'll talk to him about that. We'll talk to him about racing. We'll talk to him about straight rhythm. Lots to get into tonight. A couple of great friends of mine in, in studio for co-hosting all night long. Patreon. If you want to support the show, support Pulp MX with Patreon, we'll welcome that. We'll give you a T-shirt. We'll give you a free access to early podcast or early access to some podcasts that we do, some exclusive podcasts on Patreon as well. So please check that out. Some discounts for products if you need that. Amazon widget on PulpMex.com. Click on that. Takes you to uh, Amazon. Make a purchase. We get a small slice of that. So thank you, everybody, for supporting that each and every month. It's been very, very good for us. PulpMex app as well. You can go to the App Store, get the PulpMex app. You can get access to all the podcasts. You can listen live. And an update for that hopefully is coming soon. So thank you for people for supporting that. BTOsports.com. Tweet a Travis segment coming up. X-Brand Goggle Tear-Offs. Race Tech Rant of the Night. All coming up later in the show. We may have the Works Connection Will Call, where we call Will Hahn. That may come up later. 100% chance that Jason Thomas is on as well. I'll, I'll let that out of the cat out of the bag right now. Jason Thomas will be on. I want to thank our great sponsors, BTOsports.com, Fly Racing, Vortex Racing, Roost MX, Race Tech Suspension and Engines, Vertex Pistons, EVS Sports, Michelin Starcross 5, Maxima USA, Firepower Batteries and Chains, Pro Filter, FMF, Atlas Neck Brace, Works Connection, OGO Power Sports, Get Data, Guts Racing, Eagle Grit, LA Honda World, Ride Engineering, MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com, Intense Cycles, and Works Chassis Lab, all on board with us. So thank you to those guys. And uh, again, 702-586-7857. You can call anytime you want, man. Hey, pretty good show tonight. Not too great. We'll work on it, all right? We'll work on it. Uh, in studio with me, as I said, a couple of good buddies of mine. First up, from Kiefer Inc. Testing, from PulpMX.com. He was with me at the 7 Deuce Deuce wedding. We went on a nice mountain bike ride Saturday morning. It's wow. Chris Kiefer. Hi, Steve. What's up, buddy? How are you? Feels good to be back. Thanks for coming in. Love it, as always. Love being here talking dirt bikes and yeah. other things as well. We are going to do Kiefer After Dark tonight. <laughs> yes. We have a bunch of good ones. Yes. We are going to do, I want to talk to you a little bit about 2020 shootouts. Yep. Uh, as well. We're going to talk to a little bit, little things about that. Um, plenty to get to tonight. And, uh, and of course, MX of Nations talk. MXGP talk. Yep. I like GPs. Hey, this Saturday, Montreal Supercross. I'll be there. I fly up to Friday. I fly up to Montreal Friday. Who's your pick? 
How can you beat a JB at one of those races? Thank you. That's what can I'm you saying. ever beat JB at one of those races? Are we worried about Phil being on booze cruises with a 25 point lead? <laughs> he was still training, I saw. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. I bet he was. I bet he really him was. Him and Rarick just yeah. grinding it yeah, out. Grinding it out. <laughs> uh, Mookie will be there. Malcolm Stewart will be there. Dean Wilson will be there. Ooh. Justin Brayton will be there. JB on a factory Honda? I don't or are know. we still on Bullfrog wouldn't, Life? Ah, uh, wouldn't you feel it'd be Bullfrog Life? He's kind of already set and settled on Maybe, that. Maybe, yeah. But he'll be on Factory Honda, of course, for 2020 yep. alongside Roxon. So that'll be interesting to see how that works for him. I think it's going to be between him and Dean for this race. You think? I think Mookie will be a little bit back. Yeah, yeah, Mookie just getting back into riding. But, yep. of course, the rumor is Mookie is flying at the test track. Of course. Of course. He always looks that way anyway. Right. Doesn't right. matter. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, yeah, we've got lots to talk to. Uh, when it comes to uh, uh, the sports still going on, off, off. I don't want to talk to you about the off-season races as well. Yep. So, also in studio, former mechanic. He was? Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. He's former mechanic. Really? Worked at White Brothers forever. Now I he, know White Brothers. Now he owns and operates WUSA. WUSA is one of our oldest sponsors. Been on board with us since, uh, God, maybe even early Kenny Watson days even. Can we talk about the most important thing about John? Though? Hold on, not yet. Okay. okay. Uh, su- supplying half the teams into pits with wheels and uh, also giving our listeners a great, great discount on wheel sets, whether it's uh, uh, the, the, the complete Talon, uh, carbon Talon sets, or if you just want to refresh your stock ones, they can do it as well and give you a Pulpamex discount. And if you have an older bike, man, W's been killing it with that too. John Anderson, what's up, John? How are you, man? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me, Thanks Steve. Thanks for coming in. Appreciate it. You've been in three or four times now, right? I think like three times. Yeah. 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 I haven't been to the new studio, and yep. it's really something to see. You could sell tickets to tour this place. You think? <clears throat> really? Oh, wow. It's quite a bit of, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, a lot of stuff in here to see, so yeah. it's uh, it's really nice. Uh, again, thanks for the support over the years. I appreciate that. I already know what you want to talk about with John. Yeah, his wife's hot. His, his wife's hot. He's basement. Yeah, he's basement husband. He's part of our club. Wife's hot. Kristen's super hot, super cool. I didn't know Kristen was 13 years younger than John. That's we awesome. found that out. I respect yeah. John even more now. Yeah. Do yeah, I get a prize? Yeah. yeah, you, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I you got, got a high five got a keeper prize earlier. Already. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. we'll give you the pulpy. Maybe we'll make you a pulpy and make Randy Richardson really, really mad. <laughs> I'll, I'll take that pulpy. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the help with everything. Now, John has an intense taser. Well, okay, I'll see you guys a little so, bit. So let's get right into the taser talk. Let's go. I'm ready to talk about hey, it. How Easy good, swap how, moto. How good is it? How good is it? So? How, how good is that? You know, it's it, it's a game changer, dude. Thank you. It really is good. Thank you. And uh, a good friend of both of you, Gary Sutherland, mm-hmm. uh, he let me borrow his. Oh, he did. And uh, I tried it. Loved and it. And it was, yes, I still have a regular, you know, pedal bike, of course. Right. But the Taser, especially when you're getting back into shape and everything, um, man, I, I mean, it's literally true. You can ride twice as far and still get a good workout, but do things that you can't do if you just start back out. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's, it's oh, a I lot of fun. I saw it in action Saturday. I saw it in action on Saturday. Hey, that was a star-studded ride. We had Alex Ray, <laughs> yep. Travis Preston, Andy Jefferson. That's right. Bro show, very fast back in the day. Strong on a bicycle. Strong on a bicycle. Yep. And me and you. Yep. And it was it was motoing down. Just now. blowing by me, leaving me in the dust. <laughs> I... I, do you ride mostly in eco? I do. Yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah I yeah. do. Sure. <clears throat> I really do. You Actually, don't think I was in eco? Bullshit. Dude. 100%. I mean, 95% of the time I was in eco. The whole group of guys were like, he's not in eco. Are you serious? Yeah. No, I was in eco. I'm just saying you're in the middle. Outside I- of a... Well, the one I got stuck at the bottom of a hill uh, uh, behind a tree that I didn't know a hill was coming. Yeah. So I clicked it up the trail to, road, to ride that. And then later, I was again in the wrong gear. I hit trail again. 
and huh. kind of help myself up, which is the brilliance of an e-bike. You can so the Eco Trail Boost. Is that how it is. Eco Trail Boost. Yeah. Okay. Uh, no, I was that was ninety five percent eco. Hmm. I thought you were in trail. No. Well, I was a couple of times. Right. But yeah. Yeah. Right. But if you've never ridden one, it's worth putting it in he the wrote, boost he, once in a while. Oh, just it's to, fun. To do uh, it. Don't be wrong. It's fun. And yeah. you're just kind of like, wow. How about some hills? I, I got one hill that if I take people out on, I'm like, hey, put it all the way to the top. Here we go. And you put it to the top, and you actually wheelie. You actually wheelie over rocks. It's, it's I like fun. it when you kind of let off the pedals. It, it's almost like someone's just giving you one extra push. Yeah. It just kind of gives you a little thrust, yeah. and you're yeah. just like, yeah. Man, this is What good. color did you get? Yellow or did you get black? I got the black and the gray. black and black gray one. Tiff Legendary got that one, too. I did, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah I did. Uh, yeah. Taser. Intense Cycles. Pulpamex code. Uh, Pulpamex 10 is the code to save at Intense Cycles. So you can save some money. 10% off. So, hey, hey, maybe a little breaking news when it comes to Intense. And I know all your listeners want to talk moto. Um, I don't care. There's a good chance that Intense may be coming to the vet race and oh. bringing some bikes and letting people demo them. It was kind of an idea hmm. that was pitched yeah. to uh, to them, and uh, we're going to talk yeah. about the WUSA World Vets coming up. Yep, I yes, told we you we are going to talk I about that. You, you have fifteen minutes, and that's it. That's fine. You have fifteen that's, minutes. I don't and need we're that much on. to okay. talk about. All right. Um, so we'll talk about that a little bit. How's business? Good. Doing well. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Business is good. Where you know it's. Uh, I guess we cut our teeth in racing and whatnot, yeah. but uh, but that's not what pays the bills. <laughs> no, not really, not 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 when it comes to wheels. Yeah, uh, but yep. it's still great to be involved and yep. even have the opportunity to work with these guys yeah. and teams yep. and, and everybody. But um, there's a lot of motorcycles out there that don't ever see a track, right? Yep. Yep. And so we want to be there, and and there's a lot of guys that just want to go have fun on the weekend. You know, yep, so yep. so it's good. I mean, uh, vintage and adventure and and uh, yeah. Last time I talked to you too, you said everything. you were doing a lot of flat track stuff too. Yeah, it's getting yeah, bigger we, and bigger. We did a little deal with the factory KTM team to be their wheel, say builder. Yeah, and then we're testing some stuff um, soon. Yeah, with them and w- uh, it's good. I always tell people on the show like, hey, listen, okay, so yeah, you don't race supercross, you don't need the Talon carbon hubs, you know, with the whole the whole thing. Just get your stock wheels refreshed. You've done that yeah. for a couple of bikes of mine too, like and and just that's an easy fix. It's that's not expensive. Get get some new wheels and yeah. you know get everything freshed up. And and honestly, I gotta thank you a lot for the success of that because we actually do get a lot of people just, you know, not everybody wants to spend that no, that thousand yeah. yeah. dollars, you yeah. know, so yep. they can. And maybe a lot of people don't realize, you know, W and racing and all these, you know, bling yeah. bling wheels, but yeah. like we did with Travis, right? That's just a stock hub. We fixed it up a little bit. Yep. And uh, put some spokes and a new rim, and it looks like new. Absolutely. No, it's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so let's talk some more Taser. Um, God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really going to go watch football. Okay, all right. Can we get can we get to some dirt bike shit? We can't. First up, though, producing the show, holding things down over there in the corner, taking your calls. Coming in kind of early today. I was impressed with that. Kind of early. <laughs> Travis Marks. What's up, Marks Dog? Thank you for acknowledging my uh, promptness. No problem. How are you doing? I was trying to get here in order to like spend a little time on that camera that's not working right now. Still not working. Dude. It was red for a bit. Dude. Oh, Red's boy. good. Yeah. It's it means okay. it's recording. But oh, okay. uh, yeah, so, it doesn't want to stay so connected. So we're not on Facebook right now. Uh, no, not, hopefully we'll work right on now. it. But yeah, we'll everything hopefully. good, Marks? Yeah, yeah. I, I'm excited to have John here. Like I was telling him earlier, my, my wheels are the nicest part of my bike by far. <laughs> well, the last time we went riding, your bike was leaking gas everywhere. Exactly. So. Yeah, point proven. Uh, yeah, carburetor. Yep. Carburetor problems. Uh, show 399 tonight. One Ooh. more. Next one is big. It's going to be I good. was oh so close. What? Be Just like my sex life. I was oh so close. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, no. Reaching that 400 No, no, no. Mark. You got invited in for 400. 
You said I didn't want to mess up the flow. That's which what you said. You were having. You said, "Hey, those people that are coming in, right? Um, that's perfect. That's perfect. I, I'm I'm going to step off. Yes. So, step back. So so you were invited. So don't don't play that game. <laughs> but yeah, we always do something special every 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 so often. 100 was a great Western Bank team, and that was a classic. Budman was hammered. That was great. That's awesome. 200. We brought in all the old co-hosts. So Paul Lindsay came in. Kenny Watson came in. You came in, right? Travis. Was that Travis? Was that 300? No. Yeah. Travis. Travis Preston. Then that would have been 200. Yep, that was Travis Preston. Me, yep. 300, we brought in Factory Yamaha, Ferry, Villeman, Chad yep. came in. I paid $2,200 for Chad to fly out, so that was awesome. First class? Yep. Oh, jeez. Uh, and so 400 next week, next Monday night. Uh, I'll uh, I'll announce it maybe later this week. or. And you got off easy this for 400 yeah i did i yes. did i did i do want to thank karcher and polar a couple of sponsors that have stepped up for <laughs> for said co-hosts who made certain demands right so uh thanks to those guys but 400 next week everybody looking forward to that that one's going to be just booze and that's gonna be good bench racing i feel like this yeah. this 400 could be i feel like it could be the best one if i if the one, guys one, show one, up that I know that could show up, yeah, yeah, I'm not. I know the guys well, showing okay. up. I'm sorry, but the guys within There's themselves, four, four of them showing up, two of them are going to be off the hook. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, two of them are going to be. I'll tell you later. They're going to go. It's like but, full yeah, blitz, right? Full blitz. Uh, and uh, two of them might be more reserved, but but the other, the two that are reserved, one of them will poke everybody to get going. Right. Yes. Yes. So everybody needs a hype man. Those yeah. you got some hype man. <laughs> one of the ones that will not be off the hook will be a hype man. So I'm looking forward to that. Marks, I told you everybody, right? You, you yes, know, and so, I'm very excited. Right. Should be fun. Yep. So 400 next week, everybody. Uh, MXDN here uh, coming up shortly. Osborne's calling in tonight from Holland. Wow. He's all in. I don't know how they're going to do, but I like that, John. I like what the Team USA is doing. Yeah, I think it's great. I mean, you know, honestly, just the, the attitude of the guys. Yep. And, I mean, what do they have to lose? I mean, here's the thing. If they have a great result, you never know what can happen, right? Everybody's yeah. been talking about that. Yep. You know how big of heroes those guys will look if they get on the podium one or even win the dang thing? Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. it's going to kind of make the guys yep. that don't go yep. don't want to go do, for whatever reason. Do you care about the Kawasaki guys not going? Does it bother you? Do you have an opinion on that one way or another? I mean. Are you full Denny? <clears throat> Oh yeah, are you Stephen A. Stevenson or where are you at? Uh, he does. He wants to go. Oh. Look, he wants kind of wants I, to. I think you he know, does. You're right. I think he's straddling John. I, John. The I mean, WUSA or John I, I, Anderson? Yeah. Which one are we getting? Come on. I mean, I'm, I'm the guy that gets all you know goosebumps when the Olympics are on and the the Americans are competing, right? Yeah. So you're. I'm full, the one yeah. with the American flag yeah. on the back of my truck, and yeah, we have yeah, a T-shirt yeah. with. I just, um, I think it's it's an honor, but there is two sides to it. I yeah. get it. I mean. You know, it's it's a it's a brutal sport, you know, yeah. and, and when you see I hate to be that guy and bring it up, but when you see what happened to like a Western Pike, yeah, stuff like that happens, man. Yeah. And you know, it's hard to say. I yeah. mean, if y- your career could it be over? It, it, yeah. You know, you could yeah. get hurt and be mm-hmm. done. But I obviously these guys, I mean, they can't think of that every week. They have to just go out yeah. there and do yep. their thing, and and it's it's crazy, right? They they do have a short window of time to make their money, and not all make a lot of money. Yeah. Some do, a lot don't. Um, so I I think it's great. I really do. I, and the fact they're showing the commitment to go early, mm-hmm. I love that. What I'm cu- what I'm I know I, what I'm really curious about though is what Alden thinks of that. I mean, oh, I don't that, think he's on board with it. I wouldn't no. think so, mm. right? No. Because he's no. kind of 
Yeah. Not anti-America, but he doesn't no, believe in that. But he doesn't. Uh, right. But he doesn't believe in racing anymore outside That's of twenty-nine right. races. That's, That's what he right. believes. He believes so. in twenty-nine races is a mental and physical toll on our riders that are hard enough. Yeah. And I think he's right. Right. There's a lot of races, so for sure, yeah, yeah for sure. Um, Kiefer, I love the fact they're going early though, and they're going to ride some sand tracks. They're going to practice. You know, uh, Watson, Ben Watson is out for Great Britain. Yep. Um, uh, Paulin or uh, Febra, sorry, Febra's out for France. Yep. France also booted Vial off the team over the logo stuff. Um, there's another injury that I'm not thinking of right now. Obviously, Holland's the favorite. Holland's still Caroli's not there. Yeah, Caroli's not there. Things are falling into place for America to, to, I think, get on the box for sure. Here's my thing. Although, I said there'd be no way they didn't get on the box last year at Red Bud. <laughs> so. Well, just like John said, I don't think they got anything to lose. We're not expected to do shit because it's sand. Yeah. And I feel like all of us Americans and outside of America probably think we're going to get worked. You know? I'm sorry. Yeah. Fans. Because it's yeah. deep sand. It's different than anything we've ridden. Uh, but you have Zach... Who knows? Who's been around? Yeah. Who's smart? Can pass on the information to the guys. Yep. Um, they're going early. I like that. I think, as different as JA is, I feel like he's the type of guy who's going to be all in. Are we worried about him going early in Amsterdam, being close by? No, it's hashtag, his program. Hashtag team front. No, on, I've been around enough dudes that have been so fast and and dabbled and partied and did their thing and still showed up and killed it. So. Some guys work that way. Some guys don't. I feel like Jay is one of those guys that it works yeah. for him. Let him do what he's going to do, and he'll show up to race. We all know what he did last time before he got landed on by Kamikaze. Yep. Um, the the question mark for me will be Cooper. It's going to be tough for him, I think, to really adapt. I think he's going to be. He's going to be nervous. He's gonna, I think he's going to be surprised how good some of those MX2 yeah. guys are. Right, right. Even the guys he's never heard oh, of. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, Prado's not riding 250 class, yep. so he's on yep. 450, yep. right? Yep. So we don't have to worry about that. But um, I, I, here's, I, I, I say, still would have sent Barsha on a 250F yeah. over Cooper. We, I really would have. We don't do sent. that no more, though. I know. We're dumb. But we Does should. any ch- team really do that, though? I uh, mean, yeah, some, so, yeah. Exactly what he just said. I don't think anyone really does that. Has, hasn't done that in a couple years, at least. Oh, yeah. People have done it. I mean, I don't know. I can't. I'm talking I, about a team that could win. You don't see, like, a Germany or a French... Or even Italians, or you know, Italians sent Caroli on a 250F, but that was a few years back. Right. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Um, okay, so okay, go ahead. No, I was, I was yep. going to talk about where I stand with the, the oh, rest yeah. not going thing. Yep. It's tough because these guys bust their ass week in and week out. They want to make a living riding dirt bikes. They're getting paid. There's calculated risk every single weekend. You can get hurt. I am nowhere near the level of those guys, but I know. I ride a lot, and this is just riding. It's not racing. Yeah, I'm tired at certain points of the year, mm-hmm. more so than others. I can imagine what these guys go through, and everyone's I don't care, it's America. I understand we should represent our country, but at some point in time, these guys have to rest. They have a career to think about. They have a, a livelihood to think about. They have a family to think about. There's more things to this motocross deal than MX of Nations. I think it's an important piece to the puzzle, but a lot of us Americans are so gnarly with our flag, with our freedom, with our everything, which rightfully we should be, but I think we relate that to motocross. I believe in staying up for our flag. I believe in our national anthem. I believe in all of that stuff because what those men and women did for our country but motor, it's just dirt bikes. 
We need to back it's it down. A, we need to exactly. back it down exactly. a little bit. Exactly. We'll re-rate. We are. I'm not saying everybody, but a lot of these people are relating. Maybe Denny is people dying yeah. for the flag. It, it, it's you know this is motor. No one's dying for the flag to go race a dirt bike. Dude, it's ridiculous. It's it's way ridiculous. And I, I, I'm not very patriotic, even for Canada. I'm really not. I've never been that way. I'm very skeptical. I'm very you know sort of like. Uh, you know what I mean? I'm just skeptical of politicians and the government and all of that shit. Uh, but I'm with you. Like, it's just a motocross race, everybody. And you know what? It's over the one day in the fall, in the mud sometimes, or at a man-made track like this is. Right. Like, give me a 12-race series with MXGP and motocross and the American guys and mix them in both countries and, and all that, and I'll see, who's on, I'll see who's on top, and I'll be right. like, that dude's the best in the world or whatever. Don't give me one day on a man-made track with the conditions on a... You know, I just think our some, patriotism like our, our as American... Our American guys haven't been riding for a month and a half. I just think know. our patriotism as Americans leak into this motocross thing that we're doing. It leaks into everything. I understand that. Yeah, yeah. And I'm passionate about... I love our veterans. I love all that. Like, I grew up... Stand up for the flag. Take your hat off. Do all these things. I believe in all that stuff. But I also believe in letting some of these guys rest. It's dirt bikes. They, they hang their lives out every single weekend. It's a life or death thing. People don't really understand that until someone passes away or, or, or gets Western. paralyzed yeah, yeah, yeah. or something that's really hurt. They're like, yeah. oh, dude, our sport's really fucking dangerous. Yeah, no shit. No, I know. Shit e- can happen. Every time they get on a Wednesday afternoon practice session, you know? Exactly. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah, when yeah. it happens, they're like, well, everyone needs to calm down. And, but no one gets hurt for three months and think right. it, nothing can happen. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, uh, it's interesting for sure. Um, Okay, so we're all looking forward to MXDN the most, right? Uh, out of the off-season races, would you say? Yeah, of course. Okay, so I love seeing that. All right, so give me straight rhythm. Okay, well, here, here's a question. Ugh. Here's a question. Let's, just because you couldn't make one pass last year, you don't. I made two passes. You never made I, the whole way. I, I did. Okay, all right. I just rolled. All right, listen. Here, here's the question. Go ahead. Straight rhythm, Monster Cup, Montreal, Paris. What are you looking forward to next? The most. Go ahead, John. Well, selfishly, I'd probably say... Uh, I'm not Vet Nationals. No, I'd probably say <laughs> Straight Vet Rhythm. Vet Nationals, let's w- go. WUSA Vet Nationals. Yeah. <laughs> I would say Straight Rhythm, straight mainly rhythm? because the two-stroke thing yeah. uh, is really cool. Gets you, and then, gets you, it gets you into it. Uh, personally and professionally, um, we're working on some wheels for yep. a couple of guys that are building bikes. Yep. They're going to be just badass. Right. So I, I think that's kind of cool. Um I mean, it is pretty pretty neat event. Yeah. Uh, yep. You know, well run and everything yeah. with Eric and Jeremy and all that. So, um, yeah. But you know, after I'll, that Monster Cup, um, no, no, then <laughs> probably donations. No, donations is already hey, that's are, out. We already oh, took that out. Then I would say probably Monster Cup yeah. after that. Yeah. Yeah. And you Monster Cup first for me, because I relate that race to like old school when we used to go to the MGM Grand. And do that stuff. Right. I really like that. I know yeah. it's not that atmosphere anymore. Yeah, yeah. But I like seeing the new guys on the bikes. If that happens, yeah. you know, when that happens, yeah. I like seeing that. It's it's more of a chilled out race, so I don't think um, those guys are all hyped up as much. They're more relaxed. If you are a fan. And I'm looking at it as a fan perspective. Like those guys are are chiller. They'll talk to you. They'll spend more time with people. Um, it's. It gets you amped up for Supercross again when you haven't seen Supercross in a few months. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know about the format this year. I don't know everything about it, but I've, it, it seems kind of hokey to me. I don't know about run the track backwards. Three, and all. three times, yeah, three different ways. Um, yeah. 
But is that trying to uh, maybe not have to pay out the million dollars, make it more difficult? for them or just to make I just think they're looking for shit to think about to do something different to me it's it's I couldn't tell you all the winners of the Monster Cup over the years could you could you name me every winner of the Monster Cup oh no could you no 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 I couldn't either yeah yeah did you I mean as far as that Monster Cup and then I like Bercy I think that's cool I've never been but I've always wanted to go I think that's a cool setting it's more like to me you've been there is it more of an MGM vibe kind of it lost it when it moved out of the, uh, the 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 original arena, I thought they went back. No, we went back to Paris, different arena. Oh, okay. Yeah, different arena. Now it's a bigger arena, but it's better than where it was. It was in uh, the town of Lille for a couple. But of that years. was a huge stadium, right? Yeah, huge stadium. It's right. lost, and so it's it's better, but it, you'll never beat the the Palace Omni Sports with the fans are right on top of you, right? And it's an arena cross track. That was cool. That was amazing. And that dirt yeah. was pretty yeah. unique too. Yeah, I like that. It was yeah, gumbo, gumbo, And you went outside of the dirt. stadium, came yep. back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. That was All that, that was cool. So, um, yeah, the straight rhythm uh, rider list should be announced. I think tomorrow or the next day. So I'm still in negotiations <sighs> with a top rider. I like straight rhythm. Rider Pulp MX YZ250. Oh really? Yeah. Are they going to do the uh, media? Yeah, yeah, com- yeah contest they, again. They are. They are. And, are they going to make so make it clear on if your rider wins <clears throat> how much the person putting the bike up? gets out of it probably not but i'll probably be, i'll probably be effed again john but but um yeah. yeah i'm working on it so if if this rider comes together so we're still that you told me no but now we maybe oh yeah I, we're back on a little bit okay yeah we we up some guarantee we got some guarantees we upped a few guarantees okay so we're, we're it's still i would still say it's 50 50 okay. I, I gotta lock this guy down soon though and dungy's coming back i don't think dungy's coming back no ryan's no. gonna do it Ryan Villapoto, yeah, Villapoto's coming, coming to do it. Pastrana um, yeah. is doing it. Bowers is doing it. I've actually got the list here. Hold on, let me. There's look. a lot of good guys coming out to do it. Like I know, Roxon, Sealy's coming. Roxon, Cooper Webb, Marvin, Pastrana, Bowers, Villapoto, Anderson, Sipes, Sealy, A Ray, fucking A Ray, Seven Deuce Deuce, One Twenty Fives is uh, Catanzaro again. Carson Brown, Ryan Morris, Jerry Robin, Max Voland. So Max Voland's gonna be good. You think? If he's on a 125, he's going to be good. Look how good he was on that 85 when he was practicing. He was better than you. He like, was better than me. For straight up fuck up, he was better than me. For like an uh, you know an amateur you know phenom proje making his way up, that kid's going to be good. Yeah, he is yeah. good now. Right, but <clears throat> but, yeah. he, but talent. It seems like talent's making the right steps with him. Yeah, you know? she's chill with him. So yeah, it's not yeah, aggro with. Does talent use talent hubs? Um. Well, they do we have to, some on the super mini. The bo- we need to get to the bottom of that. Yeah. Talent needs the talent. Talent needs um, talent. So Jason they, Thomas yeah. coming up Dean's here shortly. Dean. Dean's Dean. Uh, Jason Thomas coming up here shortly, but uh, it's show 399, which means that uh, Dylan gets the call back. Welcome, Dylan. Hey. Welcome to the show. Hey, Steve. Keith for John. Welcome. Thank you. I appreciate letting me come back for a little bit. No uh, problem. Hey, was uh, he banned or something? Yeah, we banned him for two weeks. Yeah, just oh. a couple shows. Yeah, okay. we just couldn't handle it anymore. But, <laughs> but Dylan, we are going to give you a star sent me. Uh, an Alpine Stars Eli Tomac championship T-shirt that I am sending off to you tomorrow. Steve, that is you don't even understand how how thankful I am for that. That you is can, that is so awesome, man. How old are you, so Dylan? Awesome. Dylan's twenty four. Twenty six. Oh, twenty six. Yeah, twenty six. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, Dylan, it's perfect. You can beat off to it. You can lay it out and just you know, and you, no problem. Like <laughs> it's fine. Come right. Whatever you want to do to it is your own deal. We're not going to judge. Good stuff. Good stuff. Okay, so I got I got a handful of questions. I'll try to get to them all. Don't know if I will be able to, but the first question I got for you guys tonight is: I think the biggest topic for MXDN, and you guys haven't touched it too much. I think is Prado versus Hurlings. 
Now, you guys may say, Dylan, he's just coming up on his debut, but if we go back to Prado's debut on a 250, just so happened, you know, funny thing, it was at Assen in 2016, and I mean, literally, the title for the video on YouTube is called Epic. The battle between Hurlings and Prado when Hurlings was going for a title, and Prado should not have been messing with him at all. He goes full-blown, I mean, banging bars, swerving back and forth. It was an amazing, amazing, amazing battle. I think there's a little history there, and I think we're going to get a round two come up here at MXCN. And I was just curious what you guys think of that. Um, I think Hurlings is going to... Prado's going to be good. Don't get me wrong. Okay. Uh, I don't think he's going to be strong enough to hold the whole moto. I think he's going to okay. be fast. I think his qualifying times will be good. Um, but I think Hurling's coming back from injury, getting these races under, under the belt. And I don't say work. I'm not going to say work. But I do okay. feel like Hurling's has the upper hand on Prado. Now, no, I agree there. next year, I think Prado's going to open up some eyes. Okay. So. Yeah, see, and that, 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 that would lead into my second question. You know, that going into 2020, I mean... They have such a powerhouse, and it's all under one tent. You know, you got Cairoli, Prado, and Hurlings. You think there's going to be some drama there with, I mean, that much that much firepower all under one tent? You think egos are going to clash? I understand the relationship between Prado and Cairoli. You know, I don't think there will be an issue there. But I really do. I mean, just looking at how hard Prado ran against Hurlings went, you know, I get it, it was two years ago or him a couple years ago. But I'm telling you, and then looking at how Cairoli and Hurlings went through it on 2018, and if you watched MX World, you saw Prado's and Cairoli's relationship. That is a father and son relationship. You watched Hurlings beat your father up all year last year, race after race. I don't know. I just feel I just feel Prado's going to be a hard, hard thorn in Hurlings' side all all year next year. I don't think so. Not I don't think so. Not the first year out, okay. and if Hurlings is hundred percent healthy, which he's struggled to right. be healthy. But yeah, you, you also yeah. got to remember, Dylan, they're not under one tent. They're actually two teams. There's right. there's uh, the Caroli team is um, the Carly, yep. and that's Prado okay. and Caroli, and they're they do their own thing. They have their own off season testing. They obviously have the similar bikes and similar parts and all that. They have access yeah. to all the same. Uh, they, yeah, the access to all the same. And then Hurlings is under the MX K- or the Red Bull KTM tent, like the the, the, the factory t- tent. So they Understood. they don't Understood. cross streams a lot, like as far as okay. that goes. So I think Prado and Caroli will always be good, like you said. But Jeffrey is his own guy and does his own thing, and 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 so I could see potential for fireworks there. But I just think, John, to me, a healthy Hurlings is. I don't want to say head and shoulders better, but he's clearly better than both of those guys. Yeah, for sure, especially on the bigger bike and the experience. I mean, I just watched the race uh, last night, actually, the tape of it, and Hurlings is pretty incredible. Dude. You know, he's he's really something. What yeah, I what yeah. really strikes me with that guy, though, is in the first couple of corners, how aggressive he is to make quick passes. Mm-hmm. And then it seems like once he kind of gets out there, he just goes. I, hey, when was the last GP before Turkey? Was it two weeks ago or just last week? No, it's two. two weeks. I'm really surprised Her- Hurling's got that much better in just two weeks. You know, he, he didn't he didn't ride that well. He wasn't in shape for, yeah. um, where was it before? Before uh, Sweden, Sweden. Yeah. yeah, JT was there. And for, him, and for him to make that many gains, I mean, he crushed them. Two weeks is a lot of time on a dirt bike. I guess, yeah, I guess. I mean, if you yeah. rode two weeks, you can feel a lot. Will I be more ready thing. for the World Vets in two weeks. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Right. You, you know, I have a question. What would be the motivation for Hurlings even coming back this year? Championships over. 
I mean, he got he's right, getting he wants, paid. He wants the crush of his nations. Is that yeah. why it's yeah. prep for the yep. donations? Yep, that's yep. all it is. Yep, it's he little. says that's his main goal going out this season is to win nations. Do 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 those guys? Do you think they have bonuses to get? Do they get paid by their teams to do? I don't think uh, donations. I don't think so. Not no. that I know of. No. Our guys don't. So yeah, that's, yeah. I knew that, right, but I right, just wonder right. on their side. Right. Uh, what else, Dylan? Yeah. Okay. So the third question: You guys were talking about Paul Malin and you know his commentating and and you know how he needs someone in there to help him. So my opinion there, I think they have it so perfect because I mean Paul Malin, he just oozes with passion. And in my opinion, I think the reason he does that is because he's by himself. And JT's great. Don't get me wrong, but just an example back there, Sweden. You know, when Paul has someone in there, he's got to, you know, he's got to worry about their opinions, their thoughts, you know, trying to keep them engaged and, you know, not like act like they're not there. But when he's by himself, man, he doesn't have to worry about nothing. And he's just, he's just oozing with that passion. And I wonder, I just wish kind of, I, I wish NBCSN would take that same approach with Weege. And I love, I love Grant, but I think Weege, the passion that man has for this sport and how exciting he gets, that's what you want. I mean, Grant's good, and I think that's where we go a little wrong with our sport, with the commentating. This is not football where you need greats of the game or the sport to commentate. Mm. I think when you have great motocross riders, supercross riders commentating, I think not that they're jaded, but they've done it. Like, Ricky, he's done so much. Grant, he's done so much. So when, yeah. even to me, like when something looks awesome on that track, you know, they're just like, yeah. Here, yeah. Here, here's the thing, though. Great. Here's the thing. I, I follow football and hockey and baseball pretty good. I, yes, re- I read a ton of articles. When you have an ex-player in the booth okay. and, and they're good at it and you read interviews about them. Tony Romo. They all say the same thing. You have to do your fucking homework. You have okay. to do work. It's and a I job. You, you got to yeah, do for, work. For Our guys don't want to do the work. They just want to show up. I know no, you wouldn't. I know more okay. about the sport and what's going on in the pits than any color commentator we have in the in, in the game. And Wygant knows more than his guys and and all of that. They need to do the work, and they'll be fine because they were ex-champions. They are great. And Dylan, yeah. to, to go yeah, off but, what you're talking about, I agree. I love Paul by himself too. But so for, amazing for me. I like Grant, but what you're saying you for, go. like, Ricky and things like that, there's not a lot of passion, but there is guys out there that are retired that have knowledge that do still have passion for dirt bikes. And I think yes, that's what that's we're – we need. And I think Grant has it. I just think – He does. He does. I, I maybe think Grant is a little bit reined in. I think maybe they try to rein Grant in too much. Okay. Um, because I feel like I learn a lot, and I know a lot about dirt bikes, and I've been in the industry. But when you have a guy that has passion, and then he has the knowledge of our sport – that is so invaluable to the average um, viewer because there's so much things that they can learn. It's a matter of them actually spewing it out their mouth. And a lot of these guys that have been there and done it, they don't spew it out. Like I'm looking yeah. at things like, I, I want to know about that seat bouncing. Why is he seat bouncing? And yep. sometimes they'll elaborate on why it's good or not. The, I'm like, that's bitching. Look, some people I are did. actually learning some shit. I don't, I don't want to yep. say it again, but Ricky's terrible. <laughs> Ricky's, I'm just saying, Ricky's like, terrible. you can tell guys that have been there, there's kind of, I'm here for the check, I'm, I'm over Yeah, that's what I mean. And then you got yeah. guys that love dirt bikes, dude, and are right. there, like. Ricky doesn't. 
And I just think he does. they need to find someone that still has that fire. Lit. All right. Hey, Dylan, we got to run. Enjoy the T-shirt, buddy. Enjoy yes, the Eli Tomac so Championship much. T-shirt. I appreciate the time, guys. No Have a problem. great evening. Thank you, buddy. Appreciate yep, it. Thanks. Bye-bye. John Anderson from WUSA. Chris Kiefer here in studio. Uh, let's go to Chase real quick. Chase, what's up, man? How are you? You got a question about Shifting Gears podcast? Uh, yeah. I picked up the uh, Pulpum X app, and I don't know. It's just convenient. Thank you. Is there a Appreciate reason that. It's yeah, it, it, why Marks? Marks? Marks. Why is the Ryder. why is it is it hard for you to No, I'm being serious. I'm not being a dick. I'm uh, not being a dick. A little bit of dick. What? No hate comps. <laughs> like an inch of dick. It, is it, is it, is it super to su- hard to add it to there? Is I that- have to submit an update and the app is so out of date that there's some thing some bigger things that need changing that would stop the app from being approved right now. Oh, do, do you oh, need okay, help? Okay, so okay, okay, so do I need help? Do you need help from all the shit you have to do? It's not a. It's <laughs> yeah. not like a five minute fix to no, add his, no, add no. His, Otherwise, his I would have. I promise. Right, okay, yeah. All right. So there you go, oh, right. uh, Chase. Uh, I do have a a, a pseudo update, like kind of ready. Okay. I just need to test it. I haven't tested it at all. Okay. Well, Chase. So uh, hopefully we're uh, working on it. We'll Chase. get some out yeah. here. Sometime. Do All right, you, that's good to hear. Do you, do you enjoy the podcast for Osborne? Oh yeah, good. Yeah, he does a good job. He's getting better at it too. Do you listen to John at all? I do actually. Yeah, yeah he does a good job. I think that if if if, if there could be a little improvement, it would yeah. probably be the sponsor reads. Yeah, uh, I I hear some of the stuff that like um, Marvin does for some advertising for uh-huh. KTM. Yeah. And Zach's a great, yeah. great kid. Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, they're they're professional dirt bike racers. They're like, not. Yeah, maybe do a couple takes on the yeah, sponsor yeah, yeah. Right, reads, right. but uh, but it's good. Uh, anything else, Chase? Uh, nope, that should do it. Okay, thanks for calling. But hey, you know what? I feel yep, really bad. Let, no, hold on, Chase. Let's give you something because I feel bad for not having it on the app. So this is going to come right out of Travis Marks's paycheck. Um, what do you what do you got a bike? Uh, right now, I do not. Okay, so you want um, you want a bike? Congratulations! Yeah, you, you were gonna give you a bike. <laughs> uh, how about how about some t-shirts? You want some t-shirts from Maxima? Sure. All right, stay on hold. We'll get your information. We'll send you a t-shirt from Maxima USA. All right. All right. Sounds good. Appreciate it. No problem. It. You're, you're welcome. Let's uh, let's get his address and shirt size, and it's coming out of your paycheck. Crap. Twenty five bucks. All right. <laughs> uh, by the way, uh, John, um, I don't know if you're aware of this, but we, yourself, WUSA, and Guts Racing, a couple of companies that have been with us for a long time now on the show. Uh, we decided to also give you guys a little extra love on the the wrap up show that Darkside does. Uh, w and Guts is prominently mentioned on that. So yep. if you would like, I could take you away from that show if you're embarrassed about being on that show. No, not at all. Okay, I, all right. I've got to know Darkside a little bit, yep. and um, I know a lot of people are kind of hating on him. No, One I, thing you can't deny about Darkside though is he's very passionate about it. Yeah. He wants to learn. He wants to get better, and um, he's we're, a nice guy. We're you know? getting the wrap-up show where we needed to be. Yeah. We're getting there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. WUSA and Guts, big part of that. Yeah, he's doing a good job. Uh, speaking of longtime partners, Fly Racing, flyracingusa.com. Please check them out on the web from the FR5 boots to the uh, Formula Helmet to the Evo gear. They've got you covered from head to toe. What's up, JT? How are you? Not too bad. What's happening over there? Uh, you know, Goodbye, Norma yeah. Jean. <laughs> are, you guys, uh, are you guys over your hangovers yet? Uh, well, Kiefer, yeah, Who's Kiefer's fine, but uh, uh, Pookie is is fine. It was really rough, but she's fine. <laughs> Our uh, drive home was awesome. Oh, dude. Uh, <laughs> seven Deuce Deuce wedding. We we will get to some more of that talk uh, for sure. But JT, you saw Elton John, huh? I did. Yeah, yeah. When uh, my buddy Dennis lives in Vegas, and uh, yeah, it was awesome. Took yep. care of me and got to see the show. And yeah, that guy's. He's incredible. Uh, I would have liked to see him. I think when he was younger, when he was yeah. more active. I mean, the, the yeah. guy's the guy's seventy years old. You know, 
Um, but still, vocally, he's yeah. I don't think he's lost a step. Pretty incredible. Yeah, I, I'm with you. We saw the show a couple years ago, and then I immediately went into a deep dive and bought a bunch of Elton John uh, songs on iTunes. I was just like, oh, I'm buying all these songs. So he's yep. pretty talented. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, there, there were a lot of songs that I didn't know. Uh, I wouldn't say a lot. Really? There were some songs I oh, didn't okay. know. Yep. I mean, I did, yeah, I mean, I'm going to say I knew 60 or 70%, but you've got a guy that's been performing for 50 years. So he's going to have some songs that I probably haven't heard. Um, but... I mean, what a, what a great show! People are super engaged the whole time. Yeah. Um, you know, there there were a lot of video effects on the screen because you know he's not up and moving around. Right, right. But um, yeah. but yeah, I mean, what a what an experience! And and who knows, you know, how long he's going to be around. So I, I felt fortunate to get to see him. Montreal Supercross this weekend: JT Brayton, Mookie, Dino, Phil, Cole Thompson. I think I think I think I got the list there. Who who uh, who are you looking forward to? Who's going to take it? Who's going to take it? I want to say Brayton, uh, but Mookie won last year, yes. Mookie won last year, yes, but the whoops were massive. Yeah. Right. Um, I think I'm going to go with Brayton just because of the level of preparation. I think he's going to be the most prepared guy. Mookie has been riding all that long. Um, and I think Brayton is in a really good place because he's so ready for Australia. So I'll take uh, I'll take JB. Because actually, when you look at it, um, uh, the last guy to have raced was Dino. Mookie's been off a long time. Brayton, of course, doesn't yep. do the motocross, right? So, yep. You know, um, the whoops. But you know, you yeah, know. But, uh, um, and I would just say there's been some vacation there. So, uh, yeah. I think I always was able to capitalize, not to insert myself into this, but I always knew that guys weren't really ready for this race at all. Um, it was just kind of a like, oh, yeah, yeah, let's go race. That sounds fun. I'll go make some money. But I, I always put a ton of effort in, and I think that's kind of where Brayton is. Not, not necessarily for this race. He's doing it more for races after this, but it still kind of works out on his timeline. And that just puts you in a really, really good position to take advantage of other people's lack of preparation. Um, yeah, I think that – the the tracks they're not going to be as gnarly as they were last year. Like obviously there was huge whoops and Mookie killed them in those whoops. Mm-hmm. But now there's buggies this year and all UTVs and buggies like the old the old days. Really? Have you ever, did you ever go to Montreal? Yep. Did you ever not go to Montreal? Montreal. Oh, okay. Vancouver. Um, and um, so that'll be an easier track, you know. So it'll mm-hmm. keep everybody a little closer. But there's three main events. Yeah, it, format. They could they could still big build big whoops if they wanted to, uh, but it definitely changes their capabilities of a track. Yeah. Um. There there are flat spots just because there have to be. And uh, if anything, it just makes the start that much more critical. So, Hurlings won Turkey. And he did. What the hell has gotten into Koldenhoff, like, right now? Like, he he's peaking at the wrong time, JT, for you, Team USA supporters. Well, I'll be honest with you. I'm looking for anything. I'm grasping for straws here. Uh, so, I'll say this. Usually, the team that we expect to win has not won as of late. Uh, I think the last time the team that won I expected to win would have been either either France or Italy, either Major or Erne. Or uh, I thought the French would win, and they did. So uh, I think the Dutch are going to win pretty easily. So maybe that trend will continue and something goes wrong for them and they don't win. So That's all I got. Um, Otherwise, they're going to dominate. Is, is Moose Dick going to be the MX2 guy? Who's Moose Most Dick? Dyke. Moose Dyke? Uh, 
I don't know. He okay. rode so much better than I ever would have expected him to in Turkey. Yes. So yes, he was good. I really thought I really thought Blondin was quite a bit better than him, especially on hard pack. But that did not seem to be the case uh, last weekend. So I'm I'm much more up in the air than I was going in to uh, going into that race. Well, Vlandrin's pissed off because he's not getting renewed, right? Well, maybe that's why he's just kind of like, fuck it. I think he's too old, so I don't think they're going to put him on MX1. Um, It's it's such a difficult deal over there, man. You know, these guys age out, and then you look at the MXGP class, and it's so deep and so stacked. And without any sort of financial consideration, which is where Brian Bogers is at, you know, he's, he's bringing money to the table. I don't know that Vlanderen really is deserving of the second HRC spot when you really look at who's out there. So I understand why he'd be frustrated, but at the same time, and that's a really coveted spot, and he's not winning MX2, you know, so what do you want him to do? Steve and I were talking about this before the show as well. Why... And I, and I explained to him, Koldenhoff did this last year, too. Like, Koldenhoff got good at, at the latter part of the year last year. Before, Not I, like this, though. No, no. But he was getting better, closer to top threes. Yeah. He was getting better. And yeah. now he's – and I understand the championship's wrapped up. A couple guys are hurt. But he's riding really good. Um, he is. Is it just because he's getting healthier? Or do you think he's found something else? Well, I, I do think he found something at the end of last year. And I think uh, – it just kind of culminated at, at Motocross Nations for whatever reason, and it didn't matter. The U.S. wasn't going to win regardless of how Coldenhoff rode. Uh, and then, obviously, he didn't race again until, you know, his big injury. So I, I think he's just really kind of refound his form, you know, and he had a big injury, and it, he was off a long time. And it's really been a rebuilding process throughout the season where he didn't get any preparation time before the season. He had to race his way back in. And now I just think you're seeing him back to where he was last October. And uh, it's really bad timing for the USA. But, man, he's uh, he's riding better than I ever thought. I, I was kind of on the side of he was a weak link for the Netherlands last year. And uh, he made me look really stupid. And he's doing the same thing right now. He's on a standing construct, KTM, right? He is, yes. Does, Which, how different? Uh, I, I, think mean... it's fairly, I think it's fairly comparable to okay. the Rocky Mountain KTM. Okay, so they do um, like they do get good parts, just like they do here. Yeah, yeah. I, I would assume, and I'm guessing a little bit here. I know some, and I'm guessing some. But I would bet you it's a situation where maybe they don't have every single part. Uh, maybe they don't get it as early as you know Jeffrey or Tony would get access to it to try a new part. Uh, but in the end, if if it's in the budget and it's available, they're going to end up probably getting it, especially with the way Glenn's riding. It seems that seems to always open up possibilities as far as what's available. Is Fevre going to Cowie? Yes, that's a done deal. Yeah, right. he'll be uh, KRT Cowie Monster Energy Cowie next. I year. just he'll... watched the highlights of Turkey. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. again, nice track, dude. Ruts were gnarly. It's not great. <laughs> it's not great. Twenty-eight guys on the gate, twenty-two finish. Some piece of shit track in Turkey. You know, a lot great, of guys great, talk great, shit. About... Great work, everybody. But at least it's different. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I, I think it's cool to have these cultural differences and go to these tracks. Yes, yes I, I don't disagree that there are better places that have better tracks, but you can't have every race in Belgium and the Netherlands right. and France. Like there, there needs to be some sort of variation. Next week, China's um, going to be a piece of trash too. JT's going. Yeah, and it's 
I am. You're I going leave. to China? Uh, he's going to China, dude. I leave Wednesday. Dude, yeah. he's all in. Jesus, I dude. think he's moving there. Are you going to like do this thing next year? Is this what you're doing? I think is this he's what you're moving. trying to no, get? Yeah, he's no. going to move there. Nope. Uh, but I think it's, it's supposed to be sandy this weekend, so that'll be interesting. Uh, I would not have guessed that going into it, and I don't – I'm just hearing rumors, but uh, they're from good sources that the track's going to be sand-based, which will be interesting. Can we uh, – uh, can we rescue Malin? Can we? Can we? Can we rescue Malin again? I'm I'm trying. doing my best. I'm okay. doing more than right. anybody else is. Can I we? Know, uh, no. Can we talk some of you about your personal things here? About doing these things? Is that is that free uh, to talk I mean, about? How personal are we going to get? Well, I just want to know: Are they asking you to come back? Or are you just saying, "Hey, I'm coming"? Or how does that work? Um. So, you know, really, it was uh, two things. One. Um, I think that they, and, and some of this I'm assuming, <clears throat> we, I haven't actually addressed this or asked it, but I, I just put two and two together. Uh, I think there is definitely a desire from the powers that be for MXGP to get more American interest in the series, mm-hmm. uh, both on a sponsor level and an and audience and uh, getting their CBS Sports numbers up. I mean, I, I'm ready for them. Tell them I'm ready. I'm ready. They can promote it on the show. Yeah, they're, I know they're very happy with your uh, your coverage. Immaculate praise <laughs> over the years. I mean, you've been you've been their biggest supporter. Thank you. I appreciate it. I'm so there. I for know that. I know they're ready to fly you over. I just call it like I uh, see it, bro. <laughs> but no, I I think it's it's that they want you know for them to get Americans involved more is a win for them. Uh, and then also it's an it's a huge opportunity for me to get on. CBS Sports and MXGP TV and, and yeah. spread what we're trying to do with fly racing. Absolutely. So, uh, it, it's a win for everybody. I think the only person that loses is my sleep, my sleep habits. And uh, I think it's definitely taken a few years off my life flying all over the place and time zones and everything else. But, uh, I mean, you talk about an opportunity, you you know, you just can't buy chances like that to get on in front of that kind of stage and talk. You know, they're so cool with, whatever I want to talk about with the brand and, and if, you know, however times we want to mention it and things we're working on. And I've had to be tight lipped a little bit because we haven't finalized some things, but, uh, when that time comes, there are definitely some things that will get a lot of publicity that are super exciting. Are you trying to, I'm sorry. Are you trying to lock down a rider for next year? Like a big name guy for over there? Um, I would love to, because you kind of, you guys lost a little bit of presence that you had over there over the years. Right. Yeah, I would say that is a definite priority. Right. Um, I'm hoping I'm hoping that's done sooner than later, so that I can um, right. you know start to to talk about that. But okay. yeah, there, that's something we definitely want to make happen. Um, can I talk to you about your your performance? Uh, you can just be just be gentle. Remember, I'm I'm an amateur at this. So. <laughs> no, no, I think you do a great job. Like I let's listen to two of them that you did, and you did good. Just I, you're very soft spoken. And unlike here, where you're, I can hear you very well. Like when I, when when Paul talks, I can hear him clearly. He's he's loud and clear. But then when you talk, I feel like you're two or three decibels down. And okay. and I also feel like when there's shit happening, you don't get as pumped up as Paul. Because it doesn't involve yeah, a fly rod. You, know you know the biggest and the most challenging thing for me is I I want to stay out of his way because. For one, I know he's used to doing it by himself. Right. right. So anything that happens, he's going to immediately jump in just out of habit. He's done, you know, hundreds of races by himself. He's gone stir crazy. So he's always, well, he's always dependent on himself right. to carry the action. So the last thing I want to do is step in where he's trying to step in. So we're starting to find a little bit of cadence 
where I know when he's ready for me to talk and not. Before, I was always waiting for him to throw it to me. Now, I think we're, we're starting to understand where we want to jump in and not. And then so I can jump in without him trying to talk over me or vice versa. Um, and that's just something that takes time. And, you know, going into these races, he was kind of like, do you want to just do the ones that are on TV or how do you want to do it? And I'm like, honestly, no, I want to do every single one because I think we're going to get better and better at right, this. Right. So all those races I was doing EMX and all the, you know, uh, last year I did the women's class and I did everything that was shown on MXGP TV because I want to get better and I want to find a rhythm with him. So then w- when we do hit the big stage and these races are on television in America, we have that rapport and, you know, we sound like we know what we're doing. He obviously knows what he's doing, but at least I don't oh. sound like a fish out of water. So tell him I'm ready. Anyway. Tell him I'm ready too. bring it well, on, bring it on in. I, I've told him, I don't know. I don't know what you're ready for, but they know you're ready for something. <laughs> John, how's JT's performance in the booth? The races you've I think he's good. Yep. I, I was going to say, in, in listening with Paul, I've never met him, <clears throat> but if you're not all in paying attention mm-hmm. and something happens, when that guy yells, <laughs> it scares the crap out of you. Yeah, yeah. So you yeah. have to be, right. it's almost like it's awesome. it works to their advantage because, I mean, it scares the shit out of you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> kind of, but, but one thing I will say about JT, I, I, I've actually known him quite a long time, and uh, maybe it doesn't have anything to do with uh, announcing. I think it's great that he's stretch, you know, right. going into other areas. But uh, as a representative for Fly, and this isn't a paid uh, yeah, it's all, uh, it's thing. He's when I one thing about a former rider that's moved into a position like he's in now, like he's a pretty sharp guy with his product. And I've told him this before right. when yeah. it comes to, to their stuff. So I, I think by him reaching into you know doing the announcing thing. He's just kind of spreading himself out and he, he, doing a great job for Here's why fly. you know, JT, he just grinded his whole pro career. That's all he knows is how to grind. Yeah. And then so he just grinds now as, as, as a guy working at fly. Yeah. Well. And see, that's a great analogy for you people listening. Use that shit just like you do in your dirt bikes. See, people go, oh, dirt bikes don't teach anything. Bullshit. It does teach you stuff. Look what yeah. JT's doing. Yeah, right? so don't yeah. help somebody when they fall over. Oh my God! Yeah, exactly. That, we're going to talk. I'm going to write that down. We're going to talk about that later. We're going to talk about that. Yep. Okay. All right. No problem. Well, uh, no, and, and just to speak to that, I appreciate the kind words, John, for sure. Um, you know, the biggest thing is I went into all of this. I didn't know anything. You know, whether it was stuff for fly or how Western Power Sports operated or how to sell something or anything. You know, I knew how to race a dirt bike decently, somewhat. You know, at times, um, but that's it. So yeah, I'd, if it wasn't just willingness to learn and sit in every meeting, you know, you know, going in, knowing you're the dumbest guy in there at the moment, you know, but being just determined to change that. Um, yeah, I, I think, uh, to what, you know, Chris, what you said, racing does teach you life lessons like that. Yep. If, it's uh, not always going to be easy. So if you race the world vets in November, I will race JT. So that's that's. I'm the, not racing world vets. Are you high? The WUSA well, world vet well, races. Okay, well then fly, I'm out. I'm out then. Actually, Fly Racing is a big supporter of the oh. race. So oh, there right. we go. Okay, and, so and, and they have a, a, a group of guys there. that come out and they bring a truck out from Absolutely. Boise and whatnot. Yeah, so, okay, and they're so they're J- there will, every year. They've been great. JT so will Steve, be in there. Yeah. In I love part I love of you part of the event. I just don't want to race it. Yeah. So that'd be great for you. Well, yeah. I don't want to harp on you too much, but Steve's racing. We're going to talk about that. 
He's going to come out. He's going to race a little bit. He's bringing arm army. He's going to line up arm army. He's worried army. about like going over his head. I said, it's not going to happen. You're, everyone that you're racing is older. They all got a job to go to. That's no one's right. going to go ape shit. That's right. He's racing. Everyone just, he's racing. <laughs> what class is he racing? A novice. Can I race that class? I'll race it. If I can race that class, I'll race <laughs> You can't race that class. No. Steve, okay. 40 novice. He's good. I, that, that might, you know, we do have a referee for that race. I, Novice? Yeah, well, yeah. I've I've watched him ride. I've I've judged it. He's got four minutes 40, of the title. I, I understand that, but he hasn't raced in a long time. I, he only jumps certain things. I feel like Glenn Helen. He might not jump one or two things. So novice class is where yeah, he'd be. Yeah, but Jody makes the track pretty tame, even though it gets rough. But they're typically five. People might think like, oh, it's only a five lap moto. Listen, but I most people after I, five laps the are last done. Last time I raced, I rode plus thirty novice, and I dominated one moto. Okay, how many years ago was that? Can I move myself up? Okay, so ride B. And then I, get, I, then I got worked. When I Steve, moved myself up, I got worked. How old are you, Steve? 43. There's a 45. 44. Class, so. Sorry, for, 44. I'm 44. Okay. 40 novice. Yep. He's fine, people. He's not going to get wax people. It'll be good. It'll be a good race. Um, He's in contention for the win. He's in contention. But right, JT, uh, before we go, Paul wants your theory. Paul, what's up? You got a theory you want to run, run by, JT? Marks, make a pull. Well, I just... The thing that I've kind of noticed, thing that I've kind of seen, my opinion, is that Giuseppe is trying to kind of emulate MotoGP. I, I yes. follow MotoGP quite closely. Yeah, no, he it, is. 100%. It seems like he's trying yes. to copy it. Yes. So it would make sense that he would want to go to Aspen because Aspen is one of the oldest circuits, if not the oldest, still on the MotoGP calendar. I, it, it all makes perfect sense to me. I don't. I mean, I know you've been going on and on about how it's a man-made track and blah, 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 but it, well, it Paul, makes perfect sense to me. In no, that, it in doesn't. It doesn't make any sense. That's, that's, that's like saying, you know what? Uh, uh, Outback Steakhouse is, is, a, is a restaurant that I really love, and it's been around a long time. I want to go there. I want to I open up a restaurant just like Outback, and then I open up a fucking restaurant beside a garbage bin. Like, it doesn't matter. It, who cares? You're going, to, you're going to a road race track for a motocross track. That doesn't make any sense. So which well, he's also trying to draw more motorcycle. I'm sorry, JT. Go ahead. You're trying to draw more motorcycle people in. I've been to 12 destinations in a row. There's no problem with attendance. No matter where you put the race, there's no problem. 30,000 people show up in the god-awful hills of Latvia. Well, maybe Latvia wasn't 30,000, but it was big. Have you been to Aston yet? No. So maybe, maybe... You'll wait until you go there to rain down hellfire upon it? I saw it on TV. I've watched it on TV. Right. I've seen a lot of things on TV, too. I've seen Mount Kilimanjaro, but I bet it's different. Okay. All right. Yeah. Great, great, great analogy. Anyways, Paul. Okay. Paul, I just, I I don't, I don't. It's the greatest race of the year, according to these people and according to so many people. So make it a real motocross track. Don't dump a bunch of sand on a road race track and call it a day. You know, it just doesn't. Doesn't do it for me. All right. Is this why you hate right, Daytona so much, too? Thanks, Paul. What's that, JT? Is this why you hate Daytona so much, too? Well, they, they fucked Daytona up for sure over the Daytona's years. nostalgic, though. <laughs> why do you hate the, it? The track now sucks. Oh, yeah, Daytona. no. Compared it's, to old school, yeah. Right, right, yeah. right. Um, all right, buddy. Anything Isn't else? Athens the Cathedral? But, hey, you, the Cathedral, I think. Oh boy! But you do a good job. I'm not. I'm just saying those two things that I noticed. I feel like you bring insight. I like the humor. I like that. It's interesting. Um, um, yeah, un- unlike I some other people that have been on there that have been so good. 
I, I appreciate it. I, I'm a pretty harsh critic of myself, and I the second one, uh, Sweden was better. Um, but yeah, I to me, I really want to be loose like I am on you know all of Steve's platforms. I just want it to be fun, and I want to feel free to say whatever. I just haven't gotten there yet. Um, That's so I just easy need to loosen up. And yeah, it's yeah. easy. It's like being with a chick the first time. You're you're tight. You're loose. You're not loosened up. Oh, right. <laughs> now I just need to have fun with it. I feel like if I just allow myself to, you know, be myself, then I'll be much better. Would, I just it, need to be not be. Would, it, would, it, would it kill you to throw in a Pulp MX reference? Like, would it would it kill you? They would, well, I don't know if I would kill me. Somebody might kill me. It might it might kill JT's announcing career over in in uh-huh. Europe if he does that. But, uh, <laughs> That's bullshit. I will just tell you this, Steve. Your criticism of the series has not gone unnoticed. I'll just I'll leave it there. I call it like it is. Where does it come from? Where does that heat come from? I mean, I I say good things about the series. I do. Wash base? Where do you think I yell about the wash base? Who's got wash base? Those guys do. I didn't. I'm not complaining. I'm just telling you that word has gotten across the Atlantic. Well, fuck them if they can't take criticism. I mean, seriously. I mean, come on. I say more things about the MX Nationals. I never hear one thing from Davey. Well, actually, no, that's not true. But actually, that's I, not true. I, I hear, I hear very little from Davey. Feld guys are pissed sometimes at you. Feld guys are pissed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I mean, I don't. I, what do we live in this fucking well I chocolate river uh, candy cane world? Yeah, candy pink lemonade, right? Like, I think a perfect example is that you know fair criticism is okay, and I, I would be. I'm the same way. Like if. Somebody said, yeah, you're not very good at announcing. But, yeah, I, I get it. I've, I've only done it twice, and I'm hoping to get better and whatever. But I think where it comes in is, like, for instance, your assessment of this motocross of nations, you've never been there. So how can you just damn it before we've even gone? Like, that, I think that, to me, is where they come down on it a little bit. And like, can you at least attend the event and let the event happen before you say it sucks? No. Okay. That does make sense, though. <laughs> uh, but I've watched this race on TV. I've seen photos. I've talked to people who have raced it. You know what I mean? Like, I, I get it. But it it's on – it's a flat sand track in a road race circuit. Like, what are we doing? Like, w- how is this going to be, you know – a great motocross track to me should have some hills. It should be, you know, up and down hills. It should have a lot of things that – you know, atmosphere, people should be able to go close to the track. People should be able to do all of that. And and this just doesn't have it for me. We'll see. You know what? If I'm yeah, wrong, yeah, I, I'm if saying, I'm wrong, I'm not saying it's going to be the greatest. If I'm wrong, I will write that and I will say that. Okay. You know, I, I'm not saying it's going to be right. the greatest. I would much rather be at St. John D'Angeli or Erne or Majora or any. I would much rather be at any of those places. Right. And I've stood right alongside you and we both know how great they are. I'm not saying it's going to be better than those. I'm not. Right. I'm just trying to keep an open mind because we're going to go, and it's going to write its own story. So we'll see. You know me. I've always had an open mind about everything. <laughs> Very open-minded. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. <laughs> uh, all right. Thanks, buddy. Thanks for coming on. Um, anything else we want to touch on? Did I miss anything? Uh, not really. Can I get I'm my uh, axe? Can we get our axes? What? Yeah, where's my axe? Where's our axes? You, still have, you don't have it? No. I will, uh, look. Okay, let me check in. I have honestly, this is the first I've heard of it since the launch. So let me uh, let me ask some questions tomorrow. All right. I will. We will get them to you. I want my um, axe. I didn't. I didn't know they weren't set yet. This way, I, I can. If, out, when Mark's door, fuck, when Mark's fucks up, I can like throw it at his head. We could throw shit, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So, fly racing, flyracing.com. Please check them out on the web. Uh, great sponsors of this show. Great sponsors of the World Vet Nationals coming up from the folks at WUSA as well. So, uh, all right, buddy. Thanks, Pray JT. For me. 
What? Pray for me in China, please. Yeah. Pray for me in China. Did you get up front? Uh, I'm working on it. Oh, I boy. We'll say, hope, well, good thing you saw Elton John. That could have been a bucket list type thing. You may not be coming back. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. All right, JT. Thanks, man. All right. Appreciate See it. You guys. See you. That's Take Jason Thomas from Fly Racing. Before we go to commercial break, Jake, what's up, man? Hey, uh, I just have a question about the Supercross schedule. I was, uh, lame. I was checking out some tickets. <laughs> Why is it lame? What's wrong? Because you're some... going to Anaheim, then you're going to St. Louis? Come on, dude. Exactly. Yeah. That, yeah. that was my question. Are they, like... So they're going to go one West Coast round and then switch to no, East? No, West. The- Super St. Louis is a West. Has it always been that way? I thought no, it was no, no. What happened is these precious teams and their precious fucking riders and their precious this, they don't want that to be an East Coast race, I heard, because they don't. They want to make sure their riders are ready for that. So, they don't, so if they have an injury, they have time to recover and all of that. So say uh-huh. if, say if you're, you get hurt mid-December – and you're a West rider, then you can immediately go to East, right, if you recover in time. But if you get hurt mid-December and you miss the first East Coast round, you know, then you're kind of screwed. So the, right. te- the, team, yeah. the teams don't want it to be an East round, which uh, is bullshit. I, get, I agree with that. Yeah, bullshit. Uh, I like that. Okay. How, about thinking uh, about the, how about thinking about the guys that make it, make it easy on them? How about the West Coast privateers having to drive no, their asses yeah, out to That's a scheduling Lewis? conflict. That's not an East-West thing. That's a well, scheduling sure from Feld. Well, sure. I'm saying they should never even do that, well, okay, period. Okay, of course not. Everything they do with the schedule, uh, not everything, 50% of what they do to that schedule has to do with costs. So just figure that out, right? Somehow costs came into it. Hmm. There could be a monster jam, and they rented the stadium for a month. They could have got the stadium super cheap in January. There's there's so many reasons that they do that because it doesn't make yep. sense any way but cost when you when you break it down. Yeah, that was, that was my question is about going from Anaheim to St. Louis. That's super weird i thought it, so it is i was yeah it east is. or west this year but all right that makes sense cool man thanks for thanks for calling thank you yeah thank you garrett what's up man how are you good how are you guys good what's going on hey so i know everybody's kind of pissed about the last round being in utah next year um i myself i'm just stoked that we have it back but uh the biggest thing i was excited for when i heard about it was that hopefully we get a pulp live show here so I was just wondering if maybe you guys had mm. talked about that yet. I contacted one venue in uh, SLC and got shot down. If you know of any, email me using the contact link on pulpamex.com. Send me some links that would work for, for live shows. But I did try to contact one place, and, yeah, they said they couldn't do it. Sweet. Yeah, I'll start looking around for you. Right. Yeah, sounds good. We want to do it. I like to do it. So those yeah, are really Salt Lake's cool. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Garrett. Thank you. Thanks, man. All right, everybody, we're on a commercial break. Adam Ettingknapp, the newly married Adam Ettingknapp will be One on the show. vagina for the rest of your life. Home life. Home life strong. Home life strong. Hashtag good? home life strong. Uh, before we go, though, I want to talk to the folks, talk to the folks about MotoCo. TheMotoCo.com. These are the folks behind Moto the Movie. Uh, the, they're now out. They're now doing their own thing. Eight riders, eight unique stories. The trailer is out now. Instagram at MotoCo. The link is on there. The release date is November 12th. Uh, the trailer is out now. Like I said, I saw the Osborne one. It's fantastic. It's an invitation to immerse the viewer into the lives of eight of the world's top riders, each their own individual. From stories of self-expression, success, heartbreak, and life-threatening injury, each rider has a story to tell. At themotoco.com uh, is the website. At the Motoco on Instagram. Uh, Osborne, Wilson, Webb, Golden, Parsons, Todd Waters. Uh, so thanks to those guys for coming on board. Check it out. Appreciate them coming on, on the show. And Chris Kiefer brought to you by RoostMX.net. Uh, official graphics supplier of Pulp MX, and they will make the graphics for the straight rhythm if we can work this deal out. 
Use the code Pulp Nation. Saves you money at roostmx.net. And, uh, yeah, they can make you a bunch of custom stuff, graphics, wraps, uh, shirts, uh, their official Cobra merch as well. They still got Pulp merch? Yeah, they got a lot of Pulp merch. If you go there, you can get stuff, uh, whatever you need. At Pulp, uh, Pulp Nation link on RoostMX.net. All right, going to commercial break. Come back with Adam Anthony Knapp, John Anderson, Chris Kiefer in studio. See you when we get back. All of us have one thing in common. When it comes to leaning that bike into a corner, floating a dirt bike through the air, or blasting a sand berm in a UTV. And that is passion. At BTO Sports, our foundation is built around family, which allows us to offer unparalleled customer service. Knowing we share a common interest, we look forward to the weekend as much as you. So we offer three-day express on orders over $85. BTOsports.com is proud to be a premier source for motorsports parts and apparel for well over a decade. Due to our reputation for excellent customer service and great prices, from motocross to mountain bikes, sports bikes to UTVs, BTOsports.com has what you need because our passion reflects yours yeah that's right people that's van halen i want to tell you about my two favorite things in life van halen and fly racing flyracing.com they make much more than just moto gear mountain bike gear snowmobile gear hard parts they've got it flyracing.com the f2 carbon helmet it's as close to a factory bike as a helmet can get. It's out of the box and onto the racetrack ready helmet for guys like Millsaps, Baggett, Canard, and Pike. Carbon fiber, Kevlar, Coolmax, Mips. Fly Racing's F2 Carbon has 10 different graphic styles, 22 colorways. Go to your local dealer, get them from flyracing.com. Please check them out. A whole line of hard parts as well. Flyracing.com. Maxima Racing Oils was created for world-class racers who challenge the limits of possibility. Their demands on equipment drive us to look beyond conventional ideas and to exceed industry standards. It's in our DNA to identify problems, formulate solutions, and execute at the highest levels of competition. Case in point, the championship-winning Factory Kawasaki Race Team, longtime Maxima partners who extensively use Maxima throughout the bike. Maxima's USA-made products exceed JSO requirements and can be used in all motorcycle brands. Kawasaki, Honda, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and more. Maxima Racing Oils. Experience the difference. Visit MaximaUSA.com for more information. The Rockstar Energy Husqvarna team relies on one company for all of its seat needs, and that's Guts Racing. We thank the folks at Guts Racing for coming on the show for a number of years now. Pulp MX 2018 is the code to save. Complete seats available for KTM and Huskies. Other brands will be added later. The Phantom Lightweight Seat Foam is the choice of seat foam for many teams in the pits. Kenny Roxon won a 450 National Championship using Guts products a couple years ago. And again, they've been with us for a number of years. Please check them out. Official supplier of the Rockstar Husky Husqvarna team for graphics. Live in 100 as well. And seats. Anything and everything to do with seats. Please check them out. GutsRacing.com. Pulpamex 2018 is the code to save. Thanks for listening to the Pulpamex show, everybody. Please, if you're listening to these commercials, I appreciate it. Yeah, that's right. Because without these commercials and without these sponsors, we wouldn't have a janky radio show for you to listen to. But for now, I want to talk about Roost MX, the official graphics company for both Cobra Moto and the Cycle Trader Rock River Yamaha team. For over 20 years, they've been delivering professional-level graphics for every rider from an amateur to a pro. 
including Alex Rayback from the day. Choose from our selection of graphics uh, online or make yours one of a kind. Roos also offers a wide range of custom products from T-shirts, sticker kits, helmet kits, trailer graphics, and more. 48-hour turnaround. Be sure to check out the new Pulp Nation section on the website. Get your Pulp Mech swag, customize your bike, get custom stickers, uh, get custom helmet stickers, whatever it is, uh, including Pulp Mech stuff. Follow them on Instagram, at RoostMX, for monthly sales. Get your equipment looking fresh, visiting RoostMX.net, and use the discount code PulpNation to save 20%. Thanks, RoostMX.net. FMF Racing is proud to celebrate 45 years of fun, building every FMF exhaust right here in the USA. Owner and founder Don Emler may have started FMF Racing in his garage 45 years ago, but Don is still hands-on in our 100,000-square-foot, state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in Southern California. FMF's goal? Design and manufacture the world's best performance exhausts, 100% in the USA, under one roof. FMF is a proud sponsor of the Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championship for over 25 years. So Randy Richardson, good guy, means well, great interview, but oh my gosh, his voice is f***ing annoying. In that case, boss, you may want to fast forward while I tell the rest of the Pulp MX show listeners about Michelin's extensive motorcycle tire product offer. The Pulp MX nation certainly knows about the Michelin Starcross 5 tire range and its outstanding durability and excellent performance, but I'd like to share some information on Michelin's wide range of industry-leading motorcycle tires. New for 2019, the Michelin Anarchy Adventure tire, which features two-compound technology, enables adventure touring riders to have confidence on any adventure with a new level of on-road stability and uncompromising traction off-road. The Michelin Road 5 tire is designed specifically for sport touring riders and provides the maximum confidence in wet and dry conditions mile after mile. As the exclusive MotoGP class tire, Michelin definitely understands the performance expectations of today's sport bike riders, and the Michelin Power RS tire enables those riders to unleash their full potential. If you're a Harley-Davidson owner, the co-developed and co-branded Michelin Scorcher Tire Range, which is original equipment on over a half million models manufactured over the past decade, is the right cruiser tire for you. For the latest on all Michelin motorcycle tire products, visit motorcycle.michelinman.com for more information and make sure to follow at Michelin Motorcycle on Instagram and at michelinmotorcycle.us on Facebook. This commercial is not 2019 Pulpy Award material. Attention riders, welcome to Atlas Air Flight 604 with non-stop service to a better neck brace. Please follow along as we outline the safety features of this revolutionary device. Located on the underside of the frame is a convenient, easy open system. To fasten, simply insert the release bar into the left frame. To release, push the release button and pull the frame apart. We suggest that you keep your neck brace fastened throughout the duration of the moto, as you may experience an unexpected huckabuck from time to time. To ensure a safe ride, please keep your neck underextended at all times. In the likely event of an over-the-bars emergency, your brace will double as a suspension system. Although the Atlas brace will not be noticeable, it will be there when you need it. If you are riding with a child or someone who requires assistance, secure your brace first and then assist the other person with a prodigy, tyke, or roll. We ask that you keep your brace on until your moto is finished. Maximum surface area is located on your chest around the sternum, back around the spine, and up over your shoulders with extra padding over your collarbone. 
Should you need more, please request a Defender Roost Guard or Guardian Body Armor. We remind you that this is a non-rigid neck brace. Tampering with, disabling, or destroying the product is prohibited by the limited lifetime warranty. You will find this and all other safety information in the user manual located online at atlasbrace.com. At this time, we ask that you remain standing with throttles in the wide open position, elbows up, and two fingers on the clutch. On behalf of the captain and entire crew, thank you for flying Atlas Air. Enjoy the ride. WUSA is the number one source for quality wheel sets and wheel building services. They are the exclusive importer for Talon and Kite Hubs along with DID and Excel rims. Their wheels and wheel building services are trusted by the finest teams in the country. Teams like Factory KTM, JGR Suzuki, Rocky Mountain MCKTM, Rockstar Husky Star Racing Monster Energy Babbitts, they all trust of ya. No job is too big or too small. WUSA, everybody, we thank those guys for coming on board with us. Whatever you need for your wheels, hubs, wheel building services, they've got it. Mention Pulp MX when you call down there, and they'll give you a discount. They ship nationwide. Follow them on Facebook and Instagram at WUSA.com. WUSA, they're all things wheels. Do it. WUSA. Do it. For 2019, Works Connection celebrates 30 years of delivering championship-winning products to motocross legends and champions like Lamson, McGrath, Wyndham, LaRocco, Carmichael, Dungey, Roxon, Plessinger, and more. Current race teams, JGR Suzuki, Star Racing Yamaha, Moto Concepts Honda, Team BWR, Rockwell Racing Yamaha, HEP Racing Suzuki, AJE Motorsports, and KTM Canada have also come to rely on Works Connection's commitment to innovation and quality. So if you're looking for factory-level parts, like radiator braces and skid plates to protect, rip a whole shot with a Pro Launch, or upgrade to the elite line of axle blocks, clutch perch, or bearing-equipped throttle tubes, just visit WorksConnection.com. Over 65 years ago, Vertex Pistons was born out of a small technical workshop in northern Italy's famous Motor Valley. Expanding and maturing among the racing legends of Ferrari, Lamborghini, MV Augusta and Ducati, today Vertex Pistons are the pistons of choice for motorcycle riders and teams throughout the world. Because of their renowned reputation for exceptional quality, Vertex Pistons is a factory piston supplier to KTM, Husqvarna, Beta, Gas Gas, and TM. From the Motocross, Supercross, MXGP, GNCC, National, and World Enduro Series, you can find Vertex Pistons winning championships. 
Vertex Pistons strives to provide you with world-class factory technology at a very competitive price. No matter which brand of bike you ride, when it's time to rebuild your top end, Vertex Pistons will have your engine performing better than new. To see our full range of two-stroke and four-stroke pistons in replica, high compression, or GP-style configurations, visit us at vertexpistons.com or stop into your local dealer and ask for a Vertex Piston Kit today. Presented by BTOsports.com. Fly Racing. Chris Kiefer. Great radio, Vanilla Song. John Anderson from WUSA.com. So, John, people can call W. Yep. Mention me yep. or Pulpamex yep. or Kiefer or yep. Rocky the Basset Hound or Marks. Marks. Pookie. P- Pookie. Yep. And they'll get a deal. They will get a deal. Fantastic. And, and quite a few people take advantage of that. And Good to hear. We love to hear from them. Yeah, absolutely. I love yeah. it. Most of yeah. the guys we work with uh, have been seeing great return from uh, you listeners, and so we really appreciate that. We recognize you have a lot of podcast choices out there, everybody, and we really appreciate you, that you ch- choose us. So it's catching on. That podcast thing's catching on. Yeah, something like that. Uh, EVS Sports. Over the last quarter of a century, EVS Sports has become the leader in innovation and technology when it comes to creating protective gear for today's riders. Riders like Sexton, Savachi, and Pastrana. Pastrana's riding an RM500 with electric start. Did you see that, Anderson? (laughs) God dang it. On his Instagram? No. They have an electric start on an RMZ, and it looks like it weighs, the electric start looks like it weighs 15 pounds. (laughs) Anyways. So Travis Pastrana Dun. uses EVS Sports uh, when he, whenever he rides, races, or whatever he decides to do. Head over to EVSSports.com to gear up like the pros. And use the promo code PULP19 to save at EVSSports.com. We are protection. Thanks to the folks at EVS for coming on the show. Vortex Racing. Email Jake at Vortex Racing. Uh, sprockets and bars. Sprockets used by Monster Energy Yamaha. Uh, bars used by a ton of racers out there, including the Babbitts team when they raced the arena cross. They used Vortex and swept the uh, podium week after week using Vortex Racing. Whether it's a 7 8 bar, whether it's an oversized bar, Vortex Racing will have you covered. And whatever size sprocket you need for your motorcycle, they can dial you in. The folks at Vortex Racing have been a big part of the show for a long time. They're up there in, uh, in um, uh, Salt Lake. And, uh, yeah, so please check out Vortex Racing. Email Jake at VortexRacing.com. Mention Pulpamex. And uh, they'll dial you in. So we really appreciate those guys for coming on board. And uh, our next rider is brought to you by VortexRacing.com. He's the newly married Seven Deuce Deuce 
What up, bro? How are you? What up, boys? Adam Entignap in the on the show. I love it. Dude, I miss you guys, dude. Hey, Mister. that was a fun wedding. That was fun. There was a good time. It was low key, but yet not low key. You know, <laughs> like it was small. Totally. Like how many people? How many people were invited? Uh, like one. We had 125 people because that was the max the venue could hold. Okay, yeah. So it was small enough to be like cool, but right. yet big enough to have a good time. You were rapping. You were on point with your rapping. I was impressed with that. <laughs> It was a good Dude, time. We had such a good time. That was. Can I? Out. Can I have a small complaint though? Can I? Ha- can I make a small complaint? It's their wedding. You're going to complain. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Food was good. Oh boy. But you can't have a taco bar without all the fixings. And Dignap, I wanted more fixings. There was no. What are you talking about then? Ah, uh, can I get some sour cream or cheese That's or lettuce? That's not real authentic Mexican. Or lettuce for my taco? Can I get any of that? Authentic Mexican doesn't have that. What are you talking well, about? Authentic Mexican food Dude, does not they, have cheese. They were like, yeah. I mean, I agree. I, but, like, at the same time, though, I do love sour cream and cheese and lettuce. So I okay. get where she's so, coming from. Listen, too. small complaint. That's all. Good good food. Okay. You know, interest. Yeah, no, no, no. Net, I won't be able to do it again. But uh, <laughs> the next party I have, I'll definitely have sour cream, cheese, and lettuce for sure. I for mean, sure. That, that's all. Sure. And, 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 and A-Ray was the same way. A-Ray was requesting the same kind of thing. thing so. Adam didn't want to tempt oh, himself. You. Yeah, maybe, right? Because he's in training for next for, year, for, and he can't have sour cream training and for, cheese. Yeah, yeah no, point. no, that's bullshit. I ate, a, I ate, like, two donut holes, and I had a cookie, too. <laughs> Their snack? And I, had a, uh, and I had a bite of That was and phenomenal. And I had a bite of cake at my wedding. The snack area. Uh, the snack area after the, uh, res- after the Before ceremony? Before and after. Oh. oh, that was good. Those sweets were... were... There's donut holes, chocolate sprinkled donut Dude, holes. And you know what's gnarly? The only thing... That wasn't homemade with the donut holes. So my sister made all the cookies, the what? cake, and everything. Dude, no bra- way. Yes. Ty, Ty yeah. made the – what did Ty make? Ty made something too. Yeah, no, bro. Ty made some, and I made like the oh, cake stand, and did, I made all on. the boxes did for Ty, all the tables. Did Ty really shit. make something? Because I called bullshit to him. He got really mad at me, and I'm like, bullshit. No, he made the cookies or something. What? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, no, he did. I, t- Ty, Ty I, t- can cook. I take back all those things I said to Tyler then because I was like, bullshit. You never did anything. Cooking the yeah, no, for real. Oh, oh. Pookie lost Fucking her phone. Crazy. Shocker. Shocker. <laughs> you lost your phone at the, at the oh. wedding, too. <laughs> Pookie lost her phone. Pookie. Don't talk about me at the wedding, okay? Hey, did you see how hammered Pookie was? How hammered was she, Entignap? Like, dude, dude, Pookie, I feel like Pookie was just lit enough. To spread love. That's all that was. She, no. She spread love. No, she, that's right. She spread love with that girl on dance floor. <laughs> no, that's, that's what I'm saying. There was just love in the air, bro. Right, that's how right. it was. It um, was well, it was listen, perfect. I would like to formally apologize for calling Tyler anything up an asshole and a liar. Because uh, then he, <laughs> apparently he did make something. I, I, I'm just like, whatever, Ty. He's like, bro, bro, I did. I'm no, telling you. No, he said, Steve. Fuck you. Yeah, I yeah, didn't. he did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it was a good oh, time. It was yeah. fun, man. Yeah, you had a great wedding, and Ash looked beautiful, of course. And, uh, yeah, you guys were awesome, man. Really cool. And I loved your dad's speech. Your dad held it in for 90% of the speech. Then he, then he, let, he, let, it, it then he let it out. Then he let it out. 
<laughs> yeah, Pop, dude, he was holding it together, holding it together, and then he had to let it out. But I fucking love him. It yeah. was so sick, dude. I had such a good time. Oh, my oh, God. Oh, that's awesome. So no honeymoon, though, right? That's why you're able to do the show tonight. You're going um, to take it later. Yeah, no later. no honeymoon, but we are we are taking, like, a little three days off. I'm going to come back to the real the real world on Thursday. But um, Okay, awesome. We're going to go to – I think we're going to go to Puerto Rico after Supercross, so it'll be sick. Yeah, that's awesome, man. No, it was a, it was a good time. Uh, we had to dip out early because Pookie had something going on on Sunday, but – uh, hey, can I ask you something? Oh boy, here we go. Here Hit we go. me. I know Heather and I didn't bone. Okay, our night dude, of our we wedding. Did you, did you bone? Nope. Right, you're so fucking tired, dude. Like you're not boning, dude. Nope. Right. Next morning though, you better believe that dude uh, got it, bro. Yeah. We were just too tired that night, bro. It was two thirty in the morning. We were gambling with friends after at the two match casino. Dude, we barely got out of our fucking wedding clothes by the time we got back to the room, dude. Really? Wow. Jeez. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Who knew? Dude, I got a lifetime of that, bro. I ain't even tripping on that. <laughs> Asking our doll, dude. <laughs> oh, man. It's cool. Yeah. It, it, it was a good time. Kiefer, um, the rap, he was good rapping. It was good. Some of uh, brought it. Here's how I was weird. I'm not a huge. What about the fixings? What about the taco fixings? I'm fine with that. And Dignap, so you said... I, I like how I can just skip over what I was going to talk yeah, about. Yeah, hold on. And Dignap, you said that we came the furthest out of any of your friends, Pookie and I. Yeah. No, Rob Perko came from Idaho. Hold on. Hey, Ugh. Adam. This dude yeah. all the fucking way up to your house. <laughs> this is fake news. He was news. bitching and complaining. This is bullshit. <laughs> it's too far. He's like, what time supposed to be there? He's like, every minute after 4 o'clock, I'm fucking taking 20 bucks off of my what I gave him for his fucking present. <laughs> Dude, it, well, first of all, my buddy here, Chris Kiefer, said, he said it's two and a half hours from my house. We map it up the morning of the wedding. It's three and a half from his house. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like, two, and a half, like, two and a half at midnight. Oh, wait. I didn't even tell the whole story. So yeah, we, exactly. I, before we even leave, are we getting coffee? What are we eating? Yeah. What are we doing? And I'm like, look, let's just start. We'll leave. So I go, hey, we punched it in. I'll go three and a half. We're like, hey, we're going to have to skip coffee for a little bit. I mean, you thought it was the end of the fucking world. <laughs> The dude would not look at me on the way down the hill. He wasn't talking to me. If he wanted to talk to me, he would go through Pookie in the back seat to tell Pookie something, and then Pookie would tell me. I'm like, I'm right here, bro. You can talk to me. Well, I don't know. It was, I don't know. You listen, know, there's listen, Star- oh, oh, there goes Starbucks. Right, right past Starbucks, Kiefer. Listen, right past listen, Starbucks. Listen, listen. It was so far, and I was pissed. And I was also pissed that we didn't come the furthest. Well, hold on. And then he, oh. we get to Foothill, and we get him a Starbucks and his, his Sammy or whatever the hell he ate. It's a whole yeah, other yeah. It's a whole Steve. It's like, oh, Steve, hi, how are you doing? Oh, hey, what's up, Kiefer? I'm like, what the he's fuck? Like, what like, the hell's dude, going on? Totally different dude, Steve. It wasn't even that long of a drive. It, it wasn't. Was, and usually I'm easy, the one bitching bro. about it. It seems so far. <laughs> I can't believe that we didn't come the furthest either. I was really hoping that we would come the furthest. I know Ash is from SoCal, and, and you're from up there, so I figured we got we to get the award for coming the furthest, but I guess not, damn it. So You came the second furthest of all my friends. Okay, you're that's, the first that's, loser. That's, that's something. I'll take it. I'll take it. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, it was a good time. So, straight rhythm? We're, we're, how are we doing for straight rhythm? Oh, bro, we're so dialed in. I can't wait, dude. <laughs> it's just like, not dialed honestly, in yet. Honestly, honestly, two strokes suck, but Thank I am going to ride one at Oh, okay. Kiefer was going to call you out tonight on I'm this. I'm pissed. I'm pissed. Yeah, no, I'm fine with that. Dude, I'm fine with that. we already talked about this, and 
I feel like you're going back on your word, dude. You said two strokes suck, and now I see that you're racing. I'm like, what the fuck, dude? Okay, okay, no, Keith, I I totally get it, Keith. I I 100% get it. Two strokes do suck compared to four strokes. Right. But the circumstances that I got the bike and how it all came about was, like, pretty cool. So this guy, we put out, like, a post. I wanted to race Red Bull Straight Rhythm. And uh, this guy actually came to the R Jerky ride day that I had. And he, like, drove up. He's like, hey, dude, I heard you're looking for a two-stroke. And I'm like, yeah, I am. And, you know, I didn't kind of think of anything of it. And then he just was like, hey, come over here. And I was like, all right. So he's like, dude, I got this 2006 RM250. And it's, like, all in a box. And I powder-coated the frame. And it's pretty fresh. But I was going to do it as a project bike and just never got around to it. And if you put it together race it for Red Bull Straight Rhythm, and then let me ride it once after and give me a jersey, I'll give you the bike. So I was like, um, okay. So we started making a plan, and so far, like, 90% of the parts are in, and we're going to start building it here hopefully in the next, like, week and a half and uh, go race Red Bull Straight Rhythm. Jeez, that's a lot of work. What uh, What are you going it as? Is, what do you, what do you, who you? What tribute are you going to? I know. Am I allowed to say that, or is that like spoiler alert? Well, I don't. No, yeah, say, let's I'm, bring it. Let's talk about it. Yeah. Wh- why? All right. So, so pretty much like back in the day, my favorite guy was always K Dub. I mean, other than Jeremy. Like when I was little, little. Yeah, yeah. Jeremy was like my guy, but when he got on the RM, he kind of had a bad year. But the real guy that I always remembered on the RM250 that I love was K Dub. So we're gonna do like a Sobe Suzuki K Dub throwback. And then we're going to get a set of plastics with the 14s on them and, uh, like, post it up in the pits and then have an extra set of 722s so that way we can race it with 722 on it and then just make, like, a Sobe Suzuki nice. replica bike. So right. I'm pretty stoked on that. Yeah, that is awesome. That would be fun. Yeah, that, that's pretty cool. And especially because that's, like, you know, when K-Dub was riding that bike, that was the year I actually got my RM125. And he was, like, the guy. Him and Travis were the guys that were, like, you know, made me want to yeah. get an RM two-stroke. You know, back in the day, it was so sick with the Sobe Suzuki's, and I'd always go get the the citrus flavored Sobe, and I'd be like, "Yeah, K Dub, so fucking sick." <laughs> citrus. <laughs> People I actually would, did dude, that. People actually citrus, did that. I love the citrus Sobe's back in the day. I don't know what the deal was, but I loved it. Oh, that's that's good. That'll be fun. So, where are you going to practice that during that week and stuff? Do you have it all figured out about that? Um, I'm probably going to just practice up at um, Castillo's. I have no idea. Like, I heard there might be something going down at Paula, like a straight rhythm or something they're putting together. But really, honestly, there's nothing to practice other than, like, super cross track. So I'll probably just ride up at Castillo's and do that whole deal, maybe come down to Milestone and check it out. But if there isn't, like, any kind of straight rhythm actual track built anywhere, I probably will just practice and get the bike ready up at um, – you know, Castillo's. Uh, 702-586-7857. You got a question for Adam Entignap, the Seven Deuce Deuce, the newly married Adam Entignap on the uh, Pulp Mech Show, brought to you by VortexRacing.com. Um, hey, listen, buddy, I don't know if this is good news or not, but you didn't get enough points for a national number. Oh, he didn't. So. Yeah, I know. You're I getting know Seven Deuce Deuce back. Not, but, dude, I know I'm kind of pissed about it, to be honest, because. Like, when I seen some of the guys who got the numbers, and, like, don't get me wrong, like, you know, those guys deserve it and stuff, but, you know, the fact that 
the some of those lights guys get the points for the east and west, and oh, then I don't God, have a number. Dude. It's, it's kind of like it's kind of like a slap in the face, to be totally honest with you. You it, know, because some of those kids that got numbers from the east and west, like you know, I'm not I'm not trying to be cocky or anything, but like when they step into the 450 class, I kind of wax them. Yeah, you know, and it, then it, yeah, they get points. They get points for the west and the east coast, and then you know, like. I mean, I love Seven Deuce Deuce. Like, obviously, that's, like, my whole insignia and my signature. But, like, the fact that somebody that is that much slower than me gets a number is kind of a little jacked up, I think. All right, you it's know? the worst rule in a sport. I don't know. Are you with me, John, on that? Like, that, the 250 yeah. Supercross guy is getting points? Like, for sure. It's unbelievable. <clears throat> they say number yeah, of points. No, it's like <clears throat> You would think over like the years they of, might like, have changed it. But yeah. Go it's kind of, like, to me, it's a little bit, like, like, I'm pretty pissed and embarrassed about it a little, you know, slightly. Like, I love 722, and I think I'm probably going to have the best year I've ever had next year with 722. Mm-hmm. But, like, damn, for real? You know, like, yeah. I, I just don't know. I feel like there's a better way to do that. So, Hep Suzuki again, what are we thinking? We had pipes on the show last week. A-Ray was in the studio, and, and, and Dustin said he was obviously at the wedding. It was good to see him. Uh, he said, you know, middle of this month maybe. Do, do we have a plan? Do do. Is that who you're talking to? Do you hopefully you can stay there? Do you have other things going on? No, no. HEP Suzuki next year for me. Oh, okay. Um, Talk to Dustin okay. about it. We don't have anything. We don't have anything in pen for next year okay. yet. All right. Um, but as far as moving forward, they're fully backing me for Monster Cup. Okay. And then we're just kind of working out details and working on contracts for next year. Okay. So, I, so I'll be HEP next year too. So the 62, the fact that he wasn't sitting at the HEP table mm. for the wedding. We were really playing that off. He's worried, dude. Yeah, he's worried, bro. He's like, hey, specifically, we're walking around. He sees pipes. He's like, hey, man, I'm going to spend some time with pipes for about 15 minutes. I'll see you guys in a little bit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and I tried to get the deal done. I tried to get the deal done later that night. Like, I, I tried to do that later that did night. You, how did it go? How did it go? Not good? No. He's like, no, nah, oh, no. Nah. Well, he put one condition on it. Oh, that's a god dang it. We can't talk about it. Can we talk about that or no? No. We can't? No. Okay. I got my I got my I got A Ray's back on this. We can't say I'll text Addy. Yeah, text him. But there was there was one condition on him signing a deal. And I said done. Like that. Addy probably already knows what it is. Probably. Steve, this is why your listeners tune into the show. Yeah, exactly. When you when they tell you I don't say it, you're all yeah, I shouldn't and then you say it. And then I say it. Uh no, we can't. Oh, Not this oh, one. Yeah, no, you, I don't know if you should blow. Air. No, I'm just. Do you do you think you good. do you think you know the condition? I possibly do. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, dude! So okay, so oh, hey, Entignaf's back. Hey, with, uh, pa- hold on. Uh, Hep, let's tweet that out. But uh, but make sure you put it all caps. A Ray not. Okay. Hey. Yeah. Pipe specifically said we're standing. He's like. I will write the contract up right now if you agree to this condition right now. And A Ray just looked at him like, I can't agree to it. Uh, <laughs> poor oh A Ray. Oh my God. Dude. Poor A Ray. So, and then he wasn't sitting at the HEP table, and we're all like, oh, And then fuck. as soon as, as soon as pipes. Whoa, dude. So, okay. So, dude, do you think I, do you think, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. He, sh- I don't fucking know. Dude, you know how hard it is to do a damn seating chart at a Well, yeah, and w- all of a sudden we we got moved. We're supposed to be at table six, and now we're at table eight at the back, and I'm like, oh, shit, he didn't want us up front. I came the furthest out of anybody oh, here, damn. and now he doesn't. Who moved? Now, now he doesn't want us up front. You? I don't know, bro, but we were supposed to be at table six, and we ended up at table eight. 
Nobody knows why. Damn, that's harsh. I didn't even know about that shit. That was under wow. my cup. Okay. So A-Ray was at the singles table, was he? A-Ray was with us, and he had, <laughs> a, he had a spot for a date in, in the chair it stadium. It said guest. It said guest. And so we were going to put, like, a picture of J-Bone right there next to him so he can take J-Bone. But... Oh, fuck. He should have brought J-Bone. Yeah. Totally, right? He would have totally brought J-Bone. He, he loves J-Bone. Oh. He loves J-Bone more than life itself. Oh, dude. He was looking at J-Bone yeah, photos no, all the way up to, the, to, the, yeah. to your place. Pookie! Come down yeah. here. <laughs> hey, what, what's with those photos of A-Ray in the vineyard with his shirt open, staring off into uh, the that's, that's sky? Kiefer, that's like, I unbuttoned a like, couple of uh, buttons for him to get some Kiefer, That's Kiefer's idea. Like, okay. To kind of make it like a, like a calendar <clears throat> shot. I want a him. new Tinder profile for Is him. Is that to get ladies or a guy? Yeah, I'm no, a sure. guy. Uh, the, uh, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Either, either one. <laughs> Nip slips go either no way. Guy. <laughs> did you Did you send Addy that photo of Heather? Yes, I did. You did at the trailer? Yes. I haven't even seen it yet oh you did it no oh, you haven't opened it Dude, i have so many text messages i haven't even seen it. are you oh, you got your phone right now you, yes i'm on it right oh, now. go to my message and look on it this is what i sent you when we got there and uh we were walk we saw the intiknap trailer and i'm like intiknap racing trailer intiknap racing trailers parked there and i'm like heather's walking by i'm like hey uh Show a little, you know, show a little something, something for the for Adam, and I'll send it to him. And all I did when I captioned, I'm like, "Did you, did you see?" <laughs> did you? Oh, you fucking fuck, <laughs> hey, and, oh, hey, and so uh, you like my caption? Oh, fuck, dude, that, that needs to be your new Jesus. racing like resume. Put that on your res- resume for racing. Hey, I just put thanks for having us. <laughs> having a great time. <laughs> no, you didn't. You said joke to be here. <laughs> oh man, I'm surprised. Holy I'm shit, I'm surprised dude. Kiefer didn't slip into the trailer and kind of yeah, you know yeah. No, it, put a Kiefer we, mark on it. No, you know what? You know what? My favorite part of the picture is is A Ray's just standing <laughs> right there. Yeah, that's He's creeping, dude. Hey, He's totally creeping. So when Heather walked in behind the trailer and she did that. It took us like five to six seconds to like set this up. So everyone started walking back like we, we forgot something. And then A-Ray creeps around the trail and goes, whoa, whoa. Like, oh, he was all shocked. <laughs> he was all shocked. That was, that was a fun. I was like, oh, he'll love this. So yeah. We'll him. yeah, that'll be great. No, oh, so Okay, so dude. straight rhythm, RM250, K-Dub replica, Monster Cup, H-E-P, Suzuk. Absolutely, baby. Right, right. Um... Hey, okay, Pookie, grab John's headset here. I want to get you on the air here, like, officially. But remember, the camera's on, so people are going to see you in that awesome house coat. The don't, don't, st- don't step way too far. Thank you. Uh, okay, Pookie, so we drove up from from uh, Kiefer's place? Yeah. Okay. I don't want to be here. I know, but can you just quickly, ah! in- quickly inform everybody what A-Ray was doing on his phone on the way up here? <laughs> well, first for the first half hour, he was just looking through his camera roll pictures of J Bone, <laughs> and just smiling <laughs> like so happy. And then for the second, for the next hour, he was just looking at his explore page, which was like just dogs doing all kinds of things: <laughs> dogs dressed as humans, right. dogs yeah running races, driving cars, just yeah. on his Instagram explore page. Yeah, yep, yep. that's it. And then there was a page for costumes. Was he looking for costumes for J Bone? <laughs> yeah. And then he's like, hey. J-Bone does have some clothes. And you guys were like, oh, no, you guys, like, do not dress your dog up. And he's like, he does have some clothes. So that, that, that's, that's a life in A-Ray for three and a half hour drive. 
Yeah. Yeah. Look at the photos of Jay, bro. Yeah, bro. I already know. I've been hanging out with A-Ray all the time. We've been down south riding together. This fool, literally, I know that he'll be sitting on the couch and he'll be smiling, and I'll be like, "Oh, do you like Texas?" He's like, "No, I'm just looking at pics of J-Bo." Yeah, smiling, I'm like, like full, right so happy. Front of you, dude. <laughs> oh my yes, like, I literally, mean... like, like he's over there, like he just got pregnant, glowing, and it's, he's looking at his fucking dog. I mean, you had Drake in your wedding party, so you know we we get your love of dogs, but I, I think A Rays may be stronger. It might be stronger. Yeah, no, A-Rays, A-Rays is different. Because, like, I just think of my dog as, like, my son. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. he's, my, he's my son. He hangs out with me. He's my bro. You know what I mean? Like, we go everywhere together. He eats some of my food sometimes. You know what I mean? Like, he's my bro. But, like, A-Rays' relationship with his dog is, like, weird. <laughs> Not like a like, son or a bro. No. Like, I'm... Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah like... like like, like he took a human, caged it, and like watches it and right. smiles at it all. Oh, it's all. it's amazing. Uh, Pookie, what was your favorite part of Seven Deuce Deuce Wedding? Uh, Besides the, when you were hammered, the like. taquitos. But I don't remember dancing with a chick on the dance floor. But that was probably my favorite if I would remember that. But the taquitos were good. What about the fixins? What about Dude, the topics? What do you mean dancing? With I don't even remember eating dick, dinner. Pookie. Did I even eat dinner? I remember eating a cupcake and a taquito, and that's right. it. You know, you you took my keys. You're like, can I get Heather? Okay, cook? don't tell me. I don't want to know. Okay. Okay. Don't tell All me right. anything about myself. What were you saying, Addy? Um, I said you didn't dance with a chick, Pookie. I specifically remember you. I think even you might have been grinding on my grandma. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. That. Yeah. That sounds like the Pookie I, think I know. I remember you and my grandma getting after it. Oh, uh, will there but, be a will there, will there be a Tyler and think that vlog from this wedding? I wonder. Uh, no, no, there won't be. But we do have like. You know, a wedding bigger videographer or whatever. So I'm sure he got some of that because okay. I was on cut a dance floor watching no, it. Just so cut me out, please. That's, yeah. so, that's great. That's no, gold. you're definitely <laughs> in. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Are you kidding me right now? Oh, you were like my third or fourth favorite part of the wedding. You know what? It's, I blame you because you had an open bar and had a winery. Okay, so this is all your fault. Well, bro, I got to keep my guests popping, dude. Yeah, and then I, I mean, we had a rap show, a wedding. Yeah, we had Pookie. The, I mean, we had it. And then I said, hey, can I get a vodka orange? No, we don't have that. I'm like, what? Yeah. Uh, I kind of texted <laughs> A lot of complaints people, from Steve. I guess you didn't get the text. <laughs> a lot of complaints. I mean, you, yeah, Steve didn't get the text of if you want hard liquor, you got to bring it in your back pocket. Oh, really? Oh, you sent that text out? I didn't know that. No, it, it was cool. It was, yeah, it, no. It was, it, was, uh, it was a fun time. It was it was a really cool spot, too. You know? So I it just was loud it. enough in parts. It, yeah, it was cool because it was like it it was popping, and then the areas you could actually talk to people. You were yeah. like yelling at them all. Right, that, I talked to know? Clark Jones for a long time. Yeah. It was quiet. We were talking about old bikes and stuff and all that. And I like that part, you know, where it's not just dude. And then too, I think the other thing that was so cool is like the like you guys were just saying the dance floor and the bar weren't so separated to where like you know everybody kind of was too far away. You know what I mean? Like you could go in, grab a drink, and then get right back to it. You know, it wasn't yeah. like holy crap, this shit's a mile away. Yep. Yeah, no, yeah, exactly, right? Everything was pretty close. Like I said, it was a small enough wedding where it was cool. And Did you wake up feeling the same? Bro, I'm like, I'm still tripping, dude. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, fuck. Holy yeah. shit. Dude, Married. I'm a husband. Married. Well, you know cool. what I mean? Like, I'm like, dude, I'm a husband. Holy right. shit. Let's yeah. wait till you have a kid. You're really going to be tripping. Yeah. That's what I'm saying, dude. Like, I definitely, definitely feel different. Yeah, you feel all old like, and shit. man shit. Yeah. Oh, man shit. I mean, I don't feel that different. 
Yeah, well, not now, but when you I'm wake up. I'm still rocking and rolling, bro. Just You're blitzing, dude. I'm blitzing. I just blitz I wish, up. I wish there were some fixings at the taco bar. Dude. We had <laughs> such we had such good food shelf? before the, the dinner, dude. Like I was all in on the brownies and everything. Like I was What dinner? What, when was dinner? I didn't get any dinner. No, you didn't go up there. <laughs> no, yeah, you did. You had a big sa- you had a salad. You oh. took so much food and you didn't eat any of it. You had a ma- I took food? You had a you mound took a of salad. Massive playing a salad Okay, and- don't tell me anymore. Okay. All right. God. <laughs> I hate myself. Oh my god! Like what? Like why was she? Why was she saying like you guys? I'm a bitch. Stop. Know. Why was she saying that? I don't know. You just, guys think I'm a bitch. Stop. No, stop it. We never said that. Nobody said that. Nobody thought that. No. We I think it. Yeah, That's why I say it. That. I'm projecting. All right. All right, Pookie. Thanks for coming. All right. On. Yeah. Appreciate thanks. It. Don't, Do you invite, say anything don't ever invite me to another Love wedding. Love you. Again. Do you want to say anything, Adam? Love you. Love you. Congratulations. Okay. Thanks. Thanks. Okay, right. Appreciate it. All right, that's Pookie Mathis, everybody. We're giving her a recap of the wedding. She teared up, too, when she saw Ash come out, like, out of the, up oh, the vows. Yeah, of course. You know what I mean? Like, she was just all, like, you know how women, like, I was, tell- I was telling A-Ray, I was a, let's take a bet and see if Adam cries. He didn't cry. He almost did, but he didn't. Right, no. Adam? Dude, I almost fought. Holy fuck. Yeah, because I cried when I saw Heather walking down the aisle. That's when I cried. Did you really? Oh, yeah. Oh. And then, uh, but I was like, ah, he might cry because it. I could just feel the love flowing. What, I'm like, what, and what happened at the front with Drake when you first brought Drake out? There was some, we couldn't see, but there was some people laughing or like, would Drake not sit still? Dude, Drake was like right. He stopped right in front of me and he looked at me. And Kate, my sister, was like, you know, holding him or walking him or whatever. Uh-huh. He looked at me and Caitlin tried to like drag him over to like the um, the bridal side or whatever you want to call it, where all the chicks were standing, yeah. and he just stopped. Bro, he just put the full <laughs> brakes on and would not go anywhere. He's like, "Dad, save me, get me off this fucking collar right now!" Doing me. Oh, really? Okay, yeah. So funny, dude. I, I oh, he put massive brakes on, dude. The collar almost came off his neck, dude. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, anything so else for adamanting that tonight? We should let him go. It's his second day. Yeah, there, go right? so. go have sex with your wife, dude. It's fun. Hell yeah, yeah, dude. Thanks, Keith. Uh, right. Vortex Racing bringing you adamanting that on the show. Uh, thanks for coming on, Adam. Appreciate it. Um, congratulations on everything, man. It was a lot of fun. So, thank you. Yeah, thank you for yeah, having us. We had a good time. For real. Thanks for co- Yeah, bro. Thanks for coming. That was so much fun. I'm glad I can enjoy it with some good friends. Yeah, it was a good time. All right, Addy. See you, man. Cool, boys. Right. Sounds good. Talk See soon. Adam, anything that yeah. everybody brought to you by VortexRacing.com. Our little guy's married now. Mm, he's all grown up. He's all grown up. He's racing for two now, you know. That's right. Like gotta he's got to make, make, gotta make, make it, that money. He's got to make it happen. Let's talk uh, for the next hour or so about the uh, intense taser. Okay. Myself and John Anderson from WUSA. <laughs> I'm going to go watch the Raider game. See you guys. You got any connections on like, some cool bike parts? Um, well, <clears throat> not yet. Okay. All right. Not yet. What, what are you doing? Oh, okay. No, come on. Come back. <laughs> hey, by the way, so your wife, Heather, is the biggest Bronco fan ever. And they're playing the Raiders right now. Yes. Hold that cord there. And the Raiders are up right now. If things get, if the Raiders go up further, we are going to make our first ever live oh boy. going deep call with Heather Kiefer to <laughs> check in on how it's her. Not going to be. Pr- you think Pookie gets uh, <clears throat> crazy? This is going to be worse. Dude, Raiders. how are you doing? 
The Dolphins. Yeah, I'm used to it though. That's the difference. <clears throat> Half like, the team wants to quit now. They want to be traded. I got tagged. Did, they really? did, 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 did you hear about that? No, yeah, I didn't hear, yeah. I didn't hear about that. A bunch of the players contacted their agents and they they want out. They don't want to <laughs> tank for the first well, round draft pick. Or we something want to make like a that. football show, but like the head coach <clears throat> is the question there. Yeah, but I got a bunch of tags from my Instagram about there was like a strip area in the in the in the parking lot so there's a full strip club going on they're like well, no wonder you like the dolphins Kiefer I'm like heck yeah what's up oh yeah absolutely uh works connection works connection.com uh great guys up there in works connection and uh I got one of their retro t-shirts the other day brought back some memories yeah. for me for that old logo yep uh their start device used by a bunch of teams in the pits uh the clutch clutch is absolutely fantastic they're easy perch easy pull easy pull what what is it? What's it called? Easy. What are you talking about? They're, they're clutch perch. Oh, it's just one. It's like elite. Elite. Yes. Elite clutch perch. It's one, two, three. Right. I love it. Yeah, yes. three step thing. Yeah. Uh, Works connection. Will call. Will Hahn. What's up, buddy? What's happening, fellas? Uh we're here with John Anderson from W. Hey, Will. Oh, okay. Can we start this off with a question? John? He's not going to say hi oh, to John. What's up, Will? Okay. Right. How's it going, John? I'm doing well, buddy. How's everything going with you? Fuck. That doesn't count. That doesn't count, Marks. That count? No, that does not count. Oh, he got you with the assist. Bullshit. Boom. Bullshit. Um, that counts, dude. Off season, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) What? uh, What's going on? How are you, buddy? You were gone last week. Sorry. What's going on? I thought it cut out. Now I'm back. What? 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 You were gone last week. Yeah. So uh, I was just basically. So Brad has an elk tag in New Mexico. And I was just there basically helping and also just getting away. Like, we were basically camping. and Well, not basically. We were camping. <laughs> so, um, out in the, the mountains. Like, I, I always thought of, like, so basically my visits to New Mexico has been more ordinary, Albuquerque, and it's not, you know, too much to look at. Um, and this was, like, full mountain. Uh, the lowest we were really at the whole time was about 7,500 feet. We had hiked up to about 9,000. Wow. Oh, wow. Um so it was just it was a cool experience for me because uh like you know we're eating you know fried, uh, dried food and you know full, a full on deal like you know getting a little your mini your mini stove out of your backpack and heating the water up dumping oh your meal God, like separate 15 minutes eating that for dinner Come on uh, nobody wants to do that just go to a restaurant on Applebee's or something <laughs> Like seriously I mean I'm I'm going to take Pookie for 2 for 20 no doubt she is looking like a fox <laughs> 2 for 20 <laughs> You, hey, you would you you if you would have to deal with her on Saturday night after Intignaf's wedding, you might take that back. Honestly, dude, I'm I'm pretty flexible on how I deal with things, so it's like you know what I mean. Like I can push stuff over. He's a chameleon, dude. He's, he just, yeah, <laughs> yeah. For a body for a body like that, you got to be willing to bend. Oh boy. Hey, let me ask you a question, Will. What's up? You're at an 85 shootout, okay, and you're standing on top of a hill. You see an 85cc rider kid crash within 20 to 50 feet from you. The, the bike is laying on top of the kid. You see the kid struggling a little bit, trying to get out from underneath the machine, but he seemingly can't get out. What do you do? Do you A, sit there and watch him, or B, help him? I mean, you help him. Hmm. There you go. Thank, I mean, you. Thank you, Steve. I mean, life- Steve, Steve said he would let the kid... Leave him be and not help him because that's life and it's tough and he has to find his way out. It's an 85. Oh, I mean, how freaking heavy can it be? Sake. It's because he's still stuck on the Marvin being stuck under his bike thing, dude. Yeah. There's times where you're near your bike and you can't get out. No, it ain't. No, you can get out. If you want it bad enough, you can get out. 
No, he's a kid. That's the problem with the kids enough? today, just laying there. Like, oh, God. Does it matter if it's a blue I've bike heard... or a green bike on him? All right, help out the blue crew. <laughs> I'm telling you right now, I've been under the bike stuck and heard skin sizzling and smelled it and going panicking, going, I can't get out. Like, right. someone please come. Yeah, you could have. Like, there's. Um, have you seen me, dude? I Do I scream you. athlete to you? <laughs> <laughs> hey, when are we testing the Star Racing 250, Kiefer and I? Yeah. Uh, Keepers keepers for sure on the list. I, I looked at the list earlier today, and I didn't see your name. Mm, there's only one rider on that list. No, yeah, I, I, well, two. I'm, me I'm, and Keeper. I'm on that <laughs> list, and I will see you wherever we need to be at the appropriate time to ride No, we're going to do it. But, like, right now, shit's just too crazy going to the nations and getting everything sorted and getting back. And, Can, but when we get back from there, we're going to do it. That's what I wanted to talk to you tonight on the Works Connection we'll call about, the Nations prep. Now, I went through it myself a long time ago, and uh, it was a lot of work back then. Can you give us an idea – of what you and your crew have to do for this race to get ready? I mean, the majority of that's done. I mean, yeah, we're, we're prepping as far as riding and training, which is, uh, I would say, the easier part of it. Like, the, the gnarly part was uh, getting all the stuff back from Indiana quick and then having it built and ready, you know, when everyone's kind of ready to take maybe a day or two of, you know, even if we're working, it's kind of, you know, relaxed. Well, we were wide open. The truck got back. Um, thankfully, we had another guy help our driver out, and they, you know, they drove back legally that way to where they could get the truck back ASAP. Got the bikes out, tore them down, rebuilt them, built two race bikes and a bunch of spare parts, created it up, got it to Yamaha. Yamaha's helping when, out big time. When did that have to be done by? We had everything to Yamaha on Thursday after Indiana. Two full race bikes prepped. Wow. Dynode, wow. all of the above. Thursday after, so after, like, after Indiana? Yes. Wow. That's okay. a lot. So that's what I mean. Like, there, there was a lot that went into it. And, and not only that, there's a lot of, that's a lot of logistics stuff that, you know, Yamaha's got to handle. We got to handle. We got to make sure we have the parts list organized, the carnation, you know, all that stuff that goes into the, you know, the customs, everything like that. And then also, you know, it's, it's, it's hard to get that motivation after the last round, like, let's be honest, it's a long season. And I mean, I didn't do very many as a racer, so I, I know what it feels like now as an employee. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's actually, it's, it's gnarly, you know, like at the end of that, you're in the kind of like, man, I'm ready for the last few days, but it's almost more stressful than your season. That's crazy that it would be that quick after the race. Jeez. Right. Well, when we want to go over there early. So, I mean, you know how long it takes to get things through customs and everything like that, even, you know, when we're doing it super legit and everything's, you know, organized and yep. to be over there, you know, they, they go Sunday to, to Europe. So, yep. um, so it's, it's, uh, it's something we're trying to be organized. We wanted to be there and, and, and do this, this right and give, you know, give Justin the best shot he can. And so this is, uh, this is kind of the, the earliest we could really do it. Like we couldn't get the truck back any quicker. We couldn't get the bikes there any quicker. Yeah. Yep. Are, are we going to get any like cool, like practice videos and stuff sent our way when you guys are over there? Oh, I think there's a good chance of that. I'm I'm not going early. Um, oh. I know Steve's already giving me shit for this, but it's not like there's you know not anything going on here or anything. Um, but so I know a, a good portion of the crew's going early, and but yeah, we'll get videos for sure. Yeah, some of that stuff for me as like a fan is cool to watch. Like our guys practicing at some sand track that we never seen or something like that. I like that kind of shit. You know, 
I should have taken some video today because I think the prep was like just some man shit. Like for what we have here for sand, I mean, it was just, it's hot, it's gnarly, it's the end of the season, you've been grinding all year, all that kind of stuff, all the above. And like, I, I feel like Justin's heart is in this 100%, and it's just cool to see the effort he's putting out right now, even after a long season. Was he at like Nuevo or something? Yeah. Yeah. Whew. That's gnarly. Yeah, it's a lot of work out there. Yeah. Yeah, and it's just, you know what I mean? Like, you know how it is out there. It's not, like, motivating to go ride that track how it is right now. No. Fuck, no. Plus, 100 degrees, dry as balls, no traction, sand. Yeah, that sounds great. No, and it's just, but it's, I think it's also kind of, in a sense, like, I said it this morning the other day, I'm like, this is, like, some man shit that, like, kind of gives you this mental edge, regardless of what it does maybe in the moment. But long term, this is, like, something that's hard to teach someone. And, you know, we had our, you know, two amateurs out there too, which is cool. So it's, um, it, I don't know, it's, it's, uh, it's cool to see that. And like I said, the, the effort level being put out right now is, is, uh, exciting to see. I like the, like, it, it, it seems like some riders are getting injured from other countries. The guys are going early to prep. Like, I like, oh, you like that? This That's a dick move. For USA, for Team USA. I like this, oh. this whole thing for Team USA to do well at this race. At least get on the podium i mean sweet jesus no i think we have a really good shot i mean obviously you know jason was in line to i mean he was doing great the last time he was there zach's i think zach's just got this mentality of he's a he is the team captain you know what i mean like yeah he's been there a lot he's he's been a good portion of his career there he knows what to expect um they're going early as well i, I just think it's i think we got the recipe to, to do something really good here i really do well, if you stay the fuck out of the way, yes. Well, that's why I'm not going early. <laughs> okay, all right. That's good to, Good to know. Uh, John, do you deal with Will much over the years? And how is Will to deal with as a manager now? Yeah. You know, he's one of those riders that you know was a factory guy. And, yep. No, yeah. I did when uh, when he was with Troy Lee. Uh, worked with him. And uh, didn't know him all that well. Yeah. But he was always okay. you know, nice. Yeah, but well, but uh, surprised. But honestly, he's another guy. It sounds like a broken record here, but he's another guy that, Moving into a role of you know industry right. management, uh, I have worked with him a little bit on his team, and yep. um, he's really good. Okay, and yeah, I I wouldn't geez. say that it you know I said that earlier you know about JT, I could at the same time say that there's a lot of people that aren't so fun to work with, but Will's right, he's he's a good dude. He's uh, that's, that's enough. That's enough. Yeah, we don't want to pump him up too much. Well, he's doing a good. I job. gotta say, John's treated me like gold my whole life, so I have nothing but good things to say about WN John. Well, thank a lot you. of love, a lot of love uh, in this uh, one right okay. here, Steve. I'm, Sorry. I'm, I'm leaving now. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Will. Made my night. No, I'm, awesome, buddy. I'm serious. He's been he's been nothing but a pleasure to deal with. Or have any questions or something, and he always has an answer. So right, right. WorksConnection.com. Will call WUSA, of course, big part of our show. Um, hey, speaking speaking of like sponsor plugs, mm-hmm. every time you you plug Vortex, you see just say Yamaha. Like, dude, we run Vortex. Oh, do you? Yeah, hit what? us up on there, dude. We ran sprockets. Why don't you? I, why don't I? Don't think I knew that, or I thought maybe did. You, was the vortex is, symbol on the swing arm? Yeah, is that a new one? Yeah. Yeah. Huh. No, it's on the swing arm. Huh. Yeah. Shit, never. They used to run. I didn't know that either. They they used else. by Star Yamaha. What? what? They, yeah, they, we 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 run vortex sprockets. Yeah. But you used to run GYTR. Right. Yep. Yeah. They look like AFAMs. Because they look like AFAMs. EK chains. Right. Do you know who makes GYTR? AFAM. Talon. Oh really? Yeah, the oh, Talon Sprockets. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I always thought they looked like AFAMs. 
the, the those ones. But anyways, okay. So Vortex Racing used by Star Yamaha. There we go. Boom. Dude, I'm gonna fucking shred this 250F. I can't wait to ride. This I can't thing, wait dude. to ride it. Either. I dream. I wake up in the morning and he's yeah. like, "Why are you smiling?" I goes, "I was yeah. thinking about riding." Why that you got star a boner? Bike. You're like, "Cause I'm riding a star bike yeah. right now in my sleep." So like, the star bike is actually my fluffer before I go in with Heather. Right. I think about that. <laughs> that, is, that is the hottest shit I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> Your bike's a fluffer, Wilbur. Yeah. No, I've been there. I've gotten home the same way. Just been like, guys just so aroused right now yeah we did a podcast earlier rich taylor and uh myself and Kiefer about the 2020 bikes and these guys spent 20 minutes and then everything would come back to the yamaha like we'd be talking about the honda and they're like ah but you can't beat that yamaha torque and then five minutes later we're talking about the suzuki and one of somebody goes ah it doesn't have the yamaha power <laughs> like it just kept coming back to the yz250f that's that's it you know so it's just that good all right i can't wait to shred it it's, I, I can't I, wait to have the replace the rear fender after you ride it. <laughs> you, you, you may want to shred the seat cover after Keeper rides it. Uh, yeah, really, right? <laughs> yeah, it might be timed out. Between Travis and Will, I, all I hear is Yamaha talk. I, I yeah. said, Travis, you can come over for dinner, but just I don't want to talk about bikes. Right. I noticed when we were mountain biking on Saturday, Travis had Yamaha gloves Yeah, it's, for mountain biking. It's too much, man. It's too Dude. much Yamaha. I'm like, you got to stop. He took his shirt off at one point, too, again. He's got like a Yamaha tuning oh, fork on his chest. God. Yeah, he took his shirt off again <laughs> at the mountain bike ride. After the mountain bike ride, he's just chilling there. Wilbur? I just don't understand it. Like, it's like, he honestly, I think he has negative body fat percentage now. Dude. And it's like, we when we were out doing, we were testing with uh, uh, all the guys from Japan and Yamaha and everything like that. And, like, we'd be in between riding, like, say, like, you know, lunchtime or something like that, you know, make some sandwiches. We're hanging out. He would, like pop his jersey off to mm-hmm. make the sandwich and you're like it's not necessary right. <laughs> spread mayonnaise on the bro- I'm like dude you gotta stop it's too much yeah it's, it's literally 78 degrees out right yeah I mean he goes in the, get- he goes in the jacuzzi we have dinner and then how you have dinner you feel a little bloated you're like ah oh, man he's like well, let's go yeah. to the jacuzzi he go in the jacuzzi take my shirt off Travis is out there you know my wife is out there and she's I'm walking towards the jacuzzi he doesn't even look at me at all looks at Travis <laughs> I'm like, that's no, cool. Travis is the only guy I know that can eat dinner and grow another app. Yeah. Dude, <laughs> just, he's way more in shape as far as physical looks than he ever has been. When he was racing, yeah, yeah. for sure, right? Yeah. 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 It's honestly scary. Like, I, I had, we, had, we would sit there, like, and we're sitting there looking at each other, and he's got his, you know, shirt off, and he's, you know, kind of, I feel like at one point he even, like, took a deep breath in and then, like, like pushed on his stomach. <laughs> I had to get up and just walk away because I was like, is, is he challenging me? Like, what's going on? <laughs> we got on the scale before uh, at the Yamaha intro and we all weighed ourselves and he got on. He's 222. Is he really? Yeah, with gear. How t- is he 6'3"? 6'2". Six, 6'2". Six, six, two. Six, two. Yeah. I wouldn't think he'd be that much. Dude, yeah. big. Yeah. It's pure yeah. muscle. Yeah. Yeah, Jesus, it's dude. dense. Yeah. All right, let's enough talk about the let's talk about guys with their shirts off. All right, yeah. Sorry, I just I mean, dude, it just it's got me messed up. <laughs> you think Who he could? He sounds gay. You think he could pass a P test? Right? Oh yeah, no problem. Uh, yeah. Wilbur, are you racing the no WUSA problem. World Vet races at Glen Helen here? Yeah. Are you racing? Uh, when is it? November first weekend in November. Unfortunately, I can't because that's my race in Canada. Now scheduled over that because of the nations we normally have it the twenty eighth of September, and now. I had to reschedule, and that was the only other date we had, which is probably a good thing because that means I'd have to prep and get ready and actually ride. Oh, and did. so probably a good thing, but that is on my bucket list of things to do, yes. Hey, what do you think about Steve riding a star racing Yamaha at the vet race? Ooh, that would get him out. 
No, we're too busy. <laughs> Shocker. Steve's like, thank God. <laughs> no, I, listen, I'll ride, that, I'll ride that 450, and it's amazing. My race tech suspension, Yamaha will be fantastic. So, um, All right, Wilbur, anything else? Yeah, I guess I just want to plug our race a bit while we're on. I think that'd be cool. Like, to oh, yeah, why not? Fuck, go ahead. It's your show. Like, Fine, yeah. It's your day. Right? I mean, it is. Yeah, no, for sure. <laughs> no, I think that I think it's our seventh or eighth year now. It's the first track that I ever raced at, um, you know, growing up. The very first race I ever had was at this place. It got closed down. Uh, and then we came back and kind of reopened it with a group of buddies of mine and, uh, you know, people I've grown up with and a family that's still racing, the Amrines, their kids, a uh, good up-and-coming uh, kid from my hometown that's um, a champion and going to do things uh, well in the sport. But I think um just want to, yeah, give some love to that and hopefully people can make it out on November 2nd. Make any money off this thing? What track is it called? What's the track called? So it's in Great Bend, Kansas. It doesn't really – I think it doesn't really have a name. It's just uh, the Han Brothers shootout. So, we, like I said, my brother, myself, and then uh, a buddy of my name, uh, Trent, and then uh, the Amrines, we all came together on this deal. And, um, no, it, I don't take any money from it. It's just more so to the community back in Kansas uh, in my hometown to hopefully give back to the local businesses and stuff like that while people are in town. Does your brother still hate me? What's, where's your brother stand uh, with with hating me? Dude, it's so weird because Tommy's cool. Like, I don't dude, he doesn't like me. Really? I don't know why, but he's never liked me. Yeah, well, not never. He still doesn't like me. Most likely. I mean, I don't really like you, but I put up with you. Okay, good point. Yeah, fair <laughs> enough. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, no, it sounds like a good time. You guys do a good job with that for sure. So I saw Kevin no, Moran's privateer hero. Kevin Moran's is up there, up in Kansas. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure he'll come out. He actually talked to me about that at Indiana. He's going to try and make it out. So. Um, you should come out, Steve. To Kansas? Yeah. I'm busy, dude. I'm busy. Dude, we'll get you there. Just come out, dude. You'd be surprised. I need I need a taco bar with fixings, the appropriate fixings. I need a th- uh, I don't know if you have a taco bar, but we'll have like Applebee's and then like that's good, solid food at the track, whatever you want, and then like a nice place to stay. I I want no, and then no, Tommy's going to slip my throat in my sleep. Yeah, it's possible. That'd be actually kind of awesome. But <laughs> um, no, so, no, I think it. I think it. I think it'd be cool. Just think about it. I mean, just let's take it decide right now. Okay. All right. Sleep all on right. it. All right. I'll sleep on it. Yeah. Sounds Steve's good. getting work from all angles. Will we're trying to get him into the vet race. And did you know that John Anderson has a, uh, an intense taser, just like me? No, I didn't know that. Oh yeah, yeah. He's e bike guy. Nice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, he knows. He knows how it's changed his life. It's changed his life. Like it's changed mine too. You've been crushing it, dude. He has, dude. He sh- Saturday when we all went, he blew everybody off. Like just smoked everybody. No, I didn't, dude. You could have at any point. Well, if I would have went up, I was in the back. If I would have went up, I would have smoked anybody. But I'm not going to do that. I was way in the back, hey, and I, then you would catch back up to the peloton. I will say that the <sighs> Travis and A Ray at the end. It was they, dick measuring. Dude, it was a dick measuring. Like, yeah. they were going, dude, because yeah. I was behind Bro Show, and we were pretty good. They were gone. Well, Alex was low-key trying to fucking show Travis what's up. I don't think he could. No, Travis said he did. Oh, he did? Travis said he stuck with him. So. Oh, no way. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Travis is so, like, modest with that shit, though. He is. Like, he is like, really modest about it. Like, when I try to get him to go over the hump all the time because he knows I could maybe beat him there. But, like, when he took me to the trails in North Carolina when I went back there, I went back and saw, like, Gibbs and I was riding for him and all this stuff at one time. Yep. But 
and we went back there, and he's like, yeah, we'll go out on these trails, you know, and like, just take it kind of easy. And, dude. Pins it. This guy's wait, he's waiting on me every 10 feet, because I'm like, dude, this is gnarly. Like, you, you're, like, fast. Right. Yep. Like, and I can't see shit. It's shadowy. It's not used to, like, I'm used to, like, PG. <laughs> yeah. Like, being bright as shit. Now I like, can't see it. I'm hitting tree roots, crashing. <laughs> um, but. All right, buddy. Well, hey, thanks for coming on, Wilbur. Works Connection will call. Segment. Looking forward to after motocross the nation. That's all I guess. Yep. Yep. Yeah, we'll, we'll get it handled for I, sure. I'll Man. see you at this nations. I, I so I, I need I need to be I'm a member of the press when it comes to this nations. I need to be full access to the team. That's fine. Okay. Yeah. I May mean, not make those decisions, but yeah, it's fine. I mean, you have my permission. You know, it's going to be awesome. There. I'm going to have a stock YZ250F. Oh, you are. Okay. I'm going to ride the star bike. Yep. I'm really going to break it down. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be great. Yeah. So Which, are we like, are we all going to just spend a day together? Like, is that the plan? I, yes. It needs to be a Cahia. I like that vet track the best. I think we should all go huh. mountain biking, ride dirt bikes, just a whole family day. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I'm in. Okay. okay. I'm right. so in. Done deal. All right, Wilbur. Thanks, buddy. I feel, hey, I feel like you always rush me off the phone. I don't really. Yeah, like we got we got to go. See you later. All right, that's Will Will, Will Hahn. Will's connection. <laughs> we'll call with Will Hahn. <laughs> that uh, was for the middle finger. That's what he got him back. If you've heard of Pro Filter, if you haven't heard of Pro Filter, maybe in roosted too many times. Pro Filter has been active in the industry for a decade. It makes top quality air and oil filters for dirt bikes, street bikes, side by sides, and everything in between. Sold through Power Sports dealers nationwide. Pick up a pre-oiled, ready-to-use air filter, a high-quality premium air filter for your next service. Pulp MX35 to save. At MaximaUSA.com. So good good, good guys down there at ProFilter. And uh, I've got one in my Yamaha. And I love it, man. I don't really got to change filters anymore or clean filters, which is, is which is great. So also, when you got a Yamaha, very, very key point, put a firepower in there. Kiefer mm. says they work well with, with, with Yamaha. So uh, yes. the, the only brand they don't work well with is Suzuki. So Power Pasture, overpriced OEM battery, the firepower fueling your adrenaline rush. As a leader and innovator with 50 years of experience in power sports, Firepower premium lead acid and lithium batteries save you cash and offer superior performance. They also have a chain. I've run the Firepower chain on my bike. It's stretched once and then never stretched again, so you know that it's good and you know it's good quality. Uh, it's uh, got uh, 50% less expensive than the competition. Go ahead, move forward, and ride with Firepower. Kiefer's wearing his Firepower t-shirt tonight. So I am. From the folks at Firepower. I approve. Firepowerparts.com. Go and check them out on the website. Go to the dealer. Go through BTO to save money with Firepower GD Honda. Use Firepower batteries to win two championships. Ben LeMay uses Firepower batteries and chains as well. LeMay's using their chain in Supercross and Motocross, so you know it's damn good, right? So you know that. Uh, John Anderson from WUSA. Chris Kiefer here in studio. Let's go to a couple couple of phone calls, and then we'll have the expert on goggle tariffs. Dan, what's up? You want to talk to Kiefer about fuel? Yeah, aviation gas. You guys ever use it? What's Dude, your opinion it's, on it's it? very. There's a big debate about uh, yeah. uh, about Avgas over the years. Like uh, we used it. I don't know. It, it Look, what's the deal, Kiefer? Because I don't know the ins and outs of it either. I'm not no pro chemist or anything like that, but we used to use Avgas and carbureted bikes back in the day. I used to work at Al Baker's XRs only. We ran them in our XRs. Um fast forward now to fuel injected bikes. I don't see a need to run Avgas when you have other fuels like VP T4 that are just as much money as an Avgas. I feel like there's pump replacement fuels out there that are meant for our dirt bikes. I just don't think Avgas is developed, and obviously it's not developed for dirt bikes. So why are we putting that in our dirt bike? John, you have any experience with Avgas? <clears throat> yeah, I remember we would always uh, stop by the Chino Airport, get yep. about two and a half gallons of Avgas and then pump gas. And then I had heard something where there was this big debate about, well, you know, 
Avgas is designed to run at a higher altitude. Mm -hmm. So how is that working in you know right. your two cycle motorcycle? So um, I don't know. And, and the other thing was too, quite honestly, av aviation fuel. It used to be quite a bit cheaper. No, it's, it's not. not anymore. I, right? I don't know. Yeah, no, know. it's 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 <clears throat> not anymore. It's, it's still like cheaper a, than VP, but it's it's not cheap. Well, do like a comparison. I, mean, I haven't done this. Maybe do like a T four VP versus Avgas five gallons and see what the <clears> difference is. I don't think it's that much different. Yeah, but it's safe to run in a stock motor. I mean, yeah, I've ran it before, so yeah, and my bike didn't blow up because I've of had that. buddies that blown up. They use Avgas, but who knows what they were doing? Right, uh, exactly. who knows? Yeah. Two strokes. Uh, what are you talking about, Dan? Two or four strokes? Well, I have a two-stroke and a four-stroke. Okay. So. All right. I never ran in two strokes. So I couldn't tell that, you. See, that's what we used well, to run in two strokes. Oh, okay. so. Why don't we give you a firepower chain, also, Dan, to hook up? Yes. So when you put Sounds that good. in, you can use this chain. All right, stay on the I'll line. I'll put on my blue crew. Fantastic. What kind of blue crew you got? Uh, YZ125 and a 250F. Damn, you're hard. New I one? Like it. Newer ones? Uh, 2018. Oh, that's fine, yeah. Both? 125 and 250? Dude. Uh, the 125 is a 2012. Dude, Dan can just, just pick any, right, well, however many strokes he wants that day. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Kiefer does that too with Heather. How many strokes does he want? He's usually not very much. Um, yeah, right. you like that? Stay on hold, okay, Dan? Marks will get your information. All right. All right. Uh, and now, uh, on the line from the WUSA Pulpamex wrap-up show, it's uh, Darkside. What's up, Darkside? So, up, did, you hear John, did you hear John? He, he seems okay with, with you and your janky show so far. <laughs> I missed the beginning part of the show because I was at a meeting, but well, no, I did not hear that. Well, listen, he had the power to, to, to yank his name off your show, and he didn't do it. I'm glad he didn't because I like John Anderson a lot, and I love WUSA. So, yeah, we we need him to stick around. All right, okay. What's up, buddy? And, and Kiefer, man. Kiefer's like a new sponsor, too. I'm going to come out to the Vet Nationals and uh, race for Kiefer Inc., I think. Yeah, I got a bike. Told you. I what? Prom yeah, I promised him. I You're said, giving him a bike? Sure, why not? What? I I'm going to go ahead and bring team. mine, though, so he doesn't have to do that just in case. But. No, no, no. We, I got plenty of bikes. Just, br just bring okay. yourself out. Don't give him a bike. Nah, it'd be cool for him, I think. Dude, let him bring his own bike. No, he wanted, why? He has his own bike. Ride something new. It's a good test. He has his old bike. I'll have him ride something new. Yeah. He can ride something for me. It's a win-win. I'll tell you what. After this after this weekend out at Underground, it was uh, Lane Shaw making fun of me for having to kick my, my 15 Honda for like 30 minutes. Yeah, it's time for a push button. That'd be great to have him ride his 15 Honda and then ride a new Honda and see what the differences are. Oh, I didn't realize you had a 15 Honda, Dark Side. Oh, the yeah, only that's guy, my you, new bike. That's the only, the only guy that's got something older than that is, is Mark's. Well, no, I have, this, I have an 06 Honda just like Mark's as well. Oh, okay. So, you, need to sell, yeah. you need to sell one of those, by the way. Uh, yeah, after this weekend, I, I'm considering it. But what to buy, right? I mean, Blue Crew, KTM, yeah. Honda. Yeah, Blue Crew. Shootout winner. See, I, I need I need a chance to ride all the new 450s to find out what I want. Easy. You see how he's, how he's trying to get in? <laughs> see that? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Trying to slide under the rug right yeah, there? Yeah, yeah, I saw that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Hard decisions to make. But, uh, hey, uh, Steve, I just after listening to the Adam Internet interview earlier, I want to know, is there ever a situation you're in during the day where, like, you're completely happy? Oh, good one. Why do you have a taco bar without the appropriate fixings? Who does that? Here, here's my I thing, Dark Side. Dark Side. He, ye he yells at me for analyzing him during the day. He yells at me. He's like, why do you always want to analyze me? But he does the same shit with everything else. Right. Thank you. Yeah. He, he, I mean, he like, the race tech rant could be like every hour. I'm just 
Like, that's, that's am weird. I am I crazy? Am I taking crazy pills here? Like, <laughs> how do you not have a fixing bar for tacos? I don't get. I mean, who says like, hey, Listen. I'm gonna get put tacos. I'm gonna make tacos. I'm not gonna give you any fixings. Can I tell you? There something? was nothing there, Kiefer. There were beans mm-hmm. and beef or chicken. Rice. There was no rice. Yes, there was. I had rice on mine. There was no rice. I had rice. Okay, I saw no rice. Okay. So, the only thing you ate was a tortilla. There was no flour, by the way, only corn, which is a little janky, but I'll take it. Oh, my God. So, you put beans and beef (laughs) corn tortilla? Who does that? What kind of world are we living in? Authentic Mexican food. That's authentic Mexican way. I'm telling you, you ever gone to an authentic Mexican? They don't have cheese. Yeah, I have. Chili's. That's not. That's Tex-Mex. <laughs> You're thinking corn tortilla, chicken, and cilantro. No, that's hang on, yeah. Hang on. That's street talk. Chili's street talk. Yeah. Keeper, Chili's is not Tex-Mex. I'm, I'm kidding. I'm, Texas, I'm joking. I'm joking. Home of Tex-Mex. Hey. I'm with you, Steve. You can't fuck with sour cream, salsa, cheese. It, it, it's it's a, you gotta have it. You can't fuck with chili. Okay, so why am I the idiot for complaining about? Why am I the idiot then? Why am I the asshole? Why am I the negative? Well, you know, you also complained about the distance of the drive, and you know, there's always some complaints. So I just was curious, man. Like, give me a situation during the day where you're completely happy. When I'm I, fucking riding my taser, I was just gonna say. When I'm riding my fucking taser, yeah, he's on his Yamaha track. My intense taser, and I'm fucking shredding and life. No, you know what? My headphones died today in the middle of the ride. <laughs> Hey, my headphones. Are Here's the thing that I've learned about my friend Steve Mathis. Okay, I've learned over the years saying with Steve, and and we go back and forth with this. You're never going to see him too happy, but you're never going to see him too angry. He's always just in the middle. Yeah. And I sometimes when I'm really excited about something, I think we're doing something really fun and cool. I wish I could get more out of my buddy, but yeah. there's nothing. There's not. There's not a big pop. It's like we talk about delivery and a lot of RPM response. There's not a lot of RPM response with Steve Mathis. Okay. It's I, a smooth roll-on delivery. You know what? I agree with that, but that's, that's a good quality. More people should be like that. 80% Have of the time, always? that's a great quality. Yes. 80%. Okay. Right. So 20%, I would love to see a little bit more reaction. Either way, even if you are right. pissed, I would like to see that too. Did I come across... No, you didn't. ...poorly with Adam Anthony not complaining? Of course not. No. Okay, thank you. No. I wish you wouldn't have told him about me taking the money back after every... That was funny, though. I, I mean, had that, to. That was true, but you should have left that part out. <laughs> and I didn't take any money back. No, you didn't. I didn't. No. I was generous with him. So what I've learned is just, you just take him how he is. He's just, he's just mellow. He's just straight-lined. If you got a dino graph, like we built dino graphs for our ladies, dino uh-huh. graph on Steve is really gradual. There's not, and it just flattens off. There's nothing really gnarly. There's no sharp edges. Who, who's, on the, who's on the wrap-up show this week, Darkseid? Uh, Skippy from EVS and Kyle Wolf, uh, a, fran- a fan who contacted me and wanted to come on. Okay. I, I I know know. You, uh, I'm waiting on your response. Come uh, on. Hit me. I, well, I don't know this guy. John, are you okay with these people on your wrap-up show? No. You're du- no, no, no John, I'm just kidding. John's <laughs> yeah, John, put your foot down. <laughs> yep. I'm just kidding. The Guts well. Racing WUSA wrap-up show. Not, not happy. I'm just John, kidding. John's in studio. John can come on if he wants. Yeah. Yeah, he could actually. That would work I'll out. I'll do it right? sometime, Dark Side. Yep. I'll do it. Okay. Yeah. I enjoy well, John, thank you, man. You. Thank you for being a longtime sponsor of Pulp and being a sponsor of the wrap-up show and always being, <laughs> being a great dude, man. I appreciate you. And I can't wait to see you at Glen Helen in about a month or so. Dark side, after, right on, man. after the Disnations, which race are you most looking forward to in the offseason? Um, <laughs> the Bit Nationals. Okay. Yeah, right. there you that's go. what I'm talking nice. about. Jesus Christ. Um, Seriously. Probably straight rhythm, honestly. 
I find it that's two people that said straight rhythm over the Monster Cup. That's interesting. I, I'm not stoked on straight rhythm or uh, Monster Cup this year. Kiefer is not. Uh, but. It, no, it's I honestly the cool thing about straight rhythm is how the, everyone dresses up their bikes and makes them unique, yeah. and I love that. That's cool. I I think that's badass. Um, it, it just seems like more of a fun event. Yeah. I think I'm let's down. A, I'm down with fun. Let's run a poll, Marks. Which race people are looking forward to? Uh, straight rhythm or or uh, MEC? Vet national poll too, please. And vo- then vet nationals. But you remember last year, like in the pit area, everybody, it, all the fans, yeah, really it was cool. accessible. Yeah. Yeah. There was no big trucks. Nope. I mean, Ryan we, was just working out of his Sprinter with his father. Yeah. And we were ramming it with McAdoo. Yeah, you yeah. were just chilling. I think you guys were out of a van or yep. something. And yeah, Jericho, pretty laid back and very very cool deal. Uh, all right, Dark Side. Anything else? Anything else you want to shit on me anymore? Or I mean, that's nah. you know, anything else you want to say? I'll just reflect that in your in your pay at the end of the month. So just go ahead. Yeah, I think, your... I think that's it for the for this week. Okay. All right. Problem X wrap up show. Please check it out. Try not to get it to me so fucking late this week. Dark Side. Hey, that yeah, that was uh, some guest issues. Well, Sorry. Well, we don't want guest issues. All right. Yeah, I got I got to work my schedule around the uh, the guests. I, yeah. I can do it pretty much whenever. Okay. All right, Dark Side. Thanks, buddy. All right. Thank See you guys. You. See you. That's Dark Side, everybody. This is the X brand goggle tear off segment. Let's uh, let's do this. It's the X brand tear off segment. Fifteen second rapid fire Q and A. Rapid fire. X brand goggles, a choice of champions everywhere. Gary Sutherland, mm. Ricky Brayback. That's right. Do you know how many privateers were X brand that absolutely kill it? John Short, Henry Miller, LeMay. Ben LeMay, uh, Kyle Cunningham. I'm just waiting on that new goggle. Just waiting. It's coming. I'm waiting. It's coming, all right? Wide peripheral. Do you wear X-Brand? Do you wear X-Brand from Rich Taylor or no? You don't, John? I'm telling Rich. <laughs> I don't. What do you wear? You and, I like... Uh, you and RT go way back. You know what? I was an Oakley guy, and then mm-hmm. I got my hands on some 100%. Mm-hmm. And, uh, That's bullshit. But mm-hmm. you know what? That, that, that backfired greatly. I really yeah, thought he sorry. wore X-Brand. I really did. That really backfired. <laughs> I did talk to Rich the other day. He was telling me about that new goggle coming out. Yeah. Okay. I have yeah. to check that out. And Rich, is a, he's a good dude. Yeah, yeah. Pulp Show 19. Good, good save. <laughs> Pulp Show 19 to save at xbrandgoggles.com, eksbrand.com. Choice of champions everywhere. New colors. Have you seen those new colors? They, they were fire. Miami Dolphins colors. Fire. Fire! These questions are submitted by Corey Moser. Do you, John, do you know him at all? I don't. I yeah. only know you talking about him. I don't, I don't, I know, don't know. know. I don't know the guy. So, all right, Mark, let's do this. Steve, yep. did Kiefer do anything creepy at the Seven Deuce Deuce wedding? Yeah, the the getting his wife to pose and pulling up her dress <laughs> in front of the I think that bracing trailer. That was a classic. You that got, was super creepy. It was a great photo. I'll will you show, you. Mark, will you show Mark the <laughs> yeah, photo? Yeah, of course. Okay, all right. Yeah. And John, on John too. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm over here. Um, um, <laughs> John, that, John wants it. But, but like who? Oh, well, okay. So that's one. Two. Oh, there was another. Work. Snug, snugs and pooch. Pookie and I, A Ray and Heather and Chris were going to the winery with the sun out to take some photos of couples or whatever, right? He's the one that's like, A Ray, A Ray. Yeah, pull your shirt open, A Ray. And he's undoing the buttons and he's like giving A Ray like <laughs> like okay, stand there. And then Heather, Heather, get down in front of him. Get down in front of him, Heather. Like, yeah. Just... I'll just direct him. I'll so, just direct uh, the photo okay, shoot. So, okay. So who's not big on orgies? <laughs> so like <laughs> that's put what it that like. put that where you want in the creep factor, but that's, 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 what, she, that's fun. what she said. F U N. Okay. F U N. All right, Keith after dark coming up later tonight, everybody. John, what wheel set would you put on Steve's new Blue Crew if cost wasn't a concern? Um, 
probably like a Talon Pro Billet with a, either a DID STX or an A60. Would uh, you leave the rims blue? You know, I heard you say that about how they've grown on they you. They have grown on me. And what's really funny about that is um, in the wheel business, we've mm -hmm. seen that transition go from a lot of people with blue rims going back to black. Hmm. Oh, really? In the beginning, yeah, when, yeah. when we, we kind of had a heads up, they were coming out, so yep. we were prepared for that. And it was like, it was kind of like the trend, right? Yep, yep. And it was all about blue. And, um, it, it, uh, but I, I would probably go what black. Is the blue, the color blue of the rim different than the stock color blue? Is it like a deeper blue? It's, like, it's a darker blue. Actually, Yamaha and their race team, um, we kind of partnered with them, and they actually use our vendor okay. for anodizing. Yeah. The thing with anodizing blue, because those rims, DID doesn't make a blue rim. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So yeah, the race anodizes team. them. Yeah. Yeah. But the problem is, like, depending on when you get them anodized, um, you got to do them all at the same time they because can be they yeah, can yeah, be yeah, different yeah. shades, right. and there's nothing um, worse than that. So you can order a DID hoop blue, but you guys anodize them. Is that what you're saying? Yes. I, okay, got I it. had a couple people talking shit on the color for my Honda here in the studio. And I guess that's just an age thing, right, John? Because color of the rim? Yes, or? yes, because that's factory Honda. That, that is, is Honda. That is what they ran. And, that is correct. And I love it, and yep. I think it looks bitching. Yeah. But it's funny. People of certain age are like, what are you doing with those orange? And I'm like, that's... That's not orange. Well, I well think it, orange, it, yellow, it, whatever, like whatever people call it. But, you know, like... But it depends on who's telling you that and how no, old I know. are they, right? But isn't so it they funny that remember. way, right? Yeah, like, for sure. Like, you and I, that's Honda. We just know that. Well, some of the even older stuff than that, um, that's like the Excel Gold, right? Right. There's a, even a pale gold that a lot of the vintage bikes like, are on. Oh, okay, Suzuki old? Nope. No, nope. Okay. Suzuki is what they call RM Yellow, and that's Those a whole bitching. different color. That's yeah. badass. Yeah, yeah, that's what JGR You runs. like that? Yeah, on Suzuki's a bitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, right. um, no, I, I, I just think that probably comes from maybe a newer generation yeah, aren't I think, used I, to yeah. it, but for older, you know, I a mean, little bit older, remember question. that? Right. I mean that that, that was Honda's rim color for what 20 15 yeah, years 20 yeah. years mm -hmm. that's pretty so, badass right yeah. all right Kiefer where should A-Ray be looking for a new chick to get his home life in order uh A-Ray should be looking Easy. someone from a fr have a friend referral he has a group of friends that maybe he has a, a guy and a girl that are together or married or whatever one of their friends something like that 17 seconds. Steve, who do you enjoy grinding out an e-bike ride with the most? Who? Yeah. Why does he got to make it creepy? Who do you enjoy grinding out an e-bike ride with the most? That's not creepy. So far. I mean, can you beat fucking Damon Bradshaw? Right. Can you beat it? No. He's Damon fucking Bradshaw. I'm on the trail with him. He's all over me. <laughs> like he's I, he fucking right on my rear wheel, hitting me in some corners when I fucked up. He's like, just... But you know what? In my ass. You know what the best part of that is? Is Matasevich's rebuttal on, on Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Bradshaw was cool. You know what? On it, and look, again, Kiefer, just watch the game. You really see people, because mm. I have the Levo, right? And I'm getting a taser for a spare bike also, uh, hopefully from the guys at Intense. You see people who have never ridden an e-bike before, and they smile, and they love it. And I've probably introduced 10 people to e-bikes that had no idea or didn't know anything about them, and they love them. I, yeah. The only jackass that has not been in love with them is right across the table from me right here. That's the only guy that has not fallen in love with them. It's not that you hate them. Mm -hmm. You're just ambivalent. I respect it. Thank you. I don't love it. But everyone else, 
loves it. I, I mean, honestly, uh, part of what drove me to that is I had to have some surgery for yep. a, a gallbladder yep. thing. So, you know, it's kind of down for a little bit, a little bit out of it. And then um, just talking to Gary and Gary's uh, girlfriend, fiance, uh, fiance Christy. Now. Yep. Yep. Um, we were talking, we sponsor Gary and um, I asked him, hey, how is that thing? You know, and he said, you know, it's really cool. And he goes, have you ever ridden one? I said, no. So he said, well, if you ever want to borrow mine, because he had a messed up foot for mm-hmm. a while. So he let me borrow yeah. it. And yeah. honestly, I, I actually came out here to Vegas, never rode one. And, and I went for a ride and, and I had so much fun, man. Yeah. When I got in the van and I was here for, for Vegas. Yeah. It was back in May. I called my wife and I just go, I just had the best time. Oh. She goes, yeah, but were you just, you know, were you just like cruising? I go, no. Hey, I was... I was working. It's similar to riding a dirt bike. You get the same yeah. feeling. People, people yeah. think you're not getting a workout, I yeah. think, is the biggest yeah. stigma. But you're, yeah. you totally are. No, when we go, I was good base, 130, 140s. So it was good. Yeah. 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 So, so, all right. John, who's been your favorite rider to work with? <clears throat> oh, boy. Um, you know, honestly, I would say Andrew Short. Yeah. Oh, I thought, I thought you'd have so many, but you, you – uh, yeah. Shorty is – he's, is, dude, he's an amazing he's, human being. Yes. He's an amazing human being. Everybody, you know, I, I, that comes up all the time, right? But oh, um, this is Moser who asked this. He um, <laughs> and I, I think a lot of it's uh, I didn't even put this together away from the track a yeah. little bit. Yeah. Um, but uh, myself and my wife, our family, Tom, you know, uh, he's a good guy. Yep, I really oh. like the guy a lot. My favorite writer, uh, and I've got I've been fortunate to meet a lot of yeah. you know Damon. We sponsored Damon Bradshaw for the U.S. Open. Yeah. And That's Bob right. Hanna and Kelly I Smith. met all Ke- Kelly Smith. Just Kelly Smith beating him. Yeah. Steve Mathis. Yeah. Bud Walters. Um, no, the, the, my favorite. I've never met, and I've got to meet a lot of the legends, which is I'm very uh, honored to say that is Mark Barnett. Hmm. Because when I was growing up, yeah, when I heard the stories of Mark Barnett riding until he mm-hmm. ran out of gas and yeah. running sand hills until yep. he threw up, and listening to Van Halen on speaker boxes at his grandma's farm, I just thought that guy's badass. Yeah. And, and I've and, never met him. I've met him. He's a very soft-spoken, very yep. no ego, anything. He's a very, you know, uh, I did drag stuff out of him to do interviews with him. But when you talk to Hannah, you talk to Wardy, you talk to Osho, they will tell you, those guys, were the, they'll tell you Barnett was a bad dude. Like, they'll all tell you that, where he was the, the standard. He yeah. was the guy you had to gun for. Like, he was yeah. the guy that used to do just 40-minute motos And nonstop. that's just, I remember watching him at Saddleback Park. I was in yep. that era and watching him on the RM125, and it was hotter than heck up there in Saddleback. Yeah. 45-minute motos, and that guy was the same speed the first lap as, yeah. the, as until the last lap. That's crazy. He was a badass. All right. Kiefer, yeah. who will be the first mainstream manufacturer to come out with an electric bike? Ooh. A Honda, I guess, because I already kind of did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Honda. Production, I guess he's talking about. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure it will be production. I don't know if it will be coming here to America, but, yeah, they'll have production. Steve, what's the craziest off-season rumor you've heard? Like this year or all I, time? I was just going to say, I don't know if he means the, this, year this year or probably or this time. year. Yeah. Um, the craziest off-season rumor maybe of all time was that Jeremy was going to ride a Suzuki. Yeah, right. That wasn't going to happen. I remember getting that news, and you're like, yeah, f- as if he'd ever do that. And then he, he did. He, he did. Um, <laughs> I, I, don't, I haven't heard anything crazy. I really haven't. Uh, have you? This year's pretty mellow this year. Yeah, everyone's deals yeah. are everything's kind of set. John, you heard any crazy? I no. keep hearing from people that Supercross is going to go to Europe or I, or middle the Middle East. 
but obviously not for 2020. I'm hearing Michael Lindsay starting a Supercross team. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy to me. Jerry Robin yeah. and his buddy, right? Jerry that, and that, that uh, YouTube Jeff guy. Jeff Walker? Jeff Walker. Yeah. It was three guys. Oh, was it? Or maybe Blows. Oh, Blows. Too. Maybe yeah. Blows. Oh, I didn't hear that one. Yeah. But it, I, yeah. Works so chassis lab. To me, that's crazy yeah. because that's a lot of fucking work. Yeah. And yeah, if you want to be a media testing guy, that's a, it's yeah. a lot of work doing that. Yeah. And I think... He was going to ride Hondas. Yeah, Honda's supposed to help with that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. All right. I don't know if we're supposed to say that, but yeah, yeah. just got done. Yeah, who knows? John, should Glenn Helen still be part of the MX Outdoor Series? <laughs> Here we go. This got 30 seconds. This yeah. good. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's just say for a lot of our family and personal reasons, we, we actively try to help save that. Yep. And I will just say this, um, being kind of sort of thrown into seeing both sides of it, um, what a clusterfuck. Can we talk about the uh, race on the same day as uh, as Paula? Can we talk about that? Oh, the, yeah. The free ride day. The free yeah. ride day? You know, that that's obviously another sensitive topic, but um, that was pretty disappointing. <laughs> yeah. You um, think? And that's one of the reasons I, I don't really want to go to the World Vets I, I, and look, nothing against WUSA. I, I do want to say this. I'm sorry. I know it takes – you only get 30 seconds, but – they can do whatever they want, you know, and that's yeah. cool. You know, yeah. it's a it's it's a business, and and that's cool. Um, but unfortunately, uh, maybe it was a misunderstanding. I don't know about that. But when you know my late father in law's name got brought up in yeah. that, um, that was pretty sensitive to our family, as it should because be. Because right. Tom, yeah. you know, Tom loved motocross. Tom White, that is. I don't know if your listeners know him. You know, ah, but but, but anyway. He wouldn't have been a fan of that. No. And and I, I told that to Davey, and I told that to the people at Glen Helen, too. That that wasn't cool. I did a whole article on how Glen Helen got back in after being yep. separated. I talked to Tom. Yep. I talked to Davey. Yep. And I had many off-the-record conversations with Tom over the years about <clears> it. <throat> the guy loved motocross. Yep. He didn't have an agenda of Glen Helen agenda or nope. MX Sports agenda. He had no agenda. He loved motocross. That's it. And there is zero chance that Tom would have ever said yeah put my name on a race opposite of a of a, of a national apollo that, that is that stands for that's everything what tom stands for he he just he wouldn't you know yeah he treated davy coombs like a son almost yeah he looked at him like that and i know tom thought a lot of uh davy and and his sister and rita he just uh, he th- he thinks the world of that family yeah. and what they've done for motocross. He wouldn't have done yeah. that. No, it's very. Disappointing. I still got a Tom sticker on my helmet. Very still cool. got a Tom. Very disappointing. Yeah. The folks at Glen Helen, and and, and uh, honestly, I I hate the place. I I, I don't like the people who run it. I don't like the track. I don't <laughs> I don't even like that World Vet race. As I've said many times to yeah. you, they don't care <laughs> about anything but money there. Yeah. My buddies were signing up under three different classes because <laughs> they just wanted more time. They didn't want to get tra- trophies or anything, but they drove yeah. down from Canada. No IDs are checked. Nothing. They yeah. do not care. Just give us money. You can race whatever you want. Like, really? Like, really? It's you know, and it, here's the thing. I don't want this to be, because obviously, you know, That's my you allowed me to I, come in and uh, talk uh, about uh, the vet race. And, you know, as we call it the W Vet Worlds. You know, really, it's it's Tom White's Vet yep. World Championship. Mm-hmm. Right. And so we we continue to support it. It's our fifth year. Um, you know, we're not a partner in it. We don't make money on it. Uh, in fact, it costs us money, but we do it in Tom's memory. And this is the 35th year yeah and that's that's really why we do it All right we so. should we should uh we should support it for the wusa and the intense bicycle taser ride look i tom knew didn't i i didn't know tom that well but every time i saw tom i went to a race he was at Glen helen i vividly remember this 
Tom would come up to me, shake my hand, look me in the eye, and say, how's it going, Chris? How's everything going? Right. He knew my name. I don't know how he did, but he knew. And I was like, this dude is just a cool... And then, obviously, I've known who he was for a long time. Right. White Brothers was one of the first sponsors I've ever got. And he was always very cordial with me. He was He's funny. He cracked jokes. Just a nice dude. Yeah. And yeah. that's but, one of the reasons but, why I raced the race, because it's Tom. You the know? podcast I did with Tom <coughs> about getting started and building White Brothers and selling it mm-hmm. and moving on was pretty pretty interesting, pretty cool. Really yeah. done a lot of things in the sport. Like, yeah. really, like, a innovator in so many ways. It's yeah. re- look in the archives, everybody, and... and and uh, and take a listen if you can. So, yep. uh, all right. Next question. That's longer than thirty seconds. JT, yeah, a little bit, bit mad. It'll yeah. be all right. right. Kiefer, who puts up better results in twenty twenty? A Ray or Seven Deuce Deuce? I love I love Seven Deuce Deuce, but A Ray. A Ray gets better. We might need some W wheels if A Ray gets clipped from hip hap. We might need to put it together. A Ray has a little bit more speed than Seven Deuce Deuce. Uh, Seven Deuce Deuce does not get out of his comfort zone. Right. He does not. He doesn't want to. I don't think he wants to get hurt, which is understandable. A-Ray? Is A-Ray ever in his comfort zone? <laughs> A-Ray gets out of his comfort zone. Well, we were talking about quali- my qualifying over on the drive up about how I sucked yeah. so bad. Right. He's like, bro, I had my feet off the whole time on my fastest lap. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not doing that. <laughs> A-Ray said, my feet weren't even on my on the pegs one time my yeah. fastest lap. <laughs> yeah. All right. That's it? <laughs> x Brand Goggles, the choice of champions everywhere. We're going to debut a new segment on the show right now uh, with the results of the Raider game going on. Oh, We're going to debut boy. a new WUSA going deep with Heather Kiefer. Let's just call and check check in and see how she's doing right yeah, now. Yeah, you like that? It's, uh, it's that. 14 nothing Raiders at half. Just uh, going deep. WUSA.com. Please check them out for all your wheel needs. Going deep with Heather Kiefer. <laughs> Jeez. Here we go. For the love of God, I hope she doesn't answer. Good girl. Big Bronco fan. Your call has been forwarded to an automatic. <laughs> That's going deep, everybody, with Heather Kiefer, brought to you by <laughs> WUSA.com. 14 nothing lead for the Raiders at half. She, uh, her and Steve are, uh, I can't stand it. It's too much for me. She's the biggest Bronco fan, like, ever. I knew that, right? yeah. Right, yeah. yeah. So, oh, we're getting a call right now. That's not her. No, not her. Uh, uh, she just put, She all she did, text me around, she put, Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> well, the WUSA going deep with Heather Kiefer segment was not a... Uh, that wasn't a, that was that a wasn't, flop. That wasn't a success at yeah, all. Well, uh-huh. uh, we got That's the okay. uh, BTOsports.com tweet at Travis segment coming up as well. Uh, Kiefer, shootouts. Yep. Um, did a podcast with Rich coming out uh, maybe later this week or next week, and we'll get more in that. We have that topic aside yep. of shootouts. Uh, but let, well, let's ask John first. So John, as a guy in the industry, been along a long time. Wrenched for a living, you know, worked at White Brothers and all that. How do you feel about magazine shootouts of new bikes? Like, where are you at on that? Do you, obviously, with everybody you know, you, behind the scenes, you, you know, you don't read these things as gospel. Yeah. But what do you think of those? A gen, is a general general statement. Well, I think the magazines that do reviews, I, I think they cater to quite a few different people, right? So it's always been the thing with MXA. People go, well... A lot of the guys that are doing it are maybe a little bit older, and I know they've tried to move in with a little bit more of a younger influence. Um, I, this sounds like a broken record, but I, I do truly believe that the bikes, they're all really good. I do yeah. believe that. This isn't the 80s um, anymore, right? Like, yeah. yeah. So the only thing I, 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 you know, look, owning a business, I sometimes I think that, you know, that, that can really 
affect a lot of people's a magazine uh, review or yeah, uh, yeah like yeah, yeah, like yeah. if no matter what you know not the motivation behind it but there are situations where there's been some stuff in the past where some editors didn't flat out like a brand yeah they were never going to give them a good review right. and it didn't matter what happened. No. how good right, the bike right. was right that's right so yeah. i think that it's a bit unfair yeah but yeah. you know we can all cry about it all day long it's just it's part of the industry right. um um yeah i i don't know i think it just depends on you know when you think about it though anymore there's not very many i hate to say it right but there's not very many magazines yeah. print magazines you know one thing about chris and i you know i've known chris a long long time way before Kiefer inc and and actually back when he was wrote for white brothers i worked there and so um i think that when i listen to chris's stuff he's very detailed mm -hmm. um i never get a sense that even talking to him off the record that that He's buy, you know, yeah. he, he, you know, yeah. you like to tease him about Blue Crew and all that. Yeah, but no, 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 no. I think no, he, he bought a Husky. Yeah, I think he, and I've heard from people. Right. I will say I have heard from people that have actually swayed their decision has been swayed. Honest truth by what Chris said, because I think he writes so much and puts so much detail into right. his reviews that it really gives the consumer like, yeah, like, hey, you know, I'm I'm a little taller, I'm shorter, I'm right. heavier, I'm skinny. Um, well, he's writing all these guys back that write him emails. I mean, well, Jesus Christ. I mean, Jesus, a lot so, of emails. Um, yeah, yeah I, I, I don't think I exactly answered your question. And, right, right. and look, part of it, too, is, you know, I yeah, having a business, you know, it's, yeah. I don't mean to sound like a, 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 a you know, Political. like, um, what do you call it? Waffling? Yeah. yeah. I, I don't are mean you, to sound like right that, but, um, but our industry is very, um, it's, versatile. it's very political. Yeah. So, you know. Uh, all right. Uh, Sorry, I so couldn't answer better. That's okay. Uh, Kiefer, so? Yep. So for me, I just see uh, an old template. I've been, I was young, reading all the magazines when I was little, and I'd read shootouts. And I was a believer in shootouts. And I, and I still am to some, in some degree, but now when I turn to my own business and I did a shootout, which I like doing, I had many different writers, like you're saying, weights, sizes, abilities, blah, blah. But now I, I go to, I see the manufacturers going to shootouts. It's the same fucking thing all the time. Granted, if the results are different or whatever, but for me, I want to do something different for the sake of trying to do something different. You know, mm -hmm. I work really hard. Like you said, I, I ride a lot. I write a lot. I talk a lot. I mean, I, I, I never talk about myself, but I feel like out of all, everyone, I ride the most out of any media outlet. I love writing. I love tinkering. I do that. But for me, I pride myself on answering the emails, helping people set their bikes up. So I've been trying to do something different this year with really trying to help with baseline settings, getting their bikes set up for them. And of course, if you have questions, you can email me. You're, I'm accessible to the average consumer, which, let's face it, dirt bike, motocross action, you can't go up to Jody and ask him questions. You can't go up to Dirt Bike Magazine. You, I mean, Don's not answering questions. So for me, I thought there was something missing. So this year, for the sake of doing it, I wanted to just be like, okay, I'm going to give my rankings of what I think is the best bikes down to six, use that ranking and put them in brackets, and then put one bike against the other. So one, one against six, two against five, three against four. Winner of each bracket moves on to the next one. 
and then we have a winner, just for the sake of it, you know, just mm-hmm. to just to try something different. But so you're actually going to blow out your your thing on the air, okay? Right. Yeah, no, mm-hmm. I, I just feel like I need to do something different because I feel like not only are manufacturers kind of tired of the same shit going out to the same thing, listen to some of these guys that don't even know how to test a motorcycle. I mean, I've been around long enough where these manufacturers say they're going to, hey, can I get, guys like, yeah, I need to stiffen it up. And they, they pretend to stiffen it up. And the guy comes back, oh, yeah, it's way better. We didn't fucking do anything. So you got these guys that don't know shit. So I really try hard to bring people in that know what they feel. And if you don't feel it, say, I don't know. Mm-hmm. So I want to try something different this year and put them in brackets, do a little shootout each each bike and really detail-orient each bike and why it's moving on and why this one wasn't as good. And if it doesn't work, fuck it. We can go back to the old right. school way <laughs> the next the year. Way, right, you know, right. what are we losing? Right. Nothing. I'll always tell you the truth. I'll answer your emails. If, if Yamaha, I'll just tell you right now, if Yamaha doesn't win every shootout, something's wrong. That's how good that bike is this year. Luker. There's not, that bike changed the most. It gained the most. As much as I love a KTM Husqvarna and, and a Honda, that's not as good as a Yamaha, plain and simple. Mm-hmm. It's easiest to ride. And when I'm, I'm a test rider um, for an OEM, when we go test, I have to set up that bike for the, a, a large consumer base, not just me. So I kind of know what, what a bike needs to be overall a great bike for everyone. I feel like I have that feeling. And it's well, after I rode the Yamaha, I'm like, oh, I can see why it's winning. It's winning by big margins in these shootouts. So, um, so yeah, we're going to try something different this year, do a little bracket, and then I want to go back to Oklahoma, ride it in some yeah, different yeah, dirt. Are you doing that? Are you yeah, I want to. No, I want to do that, but it? I want to do something in the West Coast so that everyone has something because yeah. nowadays – you got to put something out. Or well, what, Michael what? Lindsay really jumped the gun with all you, all you jerkies, and he pissed off some people. Yeah, but, but I mean, yeah, I see really both sides of that as well. I yeah, see the yeah. manufacturer side, and I see Mike's side. Yep, I do too. So, yep. Um, I mean, he went and bought the bikes or got them from dealers. So, yeah. what do you? Yeah. And, and and I've been talking that for years. It'd be cool to get bikes from a dealership, mm-hmm. and the manufacturers were were fine with it. They're like, yeah, you should do that. Some guys were like that'd be cool, but I think the embargo really fucked things up for Mike. You yep. know? Yep. So. Yep. I don't know. I just want to try something different, help the consumer, get them excited about reading something again. Send them just, hey, I got my shootout up. Everyone go read it. It's like, eh. Yeah. Do you, do you think it's, you know, do you think it's critical to have a winner in the shootout? I think, I like, think when it's. When I call it a, you know, what do you, a shootout, right? Yeah. What, is it critical to have a winner? Well, Chris can knows better, but I heard the OEMs want a winner. Yeah. If you're going to do a shootout. They want a winner. They, they want a winner. Here's the thing. It's funny because as much as but they, if they don't win, they're pissed, right? Well, they want to know why, and they need to have each each yeah. guy inside a manufacturer inside an OEM knows what their bike does good and knows what it doesn't do good. So, if you come up with stuff that they know already, it's legit. They'll agree yeah. with you. Yeah. But the Japanese, the Austrians, they really love to see shootouts because sometimes I'm not saying every time, but these manufacturers change their bikes for the next year based on shootouts and how they're doing. And they really pay attention to that stuff. That's important. So I think it somehow needs to be done, but I don't think we need the same thing every fucking year. Yeah. You know, let's do something different. Let's try it, you know. And, you know, when I left Dirt Rider and Steve gave me the opportunity to do what I did, I felt like it was needed, something different. And now 
that seems to be the norm. Like everyone's kind of doing what we, we're doing. As yeah. usual, Pablo Max leads the way. Yeah. So, <laughs> so we're gonna try something different. We're gonna do something new. I want to bring something to the to the reader and the consumer. Like it's fun to read. Um, and if it doesn't work, that's fine. Hey, we can always we can go back to it. You know, it's, right. it's something different. I don't know. Because you got these guys going in these shootouts. Some of these test riders, I I watch and I'm like, oh my god, dude, it's pain. It's painful for me, and I feel sorry for the manufacturer reps who are like, listen, to some guy that knows zero which way to go, but he's sounding yeah, like he wants to really, know. When you really think about it, to get a job at a magazine, if you're just a bro, you can get a job with somebody. Like, there's no actual real qualifications needed to be a magazine person. Well, or, or to start I'll a podcast. I'll give you a perfect or to start example. A podcast for, I'm, I'm just saying. Sean Klinger, the guy from Vital now, yeah. he worked at Dirt Rider. He didn't know much. He barely could ride a dirt bike. But we brought him along, taught him. He's He rides so much better now. He lost weight. He's a good dude. He's an honest guy. And now he can ride decent. But like you said, when we, brought, when we got hired at Dirt Rider, he wasn't a dirt bike guy. Yeah. So... Yep. There's some of these things out here, you know. Right. So uh, Michelin, we all know Michelin Starcross Five Tires push the boundaries of off-road performance for riders of all levels. But what's great about Michelin is they develop and deliver world-class products for every segment of motorcycle, and they've been doing it since 1897. I got some Starcross Fives over there that just landed for the uh, Blue Crew. How long until Randy is on my ass about putting them on? Tomorrow, because he'll listen to this and he'll be on your ass. Fuck! Uh, just, just give me some, Randy. I'm just gonna ride the stock tires for a little bit, okay? Yeah, trust me, Randy. So just still calm got, down. He still has the tits on the tires, Randy. Yeah, so. just calm down, all right, Randy. But in 1984, Michelin developed the first radio motorcycle tire, and this radio technology radio technology delivers comfort and stability, especially at high speeds. Michelin developed that. MichelinMotorcycle.com. Uh, they are tire experts and have the same passion for delivering high performance products as you have for riding your motorcycle. So thanks to Michelin as well for coming on the show, and uh, they got a, they got that contest going on when they trip out to. Um, I don't remember. You're looking at me like I'm supposed to know. I, I ri- oh, it was um, God. I, Russell Russell Bob. R- yeah, yeah, yeah. Russell Bobbitt. Yeah, he has a trail. Yeah, he out does in Texas, trip. right? Yeah. All right. We really epic trail up. rides or something like that. Yeah, Sorry we, if we, I don't know it. We but, really fucked that up. But go to yeah. Michelin Motorcycle to get all the <laughs> details on you that. Blew it! We did. We did. <laughs> Thank you, BTOSports.com, Fly Racing, Vortex Racing, Race Tech Suspension and Engines, Roost MX. Vertex Pistons, X-Brand Goggles, Michelin Starcross 5, Maxima USA, Pro Filter, Firepower Batteries and Chains, EVS Sports, FMF, Atlas Neck Brace, Works Connection, OGO Power Sports, Get Data, Guts Racing, EagleGrit.com. Please check that out. Daniel is fresh in the factory, uh, making some more Eagle Grit. MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com. Actually, let me go to the MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com job of the week this week. MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com. Upload your resume for free with those guys. And I should have done this earlier, but I didn't. But uh, let's keep going. Here we go. Job of the week. Oh, this is going to be a good one. Is it? Maybe this is something that um, uh, Alex Ray can do. MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com, like I said, upload your resume for free. Uh, Suzuki is seeking a full-time marketing event specialist Oh wow! in Brea. Suzuki, RM Army. It's a newly created full-time position working with our parts and accessories division located in Brea, California, traveling, traveling nationally about 50% of the time. Hmm. Wow. You can meet Alex Ray, I bet you, this way. And Travel. And Adam Entingnap. Uh So please check it out. Full-time job at Suzuki. Uh, marketing events specialist at Suzuki. So, yeah. Should be a cool job. You want to get in the industry? Start here. You hiring at W? Um, not right now. Okay. We, all right. we all actually right. well, just did hire some. How many some employees more. you got? Uh, ten. Okay. We're not a big company, but ten. 
Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm just saying. You want to get your feet in the door. You're not going to get in, you know, uh, working for um, Spud Walters or working for Nick Way like I did or John did or whatever. You're going to get in the hard way. So you got you got to do it. So I would work for free at W. What's that? I would uh, work for free. Okay. Just so I can <laughs> see your wife every day. Okay. Really? You really got to go there? <laughs> I'm just keeping it real with John. I mean, she's good looking. I'm she's, not going to. That's right. Yeah, right. <laughs> I would never work at W. You want to know why? Because I hated truing wheels. I was terrible at it. I hated doing it. I used to trade Gothic off. I said, Gothic, I'll clean all the filters. You would what, Gothic? Trade Gothic off. Okay. Like, I'll do all the filters, Gothic. You lace my wheels. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. the, I was, I hated it. It was, and I had a torque wrench, and I had it on the, you know, the vice, and I had a truing stand. And God damn it, I couldn't, like, I wasn't good at it. I don't know what the deal was. I would leave, yeah. you know, three threads showing, then two threads, and then, I don't know, bro. I couldn't true wheels. Kind of so, a funny little inside story. You know who uh, actually builds all the wheels for factory KTM? Hmm. Carlos. Really? For the whole team. Yeah. And he Gothic, used to. hey, Gothic did all of ours. Gothic yeah. liked yeah. it, so he did all of ours. Wow. Yeah. Well, I, I have to throw a little plug in. We actually just built a couple for Kenny. Uh, for, 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 for Lars, yep. for straight rhythm. Yep. Yeah, he's that's have a, pretty cool. That's cool. Yeah, he's yeah, going to have cool. a CR250 yeah. going up, yeah. MC replica. Yeah, that's neat. Uh, the Michelin promotion is at Gnarly Roots. There it is. Yeah, Gnarly Roots. So uh, please check them out on Instagram. Uh, you screwed that up a little, little bit. I think Randy's going to... He'll jab you for it, for sure. Yeah, okay. All right. Uh, so, yeah, MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com, marketing events specialist. Please check that out. Race Tech rant of the night. Oh, boy. Racetech.com, do you want to become a better suspension tuner for your race team, your business, or just for yourself? Want to add profitable department to your business or start your own suspension tuning business? Yes. Uh, a lot of guys in the pits have gone through this program or worked at Racetech over the years. So Racetech.com will get you dialed in. How does suspension and valving really work? Want to know the why behind the what? Not just guesses and rumors. Check out Racetech's technical edge suspension seminars and get your start the same way. Most of the industry's leading factory tuners and companies started October 12th to 18th. 2019 at the Racetech headquarters in Corona, California. So please check them out, racetech.com. Get your motor work done. Get your suspension work done with those guys. Um, Racetech round of the night. I, I just, what is wrong with society today? Like, seriously, I just, I can't stand society at times. I can't stand these people. And it's all ages. It doesn't matter what age because I've seen all of these people do this over the years. Like, young people, old people, it doesn't matter. I went to a movie the other night by myself. When saw it, chapter two, not that good, by the way, not as good as the first one. And Pookie and I went. I went to um, once, upon, once upon a time in Hollywood. You know, whenever that came out a month ago, is that good? Yeah, it was good. Um, not as good as JT thinks, but it was good. Um, I went to stay off your fucking phones. Like what they tell you before the movie starts, put your phone away. Can you not be without your phone for two hours? You just can't, I guess, because. All the time, every single fucking movie I go to, you see people with their screens lit up at lit bright ass lights or it ringing or the phone ringing, despite them telling you on the screen over and over, despite you knowing you're in a movie theater like and and these people, it's not like the phone rings. I had a guy take the call. Oh, wait, a guy took the fucking call a no few months ago. Way. Yes, he did. Hello. He took the call. Oh, fuck. I thought like, they were supposed to throw him out. Cinemark Cat said, "You got bone out with it, dude." You can't have it. What is wrong with these people? Like, I don't. 
I, I don't understand. I love my phone. Did I'm you glued to it. You, if you saw my iPhone screen report, have you seen that thing on iPhone? Have you ever seen that? It started like with the last update, right, Marks, I think? Uh, yeah, it's been around a There's little a bit. There's a screen yeah. time update. It tells you how long you've been on your phone, and it's fucking scary when you see like how many hours you've been on your that. phone. Dude, that. don't look at it. You'll be depressed, okay? Really? But So I'm on my phone a lot. I love it. A lot of pictures of Heather on there. I like it. Not the one you need, though. No. Uh, but I'm just saying, like, it's so bad. It's so bad out there in the world. People don't give a fuck. They, they just don't. check their phones, dude. And they're just texting. I had three chicks next to me, and they're on their phone in the middle of the movie and, and on it, just like, yep, she's just swiping and she's uh, checking, punching in. A, like, how fucking rude do you got to be that you just like, I don't care. I'm putting myself above all of you other people. I got to check this message. Didn't you say you got so pissed one time that you bought another seat while you're in the movie theater to get away from someone? No, that was a person sniffling. Oh, okay. The last movie Pookie and I went to, we bought two seats, sat down, the girl next to us, <laughs> just sniffling, just sniffling. <laughs> I'm like, oh, hell no. I went on the phone, bought two seats lower, we moved two, like, two, two rows down. <laughs> That's awesome. Like, where has movie theater etiquette gone? It's people. They don't give a fuck. They don't give a fuck no, anymore. No. I'm more important than all of you. My fucking text and my, like, dude. It's, and it's the way society is. What are you going to do? Dude. That's what they're going to say. I'm telling you, it's every movie I go to. It's not like, oh, once in a while there's some jackass. Like, <laughs> it's every single movie. There's somebody on their phone. That's weird. I haven't had that much interaction with that where I live. Really? Yeah. Uh-huh. John, you? Not really. I, what, what the fuck? So is that, this is like the top. Maybe we fixing? just maybe, no, maybe we just don't go to the movies a lot. Maybe it's I don't Vegas. Know. I don't know. Maybe it's yeah. a Vegas thing. Marks, yeah. where are you at? Yeah, no, it's uh, it's pretty bad. Okay, I see it a lot. Right. It. Does this matter if it's at night or during the day? Or no, is that it doesn't, no, it doesn't. doesn't Stay off your fucking phones. Yeah. There's a giant sign that says, "Please put your phones away." Yeah. The cat says. I don't know what this cat is you're speaking of. I don't know the Cinemark cat. cat. He okay. comes on and says, "Hey, what's up, everybody?" I don't know about that. Put your phones away. Okay, but cute cat. It's so bad, and that's my race tech round of the night. Like, it's, you're very passionate about it. I just, how fucking rude is that? Now, when you have your phone, is your phone inside the? You have your phone with you? Yeah, of course. Where is it at? Pocket. And you don't? It doesn't come out. You don't put it in the cup holder thing. I have normally in my pocket. Does it light up when it vibrates? No, because I put it face down. Okay. All right. Yeah. I put mine in the cup holder, and I put mine on very low dim. And if it does brighten up, I'll look and see what it is, and then that's it. That's it. Don't do that. <laughs> Don't do that. You can't do that either? No. It, what if it's super dim? It's still light enough in a darkened movie theater. Right. Marks, can you believe this? Can this you? whole rant, all this time, and he's sitting right across from you. He's one of them. <laughs> he's one of them. I'm not on the fucking phone, though. Dude, the guy on the phone was a rare case. Yeah. But- I'm generally talking about checking messages. So if my phone was lighting up in the cup hole, you'd be pissed. Fuck yeah. Uh, see, I'm not mad about that. My eyesight just picks up a bright light. Really? I'm focusing, babe, I'm focusing on babe, the movie. Kiefer's on his phone. He's one of the people. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not on it. I'm just saying it's it's just chilling in here like that, and it's, it's fucking on low. D- like, d- don't. Hold on. This, this. It's that. It doesn't matter. You can see you it. You can't see that. You can see it in a darkened theater. Oh, what if, look what it, if it, goes it up makes by a itself. noise because it's vibrating in the cup holder? That's true. I, I silence it, though. I don't want to get thrown out for saying this, but the only thing I could see, Kiefer's point, is if him and Heather go to the movies, 
and Aiden's at home right, he needs something. by himself, right. and you just say, only call me if it's an emergency. Uh, okay, right. just get up and check your phone halfway through the movie. Okay. No, then you missed the movie. I've seen people check their phone, like walk down and go into the hallway, and then come right back. I assume they're checking their phone. Yeah, I don't do that. It's in the cup holder. It's chilling. It's on the dim. No one can see it. I'm fine. Uh, the race tech rant of the night. I'm done. And Kiefer's fired from Pulp Mex immediately. <laughs> uh, we ran a poll on Twitter. Uh, Red Bull Straight Rhythm or MEC? The poll is 49% Straight Rhythm, 51% MEC. Wow. Right That's now, close. as of right now. So, yeah, it's getting close. But have they announced the riders' full announcement of riders coming out for Red Bull Straight Rhythm? Not yet. Tomorrow. Well, let's see if that changes when right. they do that. Skippy. Yeah, what up? How's the job at EVS? Oh, it's awesome, man. We uh, we had a sick weekend up at uh, Smodgy's place with uh, the Nitro crew, and uh, those guys are wild. Well, don't uh, make sure you don't clip clip my uh, my budget for 2020 over there at EVS Sports. Oh no, no, don't worry. We've uh, been talking about it a lot. We've had a lot of good success with the uh, the discount code that. Uh, the old Pulp of Mexico, so it worked yeah, well, and fantastic. definitely get a lot of people talking about it. But uh, what's uh, on your mind? Definitely one. Well, wanted to confirm one thing for sure: is uh, Baby Mama made tacos tonight, and uh, next to this great uh, handmade taco shell is uh, some cilantro, some tomatoes, some cheese, some onions, and some great options. So I kind of, kind of with you on the. Uh, got to have some condiments. I to just go with you got to. I mean, look, authentic Mexican or not, all right, just you know. Let's put some fucking talk fixings out there, okay? For people who don't don't want to just eat beans and beef, mmm, beans and beef on a corn tortilla, mmm. I like that. Yeah, I didn't mean to get y'all riled up again, man. What's your no. heart rate during these uh, race tech rants? When I start thinking about people on their phones at movie theaters, it gets me. You know, just I've said some things to people. I've told people, "Hey, can you get off your phone?" Like really super loud. I've done that. I'm hey, kidding. fuck off. And I'm not a guy to do that. Like, I'm usually a guy to just be like, hey, fucking whatever, don't worry. Like, you know. Right. But I've been so disgusted by people. I've and what's said their that. comeback when you say that? They put their phone away. Did yeah, they? yeah, yeah. I'll get an usher. Oh, shit, that guy just actually called me out? Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, thanks, Skippy. Thanks for the call. Yeah. All right, hold on real quick. Real quick question. With uh, So I saw the, uh, the Vital guys. They had a lot of either, you know, retired pros or current pros and a lot of plus 30 riders that were doing their shootout this year. Um, and I think there's, you know, some advantages and disadvantages to that. One of them, I think that the, the more advanced riders really know what the bike's doing more. And I think they just know how to kind of translate what certain bikes are doing a little bit better than your, you know, entry level riders. Uh, but I also like the aspect that, you know, keeper takes with, you know, having different levels of riders, women riders, tall riders, short riders, different riding abilities, stuff like that. So, you know, what's the, you know, big advantages and disadvantages y'all think of, uh, you know, doing the two different uh, styles of testing. Look, if you're going to do, look, you're going to do a shootout. Like I, I disagreed. I saw that and I disagree with all the vet pros they had. I feel like, eh, I mean, if you have one vet pro opinion, I'm good. Like if yeah. you're a good tester, that's like me. I could just probably do that whole shootout by myself and give you my opinion. And I would have got the same result. So for me, if, if you're a consumer and a reader, listener or whatever, you're going to want a wide variety of riders because you have so many types of guys out there. So if I have a 200-pound guy intermediate, if I have a – even if a, a girl, if I have a lady, if I have a, a 200 – you know, Steve doesn't like this, but I had a bigger guy last year in my shootout because there's, those guys want to know about the bike as well, even though they're going to need springs, they're going to need valving. I, well, I like a wide variety of riders because there's a lot of people out there in the world, right? So – 
if I'm going to do a shootout, a lot of different size riders and abilities. If I was just like, hey, this is Kiefer shootout, what's up? This is the ranking. That's basically how I how I feel like Vital did it. It was like vet pro, vet pro, vet pro, vet pro, and one other dude. I'm like, eh, you guys need to mix that up a little bit, you know? Yeah, especially with the weight side of things. Like, I'm a buck 45, and if I'm looking at a 450, and the guy's like, no, nah, this thing's definitely oversprung, or they, you know, with a lot of the changes that they've made in suspension in the past couple of years, I think having different weights and riding ability definitely would, you know, help me out personally. Yeah, and, not uh, everyone's a tester, right? So not you can't expect every single dude to know everything about a dirt bike. Johnny over there lives in Nebraska, doesn't know shit, but he wants to buy a dirt bike. Why don't we have a Johnny in my shootout that doesn't know much, but, hey, he can ride all the bikes and just tell me what he likes. You know, maybe he can't pick yeah, it apart. I agree. you got to have different riding abilities and yeah. people. I really do agree with that. Yeah. You uh, know, I, I, maybe yeah. he's not going to give the exact same information that I would, but he can tell you what he likes. Just Nobody's on their fucking phone in a theater is allowed in a shootout. <laughs> Jesus. Nobody. Okay. Uh, thanks. Thanks, Gibby. All right, guys. Be good. Appreciate it. Thank you. BTOsports.com. Tweet at Travis. We interrupt this broadcast to bring you this important bulletin from BTOsports.com. Here's the tweets of Travis. BTOsports.com. Use, your, use the code PUBMX uh, when you call down there or put it in the notes section as well. That'll always work. And uh, What's the show number? What? What's the show number? Here? This one? Yes. 399. Cell phone or it's phone number. 702-586-7857. Okay. Thank you. First time here? Mm-hmm. You haven't done a lot of these, have you? I didn't know that. Okay. BTOsports.com, uh, from, your, uh, from your W wheels to your X-Brand goggles to your Michelins to Maxima to Pro Filter, they've got you covered. FMF as well. Thanks to the folks at FMF. Atlas Neck Price works connection. Basically, anybody that we deal with on our show here can sell it. BTOsports.com can sell it to you. At a discount, mention Pulp MX, put it in the notes section. Really appreciate it. This is a question submitted to at Pulp MX Show on Twitter. The guy over there in the corner goes through them, picks the best ones. Let's do this, Marks. From pa- Patrick Edmonds. Steve, who will be the next privateer that you take from obscurity to superstardom like Seven Deuce Deuce and A-Ray? Superstardom might be a, a tad of an overstatement. Uh, I don't know. We'll have to see. See who. You've see. been talking a lot about the Zane kid. Yeah, Zane. Zane Mare. Yeah, he's a good dude. Works really hard. Depends Gor- on how he does for fantasy. Gorgeous hair. Yeah. Um, by the way, th- is Facebook on? Yep. Mm-hmm. Pulp Mex Fantasy. This this uh, pulpy going out to Ty Masterpool for most fantasy points scored in motocross from all the riders this year. Nice. Not going to Randy Richardson. This pulpy no. going to Ty Masterpool. Yes. Thanks, Janky Mike. Thank you, Janky Mike. You're really just shitting that. on Randy tonight, aren't you? Nah. It's not like he's listening. Um, so, uh, what are you talking about? Oh, um, yeah, I don't know. There's a lot of guys. Like, John, you know. You deal with these guys. There's there's some guys that are jackasses, for sure. But there are a lot of privateers that are, like, hardworking. Yeah. And they don't have a chance in hell of ter- becoming a factory rider. They, they just don't. But they're hardworking, good dudes, you know, putting their heart into it, trying hard. I like those guys. I, I yeah. like those guys. So, yep. And I don't even mean like guys like Ben LeMay or, or you know, Ben's made it. He makes a lot of money, or relatively speaking, for race. I mean other guys further back there. A Nagy, Alex Nagy. Negs is cool. Dude, I met a lot of cool guys. I didn't even make the show at the Nationals. I met a lot of cool dudes that are 
or a 10th to 20th place guy in an LCQ national. Yeah. Just go to all the nationals, grind it out. Yeah. They ain't making dick, obviously, because no. they're not making it, but there's cool dudes. A lot know? of those privateers De- that are good Devin guys. Devin Raper. He, De- yeah, he, Raper's a good, a good guy. guy. Yeah. You know, one thing, when you talk about privateers and whatnot, uh, Alex Ray. You know, yeah. we like to have fun with him, yeah. and you certainly do, and as does Chris. But honestly, I can remember not too many years ago when he came down to W. And yeah. We used to do some stuff with him. And, 314 on a Honda? Yeah, and like it was right after he started training with Davey yeah. and lost all that weight. Like he 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 turned over a new leaf. Dude, he made himself it was, into yeah. He yeah. really did because he was he was you know pretty thick. Yeah. Um, I mean, I remember him sitting in my office and like, hey, you know, uh, do you have anything for like $450? And I'm like, oh, man. Like I'm looking <laughs> through takeoff rims and yeah, trying yeah. my best to help him. And right. I think at one point we we actually let him have some wheels and he paid for it later. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, because you genuinely yeah. feel for guys like that. Yeah. And and, and I yeah. remember when he did lose all that weight, I'm like, dude, do you eat food? Yeah. And he's all, well, pretty much eat and drink a lot of green. <laughs> I'm like, holy crap. Yeah. yeah and he, he kind of made, out, ha- he made really, out himself have to no. suffer. This and lose the weight, yeah. and then he's like a whole different dude. He's guy. totally made himself yeah. into, into like a main event guy, like nobody yeah. could believe. When I that. watch him right. at Supercross, he, I go, "Amory's good." He, uh, yeah, he is. Six thirty this morning, he texted us. He was on a road bike ride. Yeah, yeah. you know what yeah. I mean. Like he's just grinding out. Yeah. Blitz, blitz this up. is what dirt bikes do to guys, man. It's yeah. unreal. So, uh, yeah, stay tuned on that. From Matt Marriott, Kiefer, with such with such strict gear guidelines, how can you justify wearing your MCR Honda gear while riding Blue Crew at a public event? Thank you. That's not against the rules, for one, because w- what we're talking about is matching gear. I matched. It was fly jersey, fly pant, fly gloves. That is legal. Yes, it said Honda on it, but I don't care. That's that illegal. Was, that was one-off gear. That's white. I'm all in. I don't give a shit. What color bike I'm on, I'm wearing that white gear because that gear is sick AF. It's great. And it looks good on any color bike. But, it, no, says, it's not but it says Honda on it. Doesn't matter. And you're riding a Yamaha. Doesn't matter. We never talked about manufacture to... Oh, okay. We just assumed <laughs> that. Sorry. No. So Sorry. it matched. Everyone can suck it. <laughs> so mad. <laughs> from, from Josh Rabello. The rules only apply to him. That's what that's that's where Kiefer stands. He can move the rules any that's, way he I wants. call yeah. that moving the goalposts. I am the maker of the rules, so I can <laughs> manipulate and shift as we go. Okay. Thank you. Glad you admitted that. <laughs> uh, from Josh Rebello, Steve, who gets clipped first, Dark Side on the wrap up show or Travis if Marks doesn't fix the FB video feed before show 400? We've actually made backup plans for FB video feed. Yep. Uh, Dark Side, yeah. I, I, Marks does a lot for Pulp Max, so you have Dark Side's clipped for him. From Kale Barr, does Mathis agree with DV on using 50 to 1 oil ratio? What's funny is, uh, is fucking. First of all, did you hear that DV paid for all those parts? I don't know. Did you hear? Did you <laughs> not to hear that enough. He did you guys to make hear sure that? Everyone knows. Yeah. Did you hear? I I didn't get the. Did he pay? <laughs> and, sure. And he paid for the gear. Oh, did he pay for the gear? Yeah, you got. The okay, gear. I wasn't sure. I wasn't quite sure whether he paid for all that stuff or not. But okay, good to hear. Um, and he said he never rode any bikes that were not thirty-two to one or not fifty to one. I mean, yeah, DV. I hate to tell you this, we mixed every one of your race bikes at thirty-two to one. So, <laughs> sorry, not sorry. Not 2004, bros. Yeah. That's what he's going to say. 32 to 1 all day long. Yeah, but they don't too much shit. oil. Yeah, it's fine. I agree with him. I agree with him 100%. Yeah. If you, if, 
as a kid, I used to mix it twenty to one. Like, oh, with dad, like, you know what I mean? Like, right. But yeah, no, thirty-two to one is is minimum. You can go higher than that. I agree with you. I'm a forty to one guy. Yeah. Uh, from the voice of the drunken people, Steve, who has their head furthest up their own ass? Antonio Brown, the CMA, or the French Federation? This Antonio Brown guy. I don't even like football, and it's been highly entertaining. Um, it's horrible. The CMA. The CMA wins. They're a bunch of idiots. Looks like the Raiders don't need Antonio. Look the way the score is. I'm a little worried Denver's Kiefer? driving right now. What are you, what's your is, is your wife that? okay? Because going deep no, with Heather. The, I gave her the phone number. WUSA going deep with Heather Kiefer was a bomb. What's your answer, Kiefer? For what? Uh, who has their head furthest up their own ass? Antonio Brown, because you're making $30 million just to start week one, and you say, fuck it, I'm going to do all this dumb shit, and screw your coach over, screw them, everyone over that supported you. How about the fans that bought Brown jerseys? <laughs> like, And then you're going to say, I'm out, trade me on social media, or, or you know, release really me. Um, dude, that's it's chicken shit. It's like Independence Day. It's lame. And I was, I was, I was a fan until I this hard knocks came on. I saw this shit. I'm like, this guy's a tool bag. I'm out. Dude, you, the ESPN did a, a big story on him last year. He's not a nice person. You should see the story they did on in, in depth detail about his life. Shannon Sharp has that show, um, NFL show with with Jenny Taft on TV, okay. uh, Fox Sports. Yeah, that's uh, Skip Bayless. Yep, yeah. Skip and, and right. first Shannon. Take, first take. And Shannon's like, he is the most selfish player I've ever known. He said that. And Shannon was gnarly but in right, his career. Right. He said he is the most selfish player I've ever known. Hmm. All right. Uh, from Marks is the man. Oh, gee. Stop yeah. it. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> I like this guy. Uh, any update on Marvin's knee from Iron Man? He's fine. <laughs> Good update. I didn't really care about the question. Right. Yeah. From Zach Newberry. Thoughts on Mike Brown going to Baker's factory to be a trainer? That's cool. I think about that. I think it's going to be really good for Mike. Is that uh, out yet, like officially? No. Okay. I don't know that we're supposed to talk about it, oh, okay. but we are. Right. Um, I think the bummy part thing is uh, his Yamaha deal will probably be up, I would assume. I don't know that for a fact, but I don't think he'd be racing as much. And we know Mike, how much he loves to race. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, Mike was snarly, right? So that's a big change for him. Yeah. So yeah. I think uh, for me, here's what I look at Mike, and I know Mike very well. He will be so good for mental toughness for riders. I'm sure he knows plenty about the physical side, but for me, the dude can be all over the map um, with, you know, maybe things aren't going perfect in his life, but when it comes time to racing, he knows how to hone in, focus, and ride fast and win. Like, even at this at this, at this age. And to me, that's right. huge. That's one weakness that I have is my mental state, and mm -hmm. that's a big weakness for right. a dirt biker. But he has that. And I think he can really help kids hone in on that kind of thing. Uh, yeah, should be interesting to see what he does. Uh, WUSA going deep with Heather Kiefer. Heather. Yes. How's things going? <laughs> Fine. If your fucking player would get off the ground, he'd be a little bitch because he's hurt. Stopping my drive, not score, and you guys are fucking shit up for us. See, well, I told you it's going to be very aggressive. <laughs> I told you the it's, dino chart. It's maybe even more aggressive than I expected. As they load him onto a back. A lot of F-bombs. It's 14-3. Yikes. Oh, you know? Yeah, babe. He's hurt really bad. Why would you say that? Well, he shouldn't have lowered his head. I mean, what's the number one rule? Don't lower your head. All right. Well, 14-3. Uh, We're getting a, ready to score. Calm down. We're a fourth quarter team. It's always been that way. Okay. 
All right. So we should probably make sure this guy's not dead first. Yeah. So Joe Flacco, still, still feel good about Joe Flacco? Yeah, I've seen some good shit from him tonight. I have no uh, no hate for the guy. Bro. Okay. Not doing good, bro. Should I, Aiden, Aiden, should I come home ASAP? Yeah, it's not, it's not, it's not doing good, dude. She's been yelling like all night. She's like, there's a lot of really a, Aiden. There's a lot of f bombs in the living room. There's, I, there's a lot. Listen, I'm going between the living room and the bedroom because I'm doing laundry. Oh boy. And then I missed kickoff because someone sent me to go pick their prescription up from the pharmacy. Oh boy. Okay, thank you. We, we can get a phone anytime now. Yeah, okay. <laughs> this is <All> right. good. <laughs> well, it's uh, WUSA going deep with Heather Kiefer. 14-3, five minutes left in the third. So we'll check in later with you, Heather. Thanks, you, thanks for the update. Uh-huh. Yep, yep, yep. See you. <laughs> My poor kid's like, please come home, Please Dad. come home, Dad. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> like, if Aiden and I are in the living room and Denver's playing, yeah. the screen, back door screen's open, the neighbors will come and check on Aiden and I because – they think something's happening yeah. in the house. Yeah. It's bad. Yeah, it's really bad. Heather's pretty yeah. passionate about the Broncos. Uh, yeah. let's, let's pick this up after commercial break. Zach Osborne's coming up here. BTOsports.com, Fly Racing, uh, bringing you the Pulp Mech Show tonight. Let's go to first, second commercial break of the night and come back. Zach Osborne will be here. We, we'll wrap up the BTO Sports Tweet of Travis segment, and we'll uh, do the Kiefer After Dark segment as well. John Anderson from WUSA, Chris Kiefer. We'll be right back after this. All of us have one thing in common. When it comes to leaning that bike into a corner, floating a dirt bike through the air, or blasting a sand berm in a UTV. And that is passion. At BTO Sports, our foundation is built around family, which allows us to offer unparalleled customer service. Knowing we share a common interest, we look forward to the weekend as much as you. So we offer three-day express on orders over $85. BTOsports.com is proud to be a premier source for motorsports parts and apparel for well over a decade. Due to our reputation for excellent customer service and great prices, from motocross to mountain bikes, sports bikes to UTVs, BTOsports.com has what you need because our passion reflects yours yeah that's right people that's van halen i want to tell you about my two favorite things in life van halen and fly racing flyracing.com they make much more than just moto gear mountain bike gear snowmobile gear hard parts they've got it flyracing.com the f2 carbon helmet it's as close to a factory bike as a helmet can get. It's out of the box and onto the racetrack ready helmet for guys like Millsaps, Baggett, Canard, and Pike. Carbon fiber, Kevlar, Coolmax, Mips. Fly Racing's F2 Carbon has 10 different graphic styles, 22 colorways. Go to your local dealer, get them from flyracing.com. Please check them out. A whole line of hard parts as well. Flyracing.com. Let's listen to some Van Halen. Oh, right there, the guy on the ground. I thought it was the other guy. Maxima Racing Oils was created for world-class racers who challenge the limits of possibility. Their demands on equipment drive us to look beyond conventional ideas and to exceed industry standards. It's in our DNA to identify problems, formulate solutions, and execute at the highest levels of competition. Case in point, the championship-winning Factory Kawasaki Race Team. Long-time Maxima partners who extensively use Maxima throughout the bike. Maxima's USA-made products exceed JSO requirements and can be used in all motorcycle brands. Kawasaki, Honda, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and more. 
Maxima Racing Oils. Experience the difference. Visit MaximaUSA.com for more information. So Randy Richardson, good guy, means well, great interview, but oh my gosh, his voice is f***ing annoying. In that case, boss, you may want to fast forward while I tell the rest of the Pulp MX show listeners about Michelin's extensive motorcycle tire product offer. The Pulp MX nation certainly knows about the Michelin Starcross 5 tire range and its outstanding durability and excellent performance. But I'd like to share some information on Michelin's wide range of industry-leading motorcycle tires. New for 2019, the Michelin Anarchy Adventure tire, which features two-compound technology, enables adventure touring riders to have confidence on any adventure with a new level of on-road stability and uncompromising traction off-road. The Michelin Road 5 tire is designed specifically for sport touring riders and provides the maximum confidence in wet and dry conditions mile after mile. As the exclusive MotoGP class tire, Michelin definitely understands the performance expectations of today's sport bike riders, and the Michelin Power RS tire enables those riders to unleash their full potential. If you're a Harley-Davidson owner, the co-developed and co-branded Michelin Scorcher Tire Range, which is original equipment on over a half million models manufactured over the past decade, is the right cruiser tire for you. For the latest on all Michelin motorcycle tire products, visit motorcycle.michelinman.com for more information and make sure to follow at Michelin Motorcycle on Instagram and at michelinmotorcycle.us on Facebook. This commercial is not 2019 Pulpy Award material. Thanks for listening to the Pulp MX Show, everybody. Please, if you're listening to these commercials, I appreciate it. Yeah, that's right, because without these commercials and without these sponsors, we wouldn't have a janky radio show for you to listen to. But for now, I want to talk about Roost MX, the official graphics company for both Cobra Moto and the Cycle Trader Rock River Yamaha team. For over 20 years, they've been delivering professional-level graphics for every rider from an amateur to a pro, including Alex Ray back in the day. Choose from our selection of graphics uh, online or make yours one of a kind. Roost also offers a wide range of custom products from t-shirts, sticker kits, helmet kits, trailer graphics, and more. 48-hour turnaround. Be sure to check out the new Pulp Nation section on the website. Get your Pulp Mech swag, customize your bike, get custom stickers, uh, get custom helmet stickers, whatever it is, uh, including Pulp Mech stuff. Follow them on Instagram, at RoostMX, for monthly sales. Get your equipment looking fresh, visiting RoostMX.net, and use the discount code PULPNATION to save 20%. Thanks, RoostMX.net. FMF Racing is proud to celebrate 45 years of fun, building every FMF exhaust right here in the USA. Owner and founder Don Emler may have started FMF Racing in his garage 45 years ago, but Don is still hands-on in our 100,000-square-foot, state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in Southern California. FMF's goal? Design and manufacture the world's best performance exhausts, 100% in the USA, under one roof. FMF is a proud sponsor of the Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championship for over 25 years. WUSA is the number one source for quality wheel sets and wheel building services. They are the exclusive importer. For talent and kite hubs along with DID and Excel rims. 
their wheels and wheel building services are trusted by the finest teams in the country. Teams like Factory KTM, JGR Suzuki, Rocky Mountain MCKTM, Rockstar Husky Star Racing Monster Energy Babbitts. They all trust up, yeah. No job is too big or too small. WUSA, everybody, we thank those guys for coming on board with us. Whatever you need for your wheels, hubs, wheel building services, they've got it. Mention Pulp MX when you call down there, and they'll give you a discount. They ship nationwide. Follow them on Facebook and Instagram at WUSA.com. WUSA, they're all things wheels. Do it. WUSA. Do it. The Rockstar Energy Husqvarna team relies on one company for all of its seat needs, and that's Guts Racing. We thank the folks at Guts Racing for coming on the show for a number of years now. Pulp MX 2018 is the code to save. Complete seats available for KTM and Huskies. Other brands will be added later. The Phantom Lightweight Seat Foam is the choice of seat foam for many teams in the pits. Kenny Roxon won a 450 National Championship using Guts products a couple years ago. And again, they've been with us for a number of years. Please check them out. Official supplier of the Rockstar Husky Husqvarna team for graphics. Live in 100 as well. And seats. Anything and everything to do with seats. Please check them out. GutsRacing.com. Pulpamex 2018 is the code to save. Over 65 years ago, Vertex Pistons was born out of a small technical workshop in northern Italy's famous Motor Valley. Expanding and maturing among the racing legends of Ferrari, Lamborghini, MV Augusta, and Ducati, today Vertex Pistons are the pistons of choice for motorcycle riders and teams throughout the world. Because of their renowned reputation for exceptional quality, Vertex Pistons is a factory piston supplier to KTM, Husqvarna, Beta, Gas Gas, and TM. From the Motocross, Supercross, MXGP, GNCC, National and World Enduro Series, you can find Vertex Pistons winning championships. Vertex Pistons strives to provide you with world-class factory technology at a very competitive price. No matter which brand of bike you ride, when it's time to rebuild your top end, Vertex Pistons will have your engine performing better than new. To see our full range of two-stroke and four-stroke pistons in replica, high-compression, or GP-style configurations, visit us at vertexpistons.com or stop into your local dealer and ask for a Vertex Piston Kit today. Attention riders, welcome to Atlas Air Flight 604 with non-stop service to a better neck brace. Please follow along as we outline the safety features of this revolutionary device. Located on the underside of the frame is a convenient, easy open system. To fasten, simply insert the release bar into the left frame. To release, push the release button and pull the frame apart. We suggest that you keep your neck brace fastened throughout the duration of the moto, as you may experience an unexpected huckabuck from time to time. To ensure a safe ride, please keep your neck underextended at all times. In the likely event of an over-the-bars emergency, your brace will double as a suspension system. 
Although the atlas brace will not be noticeable, it will be there when you need it. If you are riding with a child or someone who requires assistance, secure your brace first and then assist the other person with a prodigy, tyke, or brawl. We ask that you keep your brace on until your moto is finished. Maximum surface area is located on your chest around the sternum, back around the spine, and up over your shoulders with extra padding over your collarbone. Should you need more, please request a defender roost guard or guardian body armor. We remind you that this is a non-rigid neck brace. Tampering with, disabling, or destroying the product is prohibited by the limited lifetime warranty. You will find this and all other safety information in the user manual located online at atlasbrace.com. At this time, we ask that you remain standing with throttles in the wide open position, elbows up and two fingers on the clutch. On behalf of the captain and entire crew, thank you for flying Atlas Air. Enjoy the ride. For 2019, Works Connection celebrates 30 years of delivering championship-winning products to motocross legends and champions like Lampson, McGrath, Wyndham, LaRocco, Carmichael, Dungey, Roxon, Plessinger, and more. Current race teams, JGR Suzuki, Star Racing Yamaha, Moto Concepts Honda, Team BWR, Rockwell Racing Yamaha, HEP Racing Suzuki, AJE Motorsports, and KTM Canada have also come to rely on Works Connection's commitment to innovation and quality. So if you're looking for factory-level parts, like radiator braces and skid plates to protect, rip a whole shot with a Pro Launch, or upgrade to the elite line of axle blocks, clutch perch, or bearing-equipped throttle tubes, just visit WorksConnection.com. Everybody, Pop Mech Show presented by BTOSports.com. Fly Racing, John Anderson from WUSA. You picked this. Beds are burning. I did. Midnight Oil, your first ever concert, you it said? It was, yeah. It was amazing. Hmm. It was very cool. You know, you don't... Are they political? Yeah. He got Whatever. political, and yeah. then he kind of sunk. I don't know whatever happened to him. Yeah, I don't know. They did two discs, and then they were gone, I think. I don't really yeah. know what to do. Australian, right? They're Australian, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So Chris Kiefer in studio as well. Uh, KieferInkTesting.com. Uh, coming up with uh, Zach Osborne. Hey, the folks at LA Honda World. Keith, Chris Kiefer got his Ridgeline from there. I got mine from there. Anthony Knapp got his from there. I just got a sweet deal on a passport uh, that Pookie's been driving. She absolutely loves it. So 30 minutes from anywhere in LA. Love these guys. Uh, they'll get you a good deal on anything Honda makes if you're in the LA SoCal area. It's 30 minutes from anywhere. I don't know if you heard that or not. <laughs> That's S- impossible. Stop it. It is. I mean, maybe it's 3 in the morning, but it's 30 minutes from anywhere. It's three and a half hours. LA Honda World, first time, free oil change for the first time. Uh, for the first time, if you listen to Pop Mex and go down and mention it, go to see Steve down there. Get it, get yourself a deal on a, on any kind of Honda. Uh, they've actually uh, killed it. We have a new Ridgeline Ambassador coming soon, I hope. See if the deal can get really? done. Yeah. I put LA Honda World and, uh, and uh, oh, I think you told this rider this. together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we hope it can get done. So, also, uh, 
This guy, next guest uh, on the show, brought to you by VertexPistons.com. Two-stroke, four-stroke, whatever it is, Vertex Pistons will have you covered. Sales at PivotWorks.com to uh, get a deal on a top-end kit. Uh, they've got uh, high-compression ones you want, GP-style, stock stuff, uh, whatever it is. Uh, they come standard in KTM and Husqvarna two-strokes right from the factory. So uh, we thank those guys for coming on board, Vertex Pistons. Speaking of Husqvarna's, captain of Team USA, Rockstar Energy Husqvarna's, Zach Osborne. Zacho, what's up, buddy? Not much, man. Just woke up and um, about to meet Team Pride and go for some riding. Uh, can you believe he's calling in from Holland? That's dedication. That's gnarly. Kiefer. That's, that's, that's dedication. What do you expect from Zach? I right. Mean, seriously. Right. So, Zacho, you just got there last night? Uh, actually, yesterday morning about 10 a.m. And then um, we had, you know, an hour and a half drive from Amsterdam to um, Valkenswaard. And we checked in and got everything settled in and then went to the race shop and um, checked everything out, and then dinner, and yeah, bed bed was tough last night. I really don't struggle from jet lag at all, but last night I was uh, like 2 a.m. going to bed. So Oh, geez. Um, other than that, everything's been, uh, yeah, to plan and uh, really good so far. Dude, he's just there for early, getting ready for MXDN. This is just it's awesome. It's a brand new way of Team USA doing things, huh, Zacho? I like it. You guys have all embraced it. Yeah, we're we're all in. Um, also, you know, the the factory has given us an opportunity to try some stuff with the bike and everything. So, it's a really good, you know, opportunity for both of us to to be here for Team USA and, and as well as Husqvarna. So, um, we're super grateful for that and the support that they've given us. So, we're just um, trying to uh, you know give back to their efforts with uh, efforts from ourselves. Never mind that. I'm excited about the shifting gears episode with Hurlings. Oh, that'd be great. Yeah. Well, obviously, they fly to China, so they all flew back from Turkey yesterday. Yep. Um, and then to ch- to China tomorrow. So it won't be this week, but maybe right. by the end of next week, we, uh, we'll have that done. I think it's going to be really cool. We hope, anyways. We hope. We're hoping. We're hoping it gets done. Um, what kind of tracks oh, are you gonna? What kind of tracks are you gonna ride? Um, today we're going to some deep sand track called uh, Doern, where um, it, it's supposedly. Uh, the the closest uh, Santa Athens. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, Marshall Welton had told me about it before I came. That you know, Doran was the very closest you would get to the same sort of sand. It's not quite the same color, but um, as far as texture goes, mm-hmm. it's it's really close. So um, we're going there today, and a couple more times. Um, I know one day this week we're going to a place called Gravenbroich, which is this huge like uh, sand pit hole that they dug for this power plant in germany it's a super sick track so i'm looking forward to that and um honestly just a change of scenery it's nice to put a jacket on sometimes and yeah um you, you know you get kind of spoiled my little girl got off the plane yesterday and it was like 65 degrees and she was like i'm pretty sure it's cold enough to snow and i'm like no, no it's like 65 <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly right. like 65 degrees and she was like i'm pretty i'm pretty sure it gets snow right now i'm like no you have no idea yeah yeah you're just wait you just wait a little minute so okay so you're gonna ride in germany you're gonna yeah. ride all over the place that's cool i like that different tracks yeah different, well the, yep. the track in germany is, is actually pretty close it's only like you know an hour from Lommel, hour right. and a half okay. from Lommel. So it's a place that I've been quite a few times before. Um, it's kind of an all-weather track for whatever reason, mm-hmm. um, like most sand tracks, but this one's like super all-weather. Well, because of the um, nuclear so power probably around there. there. <laughs> probably because of the nuclear right. power. Right. 
sucking the moisture out of the soil or something. Yeah. But, um, yeah, we used to go there a lot in the winter, so I know it pretty well. I'm looking forward to that. And yeah, like I said, just a change of scenery is, is really cool. I'm super pumped to go riding and, um, you know, get moving forward. It's, it's a nice change of pace and, and, uh, yeah, I'm just, I'm stoked on it, honestly. Yeah. Hey, talking about hurlings, um, so he's racing, obviously, and you've seen him ride. No, I doubt we're going to smoke him. <laughs> but <laughs> I, as, a, as a fan, as, as I, wa- I watch him a lot. I watch him ride. I'm sure you do, too. You're a fan of, of the sport, so I'm sure you study him. What makes him so freaking good, dude? Like, why is he so gnarly? Well, one thing I've said about him and Eli both is they're both really good at leveraging that swing arm with their foot pegs and um that is what makes them both really really fast when they're you know obviously eli when he's on that on level of his own um if you watch him he's just digging the digging the rear wheel into the ground so good and i think that that's where they make their time is just with traction and uh but not only that i mean it takes a, a certain level a maximum level of fitness to be able to do that for you know 30 minutes and i think that if you watch those guys, that's the the huge similarity um, to what they do. But Jeffrey, man, he's just an animal. He's so physical on the bike, and he can hammer any roller for Dude, thirty minutes. Their legs know, like are no tree, their legs are tree trunks, and they just move up and they just keep the bike in between their legs, and it's just like it's amazing. Like you said, the fitness level is inc- yeah, they, incredible. They really do. It, it is, um, and that's one thing that. Um, Mr. Tomac always harped on me about whenever I was there was digging the bike, digging the bike, digging the bike. And I never really, really grasped it until I had left and, um, you know, kind of realized what he was talking about. And now I feel like I'm better at it. But at the same time, there's just another level again. This, uh, are we worried about Team Fried with Amsterdam so close? <laughs> no, we're good. We're okay, good. all right, um, okay, all right. Here. The, uh, <laughs> The highlight of the Amsterdam trip was um, Matt Rice riding a rental bike like 30 miles to do skate parks. I think so. Okay, um, it was pretty chill, I believe. Okay, all right. I'm just saying. I'm, I'm, you know, I don't know him that well. We don't talk a lot, so I want to make sure that he's he's focused. That's all. Yeah, he's he's all in. Honestly, I mean, um, he was in from the get go whenever he was asked, and um, I think he's a, a huge riser for these like one off events. He's uh, right. just a really good it's easy for him to stay super motivated and when he's motivated there's not many people on right. on the planet that are you know so, faster than him he's so, a he's a bad dude so me being a former mechanic i'm thinking about feeney and everybody else CeeLo and everybody will you ride your will you, do you have a practice bike there and then you have two race bikes that you shipped over or what's the bike situation because i don't want feeney just you know non-stop working on this race bike that you're trashing every day in the sand Come on, Steve. You know better than that. I know. I'm just. I. I. I mean. I just. What, what's the situation? Just one bike and one practice bike. No, so they sent. They sent our bikes from from the U.S. Yep. Um. Just to normal outdoor spec and everything, and then we also have some European bikes to to compare with, oh, and okay. then we're gonna make our sort of choices based on that, and then they'll come here and build our race bike, and then um, freshen up our practice bikes for the spare bike, which is a GP thing. If you right. don't know, it's like. Um, yep. You know, everybody has two bikes. You typically never ride the spare bike unless it's, it's stupid muddy, which we actually did that in Matterly uh, in or, 2017. We rode the spare bike in the second moto. Or when Townley cleaned Shorty out at Colorado and his bike was a disaster. 
Uh, he jumped on his spare bike. Really? I don't remember. Yeah, yeah. Are you excited to uh, ride some new spec stuff? I feel like, you know, being you, you're probably excited about riding some different settings. I am. I'm stoked to see what it, you know, to see what they ride. We we tried some of their stuff back in um, a- April uh, at a test, and none of us were really that into it. It's just a really different feel. They use a, a big, heavy crank and some other stuff that we couldn't, you know, kind of get down with because the tracks are so different and so deep. So we'll see how it goes here um, on their home turf and. Just, uh, yeah, like you said, just try some new stuff, and I'm always keen to compare and contrast with stuff, as you know, as you know, and as you are, so um, you can probably understand. Yeah. Yeah, try some of those frames out, you know, like, see what they do, see well, how much different they are. don't really want to get wandered down that I guess, yeah. You, can't, you only got you so know? much time, right? Yeah, so. I guess, I guess, but, you know, maybe you, like, there's no chance AMA ever catches it, so maybe you can just start using illegal frames. <laughs> yeah, just fuck it. Bring it back. <laughs> yeah, bring it back, dude, because there's zero chance that they're, they're, them with their Home Depot tape measure, they're catching it. You know what I mean? So you're fine. Yeah, I mean, well, yeah, that's the, the reason why we don't want to do that is because we're just nervous, you know, that we'll be like, oh, man, it's super good, and then, right. yeah, yeah, sorry, yeah. guys. Yeah, sorry, you can't, you can't, can't run it, so... Um, will you will you be right. will you have some time with Brittany and and everybody to to do some fun stuff too? Is there stuff planned in the schedule, or is this like Rocky in Russian, Rocky in Russia, in like Rocky Four, where you know you're just grinding and and running up and down hills and riding every day? Or will you have some fun here? No, we're definitely going to have some fun. Um, the place that we're staying at um, is I don't know how you would say it, like a kind of like a holiday village. Uh, they would call it, Europeans would call it. It's like um, they have like a petting zoo and like an indoor water park, indoor ski hill, um, some things like that for the kids to do. So there's plenty here um, for them to do while I'm gone during the day, and that's kind of why, why we chose it. Oh, cool. And then uh, obviously on the weekends, there's two weekends uh, while we're here, so we can go and do whatever they please. Um, the main thing for them is just being away from home there. All three kind of very homebody-ish because we're gone so much, and um, Emory's homeschooled, so you know they're away from their normal routine. So that's that's their big sacrifice. As far as fun stuff, they'll get plenty of that, but they you know they're missing time at home and um, time time doing their normal stuff. So that's that's the only drawback for me as far as um, my family goes. But they've been super gracious, and my wife is as she, as all in. Hey, as she's I am, the she's the real in. hero here. Zacho, she's the real hero. <laughs> she she really is. I, I told her yesterday, like you know, I'm sorry if I got us into this, but um, she was like, no, it's okay. It's, I would never rob you of that dream, and um, I'm you know proud of you for taking taking it on and taking the job. So, um, I like I said on Instagram right. the other day, I owe a lot to her for kind of yeah. allowing the opportunity uh, when we don't have to or whatever. Uh, this is this is gonna go well for Team USA. I like this approach. I really do. Uh, I think it's gets a little under. I think we're under well, the radar a little bit, so that's good. Yeah, I like the under the radar approach, but you know we're just not not that we're trying to reinvent the wheel, but do something a little bit different with the yeah. prep. And obviously the sand the the sand poses a different set of issues and uh, set of circumstances. So we're trying to just be as prepared as we can and. Um, we have the full support of Husqvarna, so we said, you know, yeah. why not use why it? Not? And yeah. um, Justin, Justin will be here on Sunday, so he'll be riding with us all next week and the following week. And um, I think we have a really good 
solid little planning program and team also. Well, as long as Will Hahn stays home for a little while, which he is, <laughs> so that's good. I hope he's watching. Will, he's not will, coming? Well, he is, but no, just right before the race, so he won't screw up too much. Oh, um, okay. Uh, yeah, it'll be great. And also, too, I think you and Jason will help Justin, you know, get, kind of tell him what to expect, kind of tell him how it's going to go. You've both ridden for the team before, you know, so all that's going to help. Um, do you will, you will you get to ride with some of the other guys from the other countries or some rock star uh, Husky guys over there or, or KTM guys or anything? Will you get to ride with other guys? Yeah, like I said, they all have to go to China tomorrow. So, yeah. Or to, tonight well, when, or tomorrow. When they come back, uh, Zach, whatever. When they come back. Right. Yeah. Um, today we're going riding with Jesse Konis. He's obviously on the on the Husky team, and he's going to the track with us. And then uh, next week it'll be full swing. We're going to try to get together with Jeffrey a couple times. And, um, you know, just anybody that's at the tracks or whatever, it'll, be, uh, just, it'll be good. I think we're going to have plenty. Just pace hurlings around the track. Just mind just fuck them. Stalk them. Yeah, yeah, just stalk hurlings. Give them like a bump or two in the corner. I don't think yeah. that's a possibility. <laughs> I say take them out. Just bump them. Bradshaw. Bradshaw's Yeah, ass. what would Bradshaw blast do? Him. What would Bradshaw do? Yeah. 100% take him out. Well, I mean, he would blast them. <laughs> <laughs> We're just kidding. Don't do that. We're just kidding. Because then, then the Shifting Gears podcast will lose their guest. <laughs> so don't, don't do that. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. Uh, how's the food so far? How's the food in Holland? What is it like? Uh, I can't remember. I spent time there. Dutch food is okay. Yeah. Um, it's, I mean, like, the the food that they love is uh, fritz, you know, french fries. Yeah, that's true, yeah. May- awesome, with, just not quite on the program. With mayo. Yeah, but that's also a Canadian thing, right? Mm, a little bit. In some spots of Canada, yeah. True it is. I've never had it, but it Does sounds it, good. Is it poutine mayonnaise or just No, gravy? that's cheese curds and gravy. Ugh. Okay. That's amazing. Yeah. No, it? mayonnaise, french fries and mayo is pretty dang good. You can guarantee that. Some's going down the hatch on Sunday at the day. <laughs> <laughs> what about Baker? Is he when's he showing up? When's Alden coming up? Uh, he's not actually. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! Um, to be fair, Marv's French wedding is this weekend, so he's coming for that. And then, obviously, the race is two more weeks away, so he'd have to come back to the nations. And right, um, you know, we told him we know that it's a lot extra, and we don't expect him to be here, so. Um, he, he supports us, and obviously he's still yeah. doing our programs and everything, and in contact every day. But um, he's not going to the race. Team Fried is like, hey, we got this, dude. We got. <laughs> this. Let us handle our own stuff, man. <laughs> we got this. <laughs> Don't worry, Baker. <laughs> oh, funny stuff. Um, well, man, hey, anything yeah. else for Zach Osborne? No, I'd I, say I, I don't want to hold. I'd say good luck, be safe, have fun, buddy. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for thanks for doing all this, thanks, Zach. Oh, you're, you're doing it great. So. I'm not a social media darling, but I'll try to, you know, do some updates and well, whatnot and uh, keep you guys informed of what's going on. If you can get some videos of the tracks you ride, I think that's badass. Like, I'd like to see what, what you guys are riding. I think it's fun. We have uh, old Tommy Tinders with us, so we'll get some footage and um, try to crank some edits out. There you go. And uh, was it you that I saw a comment the other day? How about no music and no slow-mo, just some raw riding or something like that? Yeah, I'm sick of slow-mo. I don't need none of that. The slow-mo putting the helmet on? <laughs> yeah, I'm just, with you. Yeah, slow-mo putting the helmet on. Oh, I've seen it. Slow-mo putting the helmet on. That's yeah. what it was. Yeah, I'm over it. Let's just it let's get some raw dogs action. All right, well, we'll give you some raw dog action and uh, enjoy it. Hey, Zach. Uh, John Anderson from W here. Hey, I just wanted to tell you, you know, as a sponsor of your team here in America, um, Really appreciate the effort you're doing to go over there and represent this country and 
And uh, I just wanted to say that, man. I'm I'm really proud of what you're doing, you and Jason, the whole team. So, so uh, thank you. Thanks, John. I really appreciate that, and uh, obviously, I appreciate your support there and uh, on this trip. And um, hopefully, we can do everyone proud. And um, you know, no matter the outcome, we're gonna give it a hundred percent. And uh, I think that that's just a, a huge part of the whole deal, in, in my opinion. I, I agree. I like it. Uh, thanks for calling us all the way from Holland, Zacho. I really appreciate it. it's balls early there, so that's awesome that you took the time to do this for the show, man. Appreciate it, man. No problem. Anytime, guys. And um, is there a show next week? Yeah, show four hundred. Oh, okay. I won't probably won't be special enough to be on that, but well, I was going to stay out calling next week. No, we can. No, you can't. Uh, well, here's the thing: if you call in next week, this going to be great. One of our guests here. That'll be here. We'll remind you over and over that Team USA has never won since he's not been on the team because that's what he likes to do to everybody. So Who's that? Since he left the team, I can't give it away, but since he left the team, they've never won. So he wants everybody to remember that over and over. Hmm. I'll text you. All right. Sounds good. All right. Thanks, Zacho. Appreciate it, man. Thank later, you. Buddy. All right. Later, guys. See you guys. Take care. Vertex Racing, Vertex Pistons bringing you Zach Osborne. That's Look, uh, uh, I've said, you know, I, I don't think this race is the end-all and be-all. I'm fine with Kawasaki guys skipping it. I'm fine with, with whatever happens at this race. It doesn't bother me. I don't get upset like JT or anything. I just cover it like a neutral journalist. But I'm stoked that Team USA is doing this, and this is really something. And you said sacrifice, John, and you're right. These guys are sacrificing, man. This isn't easy. They don't want to be there that much, you know, right. as far as doing all this. So kudos to the, everybody for doing it. It's awesome. I mean, it. Uh, yeah, we talked about that earlier, and, and just honestly, the amount of new fans that are going to come to these guys yeah. by stepping up to yeah. do this. I mean, how can you be a motocross fan from wherever you are in the world and not respect what they're doing? Because you know, clearly, it's always been a thing where people are reluctant to go, and right. clearly, there's people that just don't yep. want to go. And, and, and these guys are just stepping up. And dude, man, how could you not like and, that? And honestly, like the last time I was at Lomo, I talked to a KTM guy who I know over there from over the years, and he said that Dungey was so fucking lost with his suspension for that kind of sand. Now, Ascent isn't that Lomo type of stuff, but it's still sand. He said Dungey was so lost. They, they you know they flew in Thursday, whatever. They just got there normally, got to ride one day. And, and just He's like, know, I don't know didn't know what was fucking going on yeah. with suspension. Like, gone. Yeah. And so all of that is going to help these guys with all the testing and, and all that. Well, and even Huskies, you know, in Europe helping them out. I wonder, though, I mean, maybe the Yamaha is just so good they don't need the help. But do you think Yamaha Europe is helping? No, they're so good they don't need the help because it's Blucher. No, but I... <laughs> <laughs> no, Cooper's no. getting help. They're helping him. They are going to help yeah. him. We had him on the show. Yeah. And he said he's oh, getting help. Ago, yeah. yeah. Yep. So yeah, that's cool. Uh, looking forward to, to, to that. And uh, and how cool is it that Zach at 6.30 in the morning in Holland? He's like, yeah, I'll come on. He's on a shorty level of human being. He's getting there, huh? Yeah. Maybe not quite shorty level, but. He's pretty close. He's getting close? Yeah. Yeah. He's a good He dude. is a Paul Pemex employee, Shifting Gears podcast. Right. So. It's going to be a good one with Hurlings. Yeah, it will be. Uh, absolutely. Hey, uh, Ride Engineering, ride-engineering.com, Pulpamex-20 is the code to save. With the motorcycle manufacturers making their frames more rigid to improve handling, we are working with Kiefer to improve the feel of our triple clamps and reduce the harsh feeling that comes with the frame changes. They've modified their KX450 clamps. Um, yeah, they did. They they changed them a little the thickness, huh? Yeah, For we. What you, you were I thought they're a little bit too rigid, so yeah. I told them to take some webbing out. Yep. So we did that. 
Existing RMZ clamps already provide a cushier ride than stock. Hep Suzuki's testing them as they as they speak. They're in the middle of improving their 17 uh, to 20 2020 CRF 450 clamps. And next on the list is Husky and KTM. Kiefer will compare our clamps to stock and then uh, and then to the new split factory clamps if they can match the flex character characteristics of the factory clamp. We'll have a superior product because our bar mount design is better than what KTM uses. Keep an eye out for Pulp Mex, Keyfring Testing, RideDestEngineering.com for updates on these brands as well as how we fare with the 2020 YZ450. So the point is, Adrian there at Ride Engineering making uh, running changes, making improvements to the bike, all because of our own Chris Kiefer. Well, I've I've been many contact, I've been many phone conversations with him. Like, look, uh, we need to adjust some things, you know, because some of these clamps have been in, in circulation for two years. And I go, look, biggest part about going to a, a Honda clamp is we gotta get some, you know, some more flex character out of it. So it's cool that he's willing to listen and adapt and change his stuff. Yeah. So. It's only going to help. Yep. The, FMF the, also does that. You know, yeah, the FMF absolutely. will have a design, and they'll be like, "Hey, we're pumped. We like this," and they'll get some more design on it, and they'll be like, "Hey, we got to make a running change." That's there's not many people who are like that. No, you know that, no, right? I, I know. And, and I mean, on one hand, if you buy something early, you're like, "Ah, oh, damn!" Like it's not as as. But I. But I, I'm pretty still, sure that he could probably help you if you do have an earlier one. He probably can modify it to make it like the current. So. Right. So yeah, uh, thanks to RideEngineering.com, RideDestEngineering.com, PulpMex-20 is the code to save with there, with those guys. So WUSA, John Anderson in uh, in studio. Uh, again, PulpMex discount, uh, get your wheel set done. We gave we redid a wheel set for a for a contest winner a little while ago. Yeah. Kiefer picked the guy. Yeah, he was yeah. desperate. Oh, the wheels were bad. So bad. <laughs> yeah. You know, and the cool thing with, with that, I can't remember the gentleman's name. But yeah. I remember he said- It's a Cowie, set, right? It was. Yeah. yeah. And- um, well, what made it really cool for us is he sent me an email, and I genuinely felt like he appreciated. Right. Yeah, the help that that you picked him, that he was able to be in contact yeah. through the show, and that we did it for him. And and um, you know, it it was one of those feel good things. Yeah, it was really cool. Of course, we uh, we got a couple of haters on emails because that's what it is in 2019. Probably the people that use phones in movie theaters, but. Guys are like, that bike shot anyways. Why would you put a new set of wheels on it? Guy just rides in the street. Taller tires are bald. I'm like, yeah, hey, he rides dirt bikes. Yeah, wow. exactly. Nice to ride. So, WUSA uh, for top line wheels or for production wheels, uh, whatever you want to do, vintage bike, flat track, I mean, street bike wheel. Good God. Any wheels. We're into a little yeah. bit of everything. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. exactly. We did, a, so. we did a wheel set on a bike that was 100 years old the other day. Oh, no way. Yeah, we had to have the rims painted, a special color, yeah. plating of the spokes. and yeah. Oh, wow. It was, it was pretty That's cool. Pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, it's like one of those when you look at it in there, yeah. you're like, man, the story those wheels could tell, like where yeah. they've been. And, oh, crazy. And, in fact, the guy trusted us to do it. It was right. it was pretty neat. Right. You know? That's cool. So, yeah. Well, you were close to the talent guys, huh? Like you're... You, yeah, they're the official uh, distributor for Talon, right? We uh importer. Importer, yeah. Yeah, yep. we're actually their their biggest country uh in Oh, the really? World. Wow. Uh, yeah, biggest importer. That's crazy. Business-wise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's crazy. I would yeah. I, And I I don't say that to be arrogant. I just something we weren't that the first year, the yep. second year or the third year. Yeah. Or the fourth and year. You guys have grown but, it. But um they make a really good product and yeah. you know, of course we do kite Yep, at uh, Star Racing and Factory KTMU's, and and then we just brought on another one, um, Han. I saw that. Yeah, the press yeah. release came out. Yeah. Han Han Wheels. Yeah. Hmm. Funny story to that H-A-A-N. is I, actually in Europe, the Factory Husky team. I'm pretty sure they use Han. Oh wow! But I'm kind of yeah. hoping that Zach and Jason took our step over there. But nonetheless, Wh- yeah. what what's the difference? 
to <laughs> to to a Han, to a kite, to a talon. Like to me, I mean, you know, a little different design, a little different webbing. Uh, they all look cool. Yeah, I mean, a lot of that when you start talking on the quality stuff, and obviously the quality stuff does cost more money. Yeah. Um, typically, it can come down to weight. Okay. And and a lot of it is, you know, look, um, if you ride a KTM and uh, Muskin's your favorite guy or Webb wins the Supercross get title, a get a kite. Yeah. If you're a Blake Baggett guy or Jason Anderson guy, yeah. um, Zach Osborne guy, you run talent. I, I've always had a thing for talents. Like all my so, project bikes have been talents. Yeah, they've yeah, all been yeah. talents. Because yeah. I just, I don't know. So. I just that's such a great brand. Has a good name over the years. It, well, that's yeah. the thing with talent. They've been, you know, White Brothers was their first uh, U.S. importer. Tom brought them over here, mm -hmm. and so they've been doing it for almost thirty years. Hmm. You know, so it gets a little tricky with some of the other guys yep. uh, for us. You know, everybody wants to see their numbers increase, but. You kind of have to try and explain, like, man, when you talk about brand recognition yeah. and kind of like what you said, like, man, they had a 25-year head start on you. And, and yeah. you know, even it, yeah. it, it, it's a little different in wheels. Even when Dungey was winning all the titles, you you kind of would typically like to think um, that, you know, guys are going to call right away and order Kite Hubs. Mm -hmm. Some do. Yeah. But, but it, yeah. it isn't like a mass. Like, like. like gear they wore that weekend yeah, yeah, yeah. or no, no, or a same. special limited right. edition pipe or something it's you know it's it's an i won't say an investment but it's expensive right. yeah um, you know so do you see more and more of that coating that you've done for me on my on my 88 yz the, yeah. the yeah. cherokee Cher yeah yeah, we actually do a lot of that in yeah. fact we kind of chuckle is that, is that increasing is that getting yeah. bigger um, yeah yeah, we're doing we we do good with yep. it. Cerakote's a, a tricky thing, right? It's a it's a coating, ceramic coating goes in an oven, but what we've seen happen and I'll be the first to tell the listeners and everybody like we don't have a Cerakote machine in our building. Right. We're in California and there's a couple reasons why. I mean, there's different ways to Cerakote on and how it cures. Mm -hmm. It can either be air dry or in an oven. And it's it, we like to tr we have a vendor that only does our stuff. Yep. People ask me who it is, and I, I, I kind of they do other stuff. Yeah, but that's kind of like our little secret, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Like I, yeah. I don't want everybody going there. You pitched it to me for one of my project bikes, yeah. and I'm like, eh. And then you showed me some photos, and, and I'm like, hey, yeah. that looks that's pretty sweet. Yeah. yeah. So so you know, in California, uh, it, with with our emissions and whatnot, and and all our regulations, you know, you can't just put an oven in your building. Yeah. yeah. Like you, you can't. So we've definitely seen where a lot of people will you you can buy a Cerakote kit, pretty cheap. Yeah. Um, there's there's goods and bads, right? Everybody yeah, yeah, can yeah. get into it. Yeah. The bads is we like to think we trust experts on on, right. on doing it, you know, quality job. Yep. But at the same time, like if you get you know caught with something like that, it's right. not like it's a you're making yeah, yeah. crack or something, right? right, right? right, but, right. But if your house burns down or say whatever, what happened? Maybe, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's like we we yeah. uh, we we try and go right. about another way. The other thing too is, and it's bound to happen. Mm -hmm. um, there's definitely a lot more people now. I think that have dabbled into Cerakote, and yep. um, the first vendor we ever used did a lot of work for Geico. Okay, uh, we changed vendors because they wanted me to start sending them photos and. S Sharing stuff on our Instagram. Oh yeah, yeah. And I'm like, well, if I yeah. do that, then yeah, you're yeah. basically I'm going to be competing against yeah, you. You yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. Um, but the Cerakote's been it's been right. pretty cool. Uh, I yeah. guess the biggest thing for you, 
you know, it's no secret there's been a lot of knockoff wheel sets that are cheap, uh, yeah. purchase wise, money wise, and yep. they're cheap quality. And yeah. people will, you know, it's it's a it's a problem whether you make an exhaust pipe or a fork or whatever. I mean, I I think we've had enough. There's been enough sort of crashes and problems with those kind of wheels. Not everybody. Some of you have good success with them, but mm-hmm. there's a lot of issues with those wheels. Yeah, and you kind of get what you pay for. But that's your that's your battle. That's your daily battle at WUSA. You know, I wouldn't call it a daily battle, but okay. certainly there's um, there's been, uh, you know, we've, we started W almost nine years ago. Mm-hmm. And I remember when we started, I there really wasn't very many wheel companies, I would say, around that were specific to, to wheels. Yep. Because uh, when we started, that was our thing, 100%. Um, you know, I had these great, you know, grandiose ideas. I remember pitching to Tom, like I wanted to, hey, you know, could we buy back the White Brother name? Oh, yeah. Because uh, I thought, man, you know, why, everybody knew White yep, Brother Pipes, yep. right? And could we, Mag had bought them, and it kind of went away. And so I went on this 45-minute, you know, rant about why we should get it. We could yeah. have Dubok or somebody else make us pipes, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, he let me say what I wanted to say, and then he said, I love your passion and that you care so much about the White Brother brand and yeah. you want to keep it. But what you need to do, you're a new company, and his advice to us was, and to me specifically, he said, um, you're in the business of wheels. You just be the best damn wheel company there is, and you just just work your ass off and yeah. focus on wheels. Right. And that's really what we've we've done. We've dabbled in little things, tire yeah. irons and yeah. blink kits, whatever. Yeah, blink but kits, yeah. really, we just focus on wheels. Right. Yeah. But getting back to your thing, the, you know, price point, um, uh, <laughs> uh We've got some really exciting things coming okay. um, huh? towards the beginning of huh? the year Keeper. that are really exciting, and um, Listening. I think it's going to round out our our package yep. on what we offer. I mean, we offer our cheapest wheel sets eight ninety nine yeah. for an aftermarket wheel set, yep. and the most expensive is over two two thousand dollars. Oh shit! Um, you know, uh, I mean, they're right; they're out there. The Tusk and the Warp Nine, and and. Um, it's a it's a price point, and I yeah. think they do well with it. Uh, in fact, I know they do. Um, and so, uh, yeah, we'll see. Maybe you know, I'll, yeah. maybe I I'll call come, in and come, talk yeah, to you. Yeah, call and, in or something. Yeah. Um, but um, not uh, to be evasive about it. But it's yeah, just, well, it's not ready. It, it'll be pretty exciting. And, uh, WUSA World Vets first weekend in yep. November at Glen Helen. <clears throat> yep. Steve, I'm out. <sighs> I, I'm I just I can't get ready in time. I'm not in shape. I'm gonna crash. I hate Glen Helen. I hate the people that run it. Like, I mean, Glen yeah. Helen's all like, right. It's not bad. Tracks, actually, track's pretty good. Yeah. Tr- tr- the, that no, weekend. You can't beat those hills. No. You can't beat the, the track layout and everything. It's, pr- it's pretty damn good. The roughest I've seen Glen Helen was on a Saturday last year. The World Vets? It's pretty gnarly. <laughs> yeah. That was the roughest yeah. I've ever uh, seen. It, when I, I raced it twice, and I, I couldn't believe I honestly was... Not to sound like a pussy, but I'm like, why don't they groom this a little bit? Because there's 70-year-old men out here. There's 60-year-old men out here. This track is almost unrideable, like you know, for for any average working guy. Like I just felt like they should have groomed it a little bit more. I don't know. I know they're pressed for time. I know they got last year. I have a picture I threw up on my Instagram last year. Like the bumps started shadows of the downhill. Dude, yeah, it was started from way up high. Yeah, like I was like, holy yeah. shit. Yeah, and you remember like you start in the middle of the hill, then you move to the edges. Yeah, the edges are done, and then the edges are done, and you go right back to the center yeah. where you were in the beginning of the day. Like, yeah, yeah. So that I mean, I don't. It doesn't seem like a lot of fun. It's fun. Oh, it's fun. Yeah, it's playing out the way it's it's it it's looking like it's going to be the biggest ever. Um, 
you know, last year it we took it over as the title or whatever. It was five years ago, and um, it's gotten bigger and bigger, which is really cool. Um, you know, people from all over the world, as you know, come out. Um, and I think the attraction is, you know, is it's love it or hate it, whatever you feel, it's Glen Helen. And like what you said, it's the hills. And, and the, definitely people from other countries, they, their dream is to ride at Glen Helen. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. for yep. sure. Yep. Um, you know, this year, of course, you're part of it. Um, mm-hmm. They're doing uh, the MX uh, Nation Cup. Yep. It's like a mi- – did you know about that? No, I don't know what you're talking about. So is it's Canada based- involved in this? Well, no. they I'm, actually I'm, just gave a shout-out to try and get Canada involved. Um, oh. They're going to do a mini donations, vet donations. Oh. I'm on the American team. Oh, you are? Mm-hmm. Who else? Our team, one of the teams. There's yeah. Two, I think you're allowed three teams yeah. per country. Oh. Yeah. So. All right, well, Canadians. Chris is going to be. So what do I got to do? People, Canadians, Canadians come down. A lot of Canadians come yeah. down. What do I tell yeah. them about this? So the way it works what is um, you need a 30, 30 yep. rider, 40. a 40, and a 50. 50. Okay. It'll be two motos spread out through the day, three gates, and just, you know, a combined score. Um, right. well, so what, what I know if, what if the Canadians want to get into this? How do they do? How do they do? Um, you can go on the website. It's worldvetmx.com. Okay. Or you can check out Glenn Helen's website as okay. well. Right. Uh, there is. It's been filling up quite a bit yeah. actually, and so there is a deadline on it. That's but, a really good idea, by the way. Yeah, it's a good idea. Well, guess what? What? That was my idea. Yeah, That's I'm going to awesome. sit here and tell you that was right. my idea. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, um, this guy it's probably, it's probably Kristen's idea. <laughs> Yeah, well, she makes most of the good decisions. <laughs> Women say. usually do. Yeah, so, um, and then we're also going to have a, uh, a vintage uh, oh, okay. vet race. Vet, vet too? That uh, Scott Burnworth. Oh, yeah. You ever done a podcast with him? I have, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's a good dude. Yeah, good dude. Works yeah. at Maxima USA. Yeah, he's a good guy. So we we sponsor some of his events. Yep. And then we're trying, it's, it's going to be quite an action-packed week, weekend. Um, as I mentioned, um, I'm pretty sure Intense is going to bring a fleet of tasers oh, out and taser demo rides that's, that's where I'm going to be. Part of the REM track. That's where I'm going to be. All yeah. Day. So all um, day long. I've talked to uh, Jeb yep. about that, and um, I'm going to put a taser on boost and just come out. ride around. Yeah. So I think uh, Dubox on a team with Josh Grant. He is. Okay. Yeah. And I'm on. Oh, Brownie I, was going to do one. I really like their odds yeah. to bring it home, no matter who the third rider is. It was Schnell. Okay. No. Well, there we go. Yeah. I like the odds of that. Oh, thanks. Um, yep. Well, I don't know who your teammates are. So. It doesn't matter. Okay. Uh, WUSA World Vets, as I said. So, um, Maxima USA uh, defending motocross champions. Uh, Eli Tomac and Adam Cincerillo both use Maxima USA. Uh, favorite Maxima product? Go. Uh, chain guard. Really? Not, not wax. Chain yeah, guard. guard. Yeah, yeah. Favorite Maxima product? Uh, I would say, because we use it, uh, the contact cleaner and the grease. SC1 is the right answer. No, we don't have to prep a lot of things. Cleans. Okay. Suspension cleans insane. Yeah. Do you put you know what you should put in the lobby of WUSA is Kurdowski's bike that Tom had. It used to be in my wife's office. Oh. It was for a long. See? Now there's a husky in there. Yeah. Uh but we did have it. Yeah. Put the Kurdowski bike in there. Yeah. It's pretty sweet. Um okay, so uh hey Marks, let's do a few more of those questions if you can for the btosports.com tweet at Travis. It's weird doing them without the intro. Sorry. That's okay though. Uh, from Ryan, let's say agents and riders actually announce their contract details like other stick and ball sports. Do you think that type of stuff could reset the market for riders in a positive or negative manner? For example, A-Ray announces $100,000 bonus for 2020. The next rider has bargaining power. Oh, yeah. That's how it works, right? Uh, the people would love to have the, 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 the numbers on the record. Uh, that should just clinch the game right there for the uh, L- Oakland Raiders. 
going deep with Heather Kiefer coming right up here. Uh, the, the I got to drive home. That right Thank there. you for that. <laughs> commitment of excellence. Hold on. Let me text her right now. Oh, my God. Thank um, you for making my life miserable. Okay. What was the question, Mark? So I'll answer it. He can do his thing. Hi, Heather. All caps. <laughs> uh, would, would contracts being public help riders yes. negotiate? Basically? I don't know why it's such a secretive thing anyway. I don't know what the deal is. What's the big deal? We know how much money you're it's making. Just, it's just it's just the way our sport is. You can't not you can't compare it to the big four sports because those have unions and CBAs and collective bargaining agreements, which are the same as CBA. So you can't really connect it to, uh, you know. But I'm not trying example, to. I'm just saying, why, no, no, what's the difference? Do, do we have NASCAR salaries public? No. Do we have F1 salaries public? No. Motorsports in general do not make their salaries public. So, so weird. Yeah. Yeah. It's dumb. All right, Raiders win. Going deep with Heather Kiefer, brought to you by WUSA. I just want to hear the motocross stuff. I just haven't played that one in a while. From Sean Leggett, for Kiefer, another fine, but how many years back in time would you have to take a 2020 RMZ 250 and 450 for them to win their respective shootouts? Mm. From Alec Cox. Mm. That's a good question. Oh, let me think back here. I would say 2020 Suzuki going against a 2009. 2009? 2009. Crappy year. Honda. Yep. Old school Yamaha. Yep. This is uh, Honda change. That was shitty. Yeah. What about the Cowie? Cowie was, wasn't that. Well, Cowie was probably one of the, the better best. ones. Yeah. yeah but, but it was still long and big. Yep. I think Suzuki would win it. All right. Good question, actually. Yeah. From John Poppy Listen. Wheel Tech Talk. Got a few solid rim beds desert racing this year. Is there a way to live with bent rims? I grew up a bicycle mechanic, spent a lot of time truing. I love my W's. They took some really hard hits and kept ticking. To live with bent rims? Live with bent rims. Thing with that is you're always going to be chasing the spokes at that point when they're bent like that. Um, you know, it's sometimes that, that old saying, you know, the car guy, you say you can pay now or pay later, you know, if you keep riding with it and it's better to invest in some, uh, <laughs> uh, some new rims, fresh rims, freshen up, and then you're starting new again. Right. Um, otherwise it's not going to hurt anything. It, it, it might feel a little bit funny depending on how bent they are, mm-hmm. but, um, but again, you're gonna always be chasing it, and as soon as you start breaking spokes, um, you know, um, and then you replace them, then what you know what you should do is at that point you loosen it all up, start over. But you know, spokes do stretch, right? Right. So um, it might be time to start maybe looking to a new set of hoops, and use the pulp discount code from Mark. 153. Kiefer, what rider are you most interested in hearing where they land for 2020? Savachi, Bloss, etc. I mean, no other rider really excite me, honestly. Marty? Uh, I mean, that'd be cool if Marty came back another year and got on a 450. That'd be fun. Uh, yeah, no one. I don't think so. I mean, yeah, Savachi's probably JGR. No one really excite me. Not None of those guys. I mean, Just be interested to see if the RMATV guys keep Bloss or Bogle. I would say they keep Bloss, right? Because he's such a... Yeah, I don't know. Bogle uh, did really good in Supercross, man. I know. Yep. Did so. Bloss bring anything financially to that team? He did. 
I don't think I now. Thought he did but at he beginning. Did in the beginning. Yeah. In the beginning, he did. Yeah. Like personal money. Yeah. Yeah. But I think he's. I think he's. He didn't now. Okay. So. All right. From Graham Heron, what's everyone's opinion on people who run single digit or even low two digit numbers at the local track? Yeah. I don't care. Who cares? Right. That's their number. Do I don't. Do I don't care? like numbers. I don't even put numbers on my shit John, unless I care? go race. No. I, what about keeping a number one on your? That's awesome. Okay. You should what about that. number zero? I'm out. I think the one <laughs> might the one might be a stretch. I like it. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. If it, if the bike comes, he gave me shit about this. Yeah. It's if the bike comes with a number one, like, hey, here's your bike, Kiefer. It has number one. I'm just gonna ride it. It's like it comes with no numbers. I'm gonna ride it. Yeah. Yeah. Marks, where do you stand on zero? Uh. Funny enough, I was actually zero for a few races. <laughs> I was, How do you feel uh, about like basketball players and those guys having zero? Yeah, I just don't like zero in general. Yeah. I don't know why. It was my dad's bike. <clears throat> it was his 450, and I wasn't riding 450s. And he's being an old man and trying to be funny. He put zero on it while he was riding it, and then I ended up having to ride it with zero on it, and I was I was embarrassed. Oh, that's <laughs> awesome. Uh, from Tim. What's Kiefer's favorite tire pressure gauge? Dude, straight up, this is no joke. I've had the Motion Pro one with the the water in it, you know, yeah. and all, I had little baby sticks. I had all these tire pressure gauges. The best one that I've tried, Michelin has a plastic tire pressure gauge, digital tire pressure gauge, and it's the most accurate, toughest some bitch. I love it. Let's ask the wheel guy. Tire pressure gauge. Um, I would say Motion Pro. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, have I tried them all? No. Did I tried the Motion Pro but, one um, at one time, and it was off. But I've got one of those digital ones, yeah. and um, it, uh, and, and it's pretty good. I got one that Motion Pro made for me when I was a mechanic. I still have it. Yeah. It's got the longer hose on it with the dial on it and everything. The dial with the water inside? No, no water in that one. Mm. Yeah, It's probably off, but it's been banged around enough times where it's probably off. Is that's not really water. What's in there? Water, I think. Is it water? Yeah. Okay. From Tom Hamill, can you take a flat spot out of a hub? I have a DS525 EXC. Also, do you balance dirt bike wheels and how? Out of a hub. Um, flat spot out of a hub. Is that is that from a, it must be from a from damage, I take it? I would assume. Um, he doesn't mean a hub. He says the issues are not noticeable on the dirt bike, but are when it, connecting asks, trails. Because then he asks about balancing. So. Yeah, it's not a hub. Yeah, He's probably talking no. to wheel. Um. So it's it's funny that that he asked that. Typically, guys don't balance motorcycle wheels. However, um, we did get into a situation recently with Axel um, Hodges. We did the wheels on his uh, leading up to his jump, and that was you know they Chris I think or Steve I think they're a show sponsor one of your shows Maxis. Um, yeah, yeah, and um, that was something that came up because he was going to have to hit the ramp over 100 mile an hour, and I'll tell you like and then it you know, unfortunately went bad, right. um, carnage, but we have a pile down at the shop of bent rims, the best stuff. And the setup we end up going with that guy, uh, is like something you'd never run. You'd probably go, what the heck are you talking about? We're talking about gauge of spokes and stuff. Um, yeah. I don't think they ended up, they actually did end up balancing them. His father ended up ha- taking them to get a balanced. Um, but that would really be the only case to balance. Right. But 100 miles an 100 hour. 100 miles. Yeah. You know, the other thing, too, they were they were going to run like a, a 30 PSI. Like, man, that's like 
It's yeah. like solid. So, right. you know, they were bending rims and breaking yep. spokes. And I ran 30 PSI at the track out here lately. Yeah, he did. So, no he did. He did. Check. The first time I put his tires on. I put his <laughs> tires on. hook up for you? It's not good. Yeah. I put his tires on for him and yeah. I just put th- just yeah. to the break the, beat, the beat. And then yeah. I just gave him back to him and I just assumed. <laughs> yeah. That he, that I, didn't, check. I didn't check him. Yeah. Yeah. So so good times. Trip. Good times. Uh, just a couple more quick ones from Kai Corbin. How much do you think it costs Fox to get AC head to toe? 450. JT would know better, but yes, three fifty to four hundred, I would think. Yeah. From. It's insane. It's a good living. It is. From Cody Williams, have you guys ever thought about any off-season fantasy rounds? I only brought that up because we get this a lot, and we're not doing it because we're not doing it. I need a break. Yeah, we're not doing it. Just beat it. What do you mean off-season fantasy? Like uh, M- like MEC or Nations, Monster you know? Cup, uh, stuff like that. One-off deals. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Kiefer's a big fan of Pulp Max Fantasy. He'll be playing in 2020. I like to announce yeah. right now. Yeah, that's like you going to World Vets. If I go to World Vets, where you play Pulp Max yes. Fantasy? Oh, there's our company. We need, we need that in writing. Yeah, I'm gonna sign a contract every week, not just once. That's fine. Yeah. All right. Uh, from Amanda nine four three two, why did Roxon's mechanic leave and go to Cowie? And does the mechanic switch affect him? I don't think it really affects him. Uh, Oscar is a smarter than a usual mechanic, though. He was a suspension guy for a long time. He went for a few reasons. Uh, less mechanic work. He's been doing that a long time. So he's a crew chief at, for AC. He's not a mechanic. He's the crew chief. So better drive for him to go from where he lives to uh, Irvine. Less time at home. More time at home. Because if you think about it, the mechanics have to stay late and build the bikes and everything. The crew chief's just coming and go. Like, you know, mechanic is building. And probably more money. So. Yeah, I think he was driving from Carlsbad to Torrance. Yeah. F that. Yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, you know, that's the thing about Honda, being in Torrance, you, those mechanics. I mean, they, they don't have to go every day. But I know, uh, you know, um, one of the other guys has been there a long, long time. I don't know if he'd want me to say his name. But, I mean, he – Is it rhyme with SARS? Kind of. Okay. He – I mean, he, you know, some days he rides a motorcycle because of his commute. Yeah. Okay. A, a, not, a street bike through Los Angeles. That's not relaxing. Is, no. No, no, no. That is gnarly. So you either have a headache by sitting in traffic or your brain's fried from – Going through traffic. Yeah. So yeah. pick your poison. It's crazy. All right. That's all for tweets. BTOsports.com. Tweet at Travis segment. That's old news, right? Do it anytime. Spend uh, at Pulp Mech Show on Twitter. Uh, we're going to do Kiefer at the Dark now, or do you want to call it a night? You want to call it a night? I do, but... I, no, let's do uh, let's do Kiefer at the Dark another time. Okay. Let's do that. I really have good, two good questions. I know, but they'll be here the next time you're here. All right. We'll do it. We'll right? Do it. Yep. I mean, you're coming up again. You're, you know, I'm, I'm not firing you, so you'll be, you'll be here I thought again. I was fired from the phone. Oh, yeah, that's right. Fuck, you are fired. I should do it then. <laughs> no, that's okay. I will wait. Yeah, you got to get home. Yep. Uh, BTOsports.com, Fly Racing, Race Tech Suspension and Engines, Vortex Racing, Roost MX, X-Brand Goggles, Michelin Starcross 5, Vertex Pistons, EVS Sports, Firepower Batteries and Chains, Maxima USA Pro Filter, FMF, Atlas Neck Brace, Works Connection, OGO Power Sports, Get Data, Guts Racing, WUSA, Eagle Grit, MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com, LA Honda World, Ride Engineering Works, Chassis Lab. Pop Max 10 is the code to save. Works good on a Honda 450. Works chassis lap. I don't know. I don't know anything about that. You don't? I don't know. It worked good on a 2018. It's the last time okay. I tried it. Fine. There Can we go. just go with that? Yes. Okay. Thank you. Intense Bicycles. Uh, Pop Max 10 is the code to save at IntenseBicycles.com. Get yourself a taser. Get your life in order. <laughs> Fucking guys. Taser. We're going to do a ride in the morning? We're riding in the morning? We are. We're going to taser it up? Maybe if, maybe if Intense gave me a bicycle, I'd like it more. Are we going to taser it up? 
Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be fun, man. Yeah. Oh, how sweet. I've got some new bars on my bike that e -bike I, rode, riders. I rode today and some of those fast company hey, bars. Stand by, cool. dude. You know what you're getting yourself into, right? Yeah. Okay. I'm good. I'm just letting you know yeah. he goes hard. I'm sure. He's going to go hard. Tase it up. He's going to show it's you. It's funny. He, he, he was, you mentioned we're going to start a loop that I'm familiar with, and he goes, oh, I'll take you on a new one, uh -huh. I'm thinking. Okay. That's his penis are coming there, out of his pants without there, actually coming yeah. out. See, the thing is with the taser, what you got to do is you roll back a little bit, and uh -huh. then when he can't hear me, then you just hit the button twice, and it goes beep, beep. Yeah. Goes to boost. Yeah, and then you just go like, he'll, hey. he'll be in that in already, so it doesn't matter. Mathis, you don't want none no, of this, this old guy. When, when I'm with another <laughs> e-bike e yeah. person, when we're with the superior people out there on the trails, mm -hmm. I'll ride in trail because that's the funnest. You, you know, see they passed the law? I saw that. Yeah. Yeah, e-bikes are now allowed on BLM lands, right? Yep. Yeah. It's awesome. Um, WUSA, John, thank you yep. for the support over the years. Yep. I think you've been with us six or seven years already now. Yeah. Well, um, thank you. So thank you for everything. Uh, yep. Please, people, if you need some wheel work done for whatever you have, uh, contact WUSA. And any kind of budget, any kind of bike, they can fit you uh, fit you in, whether you want Supercross uh, stuff or whether you just want to simply rebuild your production wheels. Uh, they'll, they'll do it for you, and they'll give you a great deal if you mention Pulp MX as well. So and come to the W World Vets and see Steve race. That'll be fun. Everyone come along. $1,000 show up money. And I, I told you. And you're like, no. What? Nope. You told me what? I said, how much will it take? I go, a grand. You're like, no. I don't Ra think. Race Tech comes out. You'll, I'm sure they'd probably have a van for you to work out of. Hmm? I'll pay your entry. There you Look go. Get your entry comp. I would love to. My wife says no. I would love to, though. And I never go against anything she says. Never. Never. <laughs> Should we go calling, going deep with Heather Kiever? No. <laughs> I'm going deep when I get home, so no, we're not doing that. No, not doing that. Uh, Zach Osborne on the show tonight, live from Holland. Uh, Seven Deuce Deuce on the show. Will Hahn on the show. Uh, yeah, great, great guys to have on. For sure, Jason Thomas, of course, came on show 399. Marks, next week is big. I'm excited. Next week is big. I'm, I'm legitimately excited. Show 400. It's going to be good. I don't even know what we're going to talk about. I got a feeling that I'm going to have 20 things on the sheet. Who cares what we talk right, about, I'm honestly? Not even, I'm not even going to get to anything on the show because it's just going to be shit talking back and forth. It's going to be awesome. And me trying to corral corral them all. So No shit, asshole. I'm looking forward to that. Should be a good time. Uh, Kiefer, thank you for coming up. I thank appreciate you. it. Appreciate having me. Uh, thanks again. Always great time. Marks, thank you. Thank you. Swiss Corps Moser, thank you. Pookie, thank you. Thank you, Pookie. And, uh, yeah, we well, thank thanks, everybody John. for listening. And uh, thanks to John Anderson from WUSA again for coming up, man. Really appreciate it. Thank you. John and I are going to tase life tomorrow, everybody. We're going to tase life. <laughs> See you next week. I just fucking kick it. There's something I want to get off my chest, and it's about that summer when you went away to community college. I got an offer to do Playgirl magazine. And I did it. I did a full spread for Playgirl magazine. I, I mean spread, man. I pulled my butt apart and stuff, and I was totally nude, and it was weird. I, I mean, you probably didn't hear about it because I went under the name of Mike Honcho, but I just wanted you to know that. If you could hear me, if it got into your brain somehow, that I spread my butt cheeks as Mike Honcho.